0: takes over at three with the fan warm-up show.
1: Threat not, friends. The fan is still live and local with Fan Sports Saturday. The name might not be great, but what if we included Tyvis Powell, a three-year starter for the Buckeyes, defensive MVP of a national title game, and the man who brought down Alabama.
2: Ball in the air toward the end zone, and that ball is going to be... Buckeyes tatted. win! Buckeyes get
3: it! Coming out of the end zone. Is Tyus Powell? He goes racing up and is tackled at the thirty-yard line, and the king of the SEC has
1: fallen. It's Fan Sports Saturday with national champion Tyus Powell. Oh, and
4: uh, and Eric Racer. You feel it? I do feel it. Do you feel it? Yeah. It creeps up on you. No, it don't. At the start of the year, yes, it does. No, it don't. Because once the first, because January kind of uh, lags. February is quick because it's short. Yeah. Also was your birthday. So was- you had things to look forward to. So your years kind of sped. But yeah. for me, this creeps. And now here we are. Mm-hmm. The second day in March. You just hyped up. And I'm starting to feel the madness. <laughs> Eric Reeser, Tyvis Powell, Ryan Baker with you until three o'clock today. I was in my car listening to you and Timmy last night on the Buckeye show. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting for my pizza at the Upper Arlington Pizza Club, which if you haven't been, highly recommended and timmy's buckeye show intro when he has a guest on is always so structured he comes on and you know he does his little you know timmy hall things and then if he has a guest he usually goes my guest blah 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 and they do the applause uh-huh. he was so excited for damn march to begin that he blew right through you he didn't <laughs> even introduce tyvus Powell. he had to stop and then double back and say and Former Buckeye national champion Tivis Powell joins the show. Well, he it threw me off because you're right, it is a
5: structure where usually you I sit, wait for it. I sit in silence until he introduced <laughs> me and he introduced me, gives me my applause, and then I talk. But when he opened the show, he said
4: Timmy and Tyvis right off the bat. I was just like, oh wow, I was okay. I always say that in radio or in really in anything, actually, the more I think about it, the best. The best people to listen to or the best uh, speakers or the best whatever are people with passion. Yeah. You love hearing from people with passion. You love to sit and listen to somebody talk about something they're passionate about. Yes. And I don't think there's anything that Timmy Hall values more in his life than March Madness. Like that is his true passion. I mean obviously his family. Mm -hmm. Yes. I don't think I need to preface that with his wife and, you know, child. Mm -hmm. But that got me excited. Of course, doing this show with you for the first time in a couple of weeks gets me excited. (laughs) But the fact that we are truly into the madness now. How much do you, when you do you, when you fill out a bracket, Uh do you like do research? No, I I speed through, I do one and I speed through it. And it's done me better the past couple of years doing just that than doing the research, trying to figure out the teams, learning who's hot right now, learning what's this conference about. Just pick. Don't
5: overthink it. So the funniest, just go. The funny part is, last year I got into a a big money bracket, big money, and I said, you know what, I should I should do some research nope. on this. Do you know that that bracket was busted in like the first? That's uh, what happens. Like, you can
4: Anybody <laughs> that says that they're going to accurately predict this is lying out their ass. Yeah, you just gotta. That one. Yes. I know them. Go with that one. Colors and mascots. Uh, You you think you have an idea of how teams are going to do. Like Colin Berenger, CB, or Evil Bald, probably the biggest college basketball nerd here at the station. Even more so than Timmy Hall. Really? I would put CB above Timmy Hall in that. Because while Timmy has the passion for it and can exude that kind of energy, CB is like kind of the quiet brain behind their Mad About Hoops
6: podcast. And, and
0: he's on the Twitter on everything, everything college basketball. You see something college basketball, he's retweeting it or commenting or putting his two cents. Mm.
4: If he will try to, I, I think he's smart enough to even say that he doesn't know how exactly this is going to go. There is no team that's just no. dominant. Because you saw the second best team in the country or who was the AP voters thought the second best team in the country come to Columbus a couple weeks ago and they took an L to Jake Diebler and this Ohio State squad. If we're running through the list of people Jake Diebler has defeated in a four-game stretch, Matt Painter, Tom Izzo at the Breslin Center, Mm. and then Fred Hoiberg on Thursday at the Schottenstein Center. He's three and one. And we'll have that discussion throughout the program of what he needs to do or if he's already done enough to make himself a serious contender for this vacant job that Ross Bjork, now in his second day, as quasi-athletic director of the Ohio State University, started on March 1st. Has he done enough to at least put himself in front of Bjork as a, I'm a contender for this?
5: I just, you know what the funny thing is? I didn't even think about that. I just sat down and I was just talking to Gene Smith at the, at the Woody literally like an hour ago. And what'd you pick his brain about? What he's going to do in his retirement. What's he going to do? Said that he's going to sit down, he's going to play golf, he's going to watch football. So he's going to make a couple of oh, appearances. There's going to be a lot
4: more football to be watched. <laughs> yeah, he said
5: he's going to finally <laughs> get a chance too. to
4: sit down and watch football in the fall. I said, oh, that sounds he, like a great plan. It's, it's incredible how timing works in life. Because as he is now in the last couple of months of his position officially as director of athletics at Ohio State. He's got a men's basketball team that... Uh, th- Credit needs to be given, I think, to Gene for doing what he did at the time he did it mm-hmm. and providing, and I thought it was weird when he said it, or provide a spark for this team. It but it has shown through four, four games that it has, with an opportunity to make it, you know, four and one tomorrow against Michigan, that he did what he did at the right time to provide this team with a spark because there's now hope mm-hmm. for what can be done in March. And we're, and we're not sitting here talking about Team 125 going to make a run to the NCAA tournament. They are. Okay, you are saying that. I've been saying it for weeks, weeks, Ryan. Well, yeah, I mean, you, okay. were, you were right about Michigan Goodness. State. I have
0: to say that. Goodness. I was, okay. gracious. We I was had, wrong. We had, you were right.
5: We had, who we have on the program last week, and I asked him about it. they make can they, make, can they win on the, the program? It was,
0: uh, it was Brendan Gullick. <laughs> Sorry, Brendan. You asked yes. if he could make a run and win the NCAA. He asked if you could win the whole thing,
4: and he laughed at you. It's, on, it's an him. audacious thing. He did laugh at me. And he should have, and I am, and Baker is, and likely <laughs> listeners out there are. Even listeners that are in an Uber or driving right now to the uh, Greater Columbus Convention Center for the Arnold Classic because you know when you co- you go into different cities oh, yeah. the, the, that's going on this Sports weekend and and they're anything? here to pump you up and all of us Are, have you ever attended this? I went yesterday actually <laughs> How I was the madness? I, it's I incredible. I wish you
7: could have seen his it's face. It's incredible.
4: I could do three hours <laughs> on what, what what happens at that place. It is it, incredible. I've never it's, it's the people watching world championships. I've never watched but you, you it. You have this great expo that's, I mean, millions of dollars in products, in workout equipment. But then you also just have people who lift for, for fun. You have club lifters, and they're, they're in competition. You have, we watched Muay Thai fighting. There's, there's arm wrestling. There's fencing. People put on, people put on suits of armor. He is there. I think he was. Arnold is there. Why wouldn't he be there? The statue of the man outside of the Columbus Convention Center. I never thought that he
5: like, he he's busy. He loves
4: Columbus. He's busy though. yes, this is his thing. This is like the premier fitness event on the planet.
5: Mm. And Arnold is. And I've never been there. It's been here. You should go.
4: It's been here every year.
5: Probably every year. Since you've been in Columbus, yeah. When I was in college, it
4: was a thing. I never yes. went.
0: I miss that they don't do the UFC here in town on the
4: same weekend. UFC like got they too used big. To. Same with WWE. They'd be in town and have like a couple wrestling shows, and it's a bummer. Just got too big for those things. But it's just it's cool to see the professionalism and then the amateurs. I even the amateurs watching them do amateur weightlifting. Watch. Are you an amateur? I oh yeah, in everything, even what, in this. I'm would I amateur. be considered an amateur? Yeah. Okay.
5: Unless it's football, the dry, then you're a though. professional. Hey, we talk. I was just talking to the collector. Season two coming up.
4: Ugh, can't so wait. for listeners I'm unfamiliar, Rob, Robert
5: Cash out Part two. I want a rematch. Ooh. Tennis. Robert Whoa. Cash. I want a rematch. Oh gosh. Anybody that, that's a friend of the program that's listening, tell Robert Cash I'm looking for him.
4: Now that it's a, it's it's legal to do, and the NCAA has put now a moratorium on investigating name, image, and likeness because they getting their asses kicked in court. Can you and Robert Cash, when you do pardue, put actual cash on the line? We could do that. No, no because
0: can't. we can't player prop bet anymore for college. Well, yeah,
4: no, you guys, like the sports books can't, but that doesn't, like, Tivus couldn't, Tyvus could put okay. money up in a name, image, and likeness agreement if Robert Cash whoops his ass again. Well, I, this is the Or, thing. if I, not.
5: I want to do doubles, though. Who's I a, your partner? I don't know yet. Okay. I got to figure
4: that part out, but. You think Gene's uh, Jean's tall, and Gene's Jean, got a wingspan? Gene who? Gene Smith.
5: You think he knows how to play tennis?
4: I think he's got probably... A,
0: probably about as much as you do. Or say, hey, 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 hey. I
4: mean, he's a former college hey, football player.
0: Hey,
5: hey, hey, I don't know what that's
4: supposed to
0: mean. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't think you grew up playing tennis, did you? You don't know what I did.
4: I don't think did you, you did. you grow up playing tennis? Racquetball. Okay. <laughs> yarmo's uh pickleball. probably still in town he did pickleball that could translate my, my
5: wife swear she's really good at pickleball have you seen your wife play pickleball I'm, no she played it and she so th- when she played it it was in a gym So class. you don't know but you don't
4: not know <laughs> correct so you can't say that she's not good because you've let's never seen just, her play
5: let's just put it like this if me and her was careful and we was to go play against each other i've never played pickleball in my life I'm a thousand percent sure I win. I think she'd whoop your ass. I don't think so. And then
4: she'd talk a ton of trash while she's doing it.
5: That's the thing. Lauren, that's, Lauren's mad at me
4: because I'm more athletic than her. And when we do you're athletic. you're more athletic than 99% of the people on this planet. But she's a former athlete herself. Okay, but did she do it at the professional level?
5: No. Okay. And that's what I be trying to explain to her. But like when we go bowling, me and her, that was our thing. Before we had kids, mm-hmm. me and my wife would go bowling and I'd smoke her all night long. Just smoke. It wasn't even close. But she would be upset that she couldn't beat me. Then we did we did a, what's the golf thing called? Uh, uh, we golf? Top, top golf? Top, top golf. golf. Boom, we went to top golf. golf at, at this time, I had never golfed before.
4: And I out drove her ball. Boom.
5: Like it's just I'm a
4: natural. And like, for those out there wondering why didn't Tyvis just let her win, I think she'd be even angrier if she were to find out you nobody, nobody gave her the win. Nobody just let me win. Nobody ever let me win. And you would be angry if somebody did. If just you were like, in a legit competition right with somebody and they let you win, you'd be like, well, now I'm I'm in yeah. a worse mood.
5: Yeah, because it's like. No.
4: Because you're a competitor at the highest level. And when my kids get of age and they challenge me. Oh, it's the same I thing. I mean, we're, that's bordering on, like, abuse, but yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. They shouldn't have challenged me. They shouldn't challenge me. For those wondering, what were you doing this morning where you were in the same room as Gene Smith?
5: I was at the open house event at the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. It was a sold-out event. When I pulled up, like, they, so the, the collective said, type, it's, it's sold out. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, you know, there's a couple people there, you know. I pulled up to a the A couple end. people for a sold out Ohio State football
4: event. Like, well, Are you new here?
5: <laughs> but this the thing like I don't, I wasn't 100% sure like it was like we're giving a tour of the Woody. Sure. Okay. okay. When I pulled up to that to the Woody, that line was out the door around the corner down the street. I was like, "My goodness." Everybody's like, and everybody's in the line, like, you know, we've drove up from Chattanooga. Yep. We drove up from all these other places because we hear about the Woody. You take virtual tours of the Woody, but you've never actually been inside the Woody. So to actually see it, we wanted to see what it was like. And I explained to them that I spent a lot of blood, sweat, and tears when in this building. Yeah. I hated the Woody growing up as a player because. It was always something bad going to happen. Like It's like the furnace in Home Alone. You yeah. would just
4: walk up to the wedding and it would laugh at you. Yeah. And I had to make weight.
5: I had to chug water to make weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those days. What would you give to go back to those days, though? With the same players? Man, that was some of the best days of our lives. There it is. There it is. <laughs> if I could go back and you telling me G- uh, D. Lee, Garyon, Vaughn, Josh, Quinn Mike Bennett, like all those people back there. Oh, I'd do that in a heartbeat. What about,
4: well, I guess was Ross Bjork there? No, he was not. Huh. Conspicuous. I think he was that old Miss, wasn't he? Ross Bjork? wasn't he? No, him? not when you were in college. I guess I, I should have oh. prefaced that oh, better. Oh, no. Today. I was going to say, did Tyvus just say Chris Beard is the next
0: basketball
4: coach?
8: You're a little news here.
0: Chris Beard it is, huh?
4: So Ross Bjork, not at the Woody Hayes Athletic Center today. It is his second day on the job. And with the job that Jake Diebler's doing, with an opportunity to make it 4-1 against that hated team up north, what what has to happen? per Powell, for this to be Diebler's job. Uh, You'll have senior day at the Schottenstein Center tomorrow. The fan's going to be really ambitious in Sunday programming. Maddie Andrews will join us at the bottom of this hour, 1248, because he's about to hop on a flight to Iowa City. The women's basketball team's going to hand Caitlin Clark another L as she bounces out the door. Busy show. Thank you for joining us. Sports Saturday on the fan.
1: If you miss a live show, you can catch the podcast. If you miss the podcast, our hosts have volunteered to have dinner with you. Ma, the meatloaf. The fa-
9: Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4:55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it?
10: I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point.
9: The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
1: Just because it's the weekend doesn't mean we shut up. This is Fan Sports Saturday.
4: It's really interesting during the break, and it was one of those things that I wish we could provide for you, our fans, is that with the scouting oh. combine on our televisions uh, in the studio? Tybus Powell, who participated in the 2016 version, is going back to exactly what he was doing during certain drills. Like there's the defensive back drill that we were watching where they would run, what, horizontally the down the field and get passes thrown at them in different directions. And uh, while they were throwing passes at you and you were trying to catch them, what exactly was it you were doing? I was saying, mm, getting money, uh, give me money, uh, getting money, uh, give me that. And Give me he, that, and then the, I dropped one, and then it was bad for The me. cadence was almost spot on with the player that was on our television screen catching the balls. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's absolutely, it's to time. It like was 4-4 four four tempo, almost, is what Timus was doing as these balls were being thrown. And there's going to be a lot that we do today about the NFL scouting combine because um, you've taken a social media hiatus Yes. This week. So you were not privy to the Marvin Harrison Jr. scuttlebutt yesterday. No. Okay. We'll get into that a little later because, again, paying off on the T's, doing the good radio thing. The Ohio State men's basketball team has Michigan tomorrow at the Schottenstein Center. This is senior day for the Buckeyes. Mm-hmm. This is another opportunity for that team to create hope, right? To create more buzz from this fan base to do something special now that we are in the month of March. Mm-hmm. Probably not going to make the NCAA tournament, pending Whoa. a deep run through the Big Ten tournament. Whoa, okay. I think if they win these next two games, and they
5: win two games, so in Michigan the, in, tomorrow, and then Rutgers a week from tomorrow
4: at Rutgers.
5: Yeah, I think if they win two games inside that tournament, I think that's good enough to make that's them. a resume. Yeah,
4: if they finish the season with two with if they go win if they win out, they're nineteen and twelve. Yeah. Then they add a win or two in the Big Ten tournament. And get to you 2021. pad that resume. Mm-hmm. You think that puts them on the bubble in. Yeah.
5: It's audacious. I mean, I would think that, one, it, it brings excitement. Yes. The fan base is a, is a big fan base. And two, they just beat, they've been the underdogs for how many weeks? Three months. Yeah. And they've starting to win these games and beat some of these teams. What is March Madness about? Everybody loves the good underdog story. I think that if you put them in competition with a team in that first round of that bracket, I I don't think many people will be like they can't win it. They they showing you got they, they got the talent to do it. They showing you that they winning games, they're becoming more physical, they're being smart with the ball.
4: Did you know Jameson Battle could drive to the lane? Not really. Not the way he did against yeah, Nebraska. <laughs> it was very interesting to watch. Again, the Buckeyes winning that game this past Thursday. Um, I, uh, 78-69 the final. I, had, I, I thought there was, there was that kind of game in him. But through the most part through most of the season it was picking yeah. pick and pop, you know, try to get him open. And you saw with the slump that Ohio State went on in January and in most of February, it was he was just ice cold. Yeah. But then when he was hot, as he was when they were that twelve and two mm. the beginning of the season, there was a lot to do with that. And, you know, before the Nebraska game where Bruce Thornton's out with a migraine, you wonder to yourself, well, it's gonna be a lot on Jameson and Yeah, to your point, the way Jake was, the way Diebler was able to draw up both offensively and defensively for these guys and let them showcase, I mean, Scotty Middleton, Devin Royal, I mean, guys that we had been clamoring to see, I think is a tremendous nod uh, to the Ohio State interim head coach, who I believe he had two games earlier in the season that Chris Holtman had missed because he was sick, so that brings him to five and one with the chance to go 6-1 and one against Michigan tomorrow. And he joined you and Timmy Hall, that dastardly Timmy Hall yesterday on the Buckeye show, talking about the madness that is March and the opportunity that they have in front of them starting tomorrow. Yeah,
11: I said this, you know, even before last game, as long as there's a Big Ten tournament still to be had, we, we got a chance. And I, I love the mindset of, of our group right now And then from the standpoint of, you know, we got, we got a little bit of momentum, anything can happen this time of year. And certainly, we've been able to pick up some some quality wins to, you know, hopefully give us some stuff to talk about here, you know, in the coming uh, week or two. But listen, our focus as a team and program right now is the big time game we have on Sunday. The team up north, the rivalry, it's the the payback for, you know, when we were there, and and you know that that's our focus right now.
4: This is a pathetic Michigan basketball program coming into <laughs> town tomorrow. Yeah, we lost to them. So. This Ohio State team, I, I, I don't know if saying must-wins are are available to them, but if they want to do as you say, make the big dance, mm-hmm. this is a must-win. Yes. I don't know if both of these games are must-wins, because if you do, say, beat Michigan tomorrow, drop the game to Rutgers, but then make that run in the Big Ten tournament, and stack a couple more, what, quad two, quad one wins, mm-hmm. then I think you're putting together a tournament resume that maybe... Maybe gets you in. But at the very least, if an NIT bid is there, you take it. And you try to make a run to Madison Square or to wherever the NIT final for. Like, you could talk me into right now, Ohio State, St. John's, in an NIT final. I'd watch it. Yeah, of course. I'd watch it. I, it's, the, it's the hope that's there for this team that hasn't been in recent years.
0: Could you make an argument that maybe like Ohio State going to the NIT and making a run in the NIT would be a better situation for this basketball team than going to the NCAA tournament and losing in the first round.
4: I think you could make one. This this, bro, this but this program I think is need, about the tournament. You need to make the big dance. Yeah, I, I think if the opportunity there, I, I don't ever want to poo-poo. This is just making. Like- this is just the like what we
5: talked about...
4: Because um, I I, under, I see the argument for it because you give them more games, you get Scotty Middleton, Devin Royal, Bruce Thornton if he were to remain, Jake Diebler more time together. Because at the very least, for me, Jake Diebler's earned the opportunity to remain part of this program so long as he wants it. Will he be the head man? I don't know. They bring in the a new head coach and he wants to keep Diebler. I, I really hope that would be available to him.
5: I think he's earned that, right? I, I agree if he doesn't i mean unless the new guy comes in and it's just his dude which like, this is my guy which right. which happens well, true and,
0: and two, maybe Diebler gets a head coaching job somewhere else after, after this as well possible very possible
4: there's going to be i th- there's going to be two at least two openings once the the the, the se- once the regular season ends ohio state's going to be open michigan's going to be open we'll talk a little bit more about it later in the show but Juwan howard's getting fired and if he doesn't, Ward Manual's even dumber than we thought, and we already don't think much of Michigan's athletic director, Mike Woodson, could also be out the door at, at Indiana. Indiana. I think that's probably
0: just as likely as Howard. So
4: <laughs> there could be opportunities available for Deebler, and he's certainly earned them. Um, and, and I think Ross Bjork certainly, if if hasn't had conversations with Jake, then maybe you want to start picking up on those. I know that Adam Jardy had reported Bjork's begun preliminary conversations. You've got. Uh, Dusty May from FAU. Lamont Paris has been in talks with South Carolina about an extension and a pay bump. So it looks like it's cooled off on his seat there. But from where we were a couple of weeks ago, the future is bright, I believe.
5: I like I think I've seen enough out of the young guys, the two young guys. um, That gives me hope. Yeah. Moving forward for sure. Um, If Bruce is still sticking around, that gives me hope. Did you know Roddy Gale was like Russell Westbrook?
0: I've said that since last year,
5: that he had a similar game to him.
0: I didn't know he had 10 boards. It's just his athletic ability. i I I said said that since last year, that he was kind of a poor man's Russell Westbrook. Yeah, just a high energy, a lot of, yeah.
4: Also, did you, it was Russell Westbrook night last night for the Clippers, and he broke his hand.
5: He bro- wait, it's been wait.
4: a rough week for Los Angeles Clippers. Wait a minute. He had a bobblehead he had night? He a bobblehead night. And he broke his hand? He broke his hand during the game. He tried to dunk on something? I have no idea how he broke it, but... Mm. Hey, Reese, you
0: started this segment. We were talking about Tyvus' pro day. Do you remember this? How do you think you displayed your hands today? Uh- oh,
5: I didn't drop a ball. I started to go out there one-handed because I know oh. people try you know, trying to play me sometimes. So, you know, I just wanted to go out there and catch everything in sight. You know, didn't drop no money today. <laughs> You know, it's funny how some people just never change. (laughs) That's what I think when I hear that. That, That's funny. (laughs) That is hilarious. What a guy. And his time to the core. Drop a ball. I did. Drop no money. Well, the problem was at that, my last year at Ohio State, I dropped, I think I dropped two or three picks in a game. It was bad. Because what people don't realize is that I was playing with a cast on my hands. So,
4: of course, it's going to bounce off my hands. More of the excuses. Unbelievable. You try to catch with a cast, though. Well, I'm not participating. Did, I'm showing off my athleticism for NFL talent evaluators.
0: Did you drop them, or did you just overrun them and they hit behind you? What's wrong with you? Asking you. What's
5: I don't know. Answer here?
12: the question. No, I'm not about Why to, won't you answer these I'm questions? Not, I'm not, You'll never make it in the NFL. You know what it
5: is? I'm 30 now.
9: Welcome.
5: Welcome, brother. <laughs> I'm 30 now, Ryan. I'm not going to stoop. To your twenty year question, your twenty year old <laughs> questions, you know what happened.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just asking, because so, I've seen that happen before. So, so uh,
5: Aaron Judge never overran a ball.
0: I mean, I'm sure he did. Okay, I'm just saying, it
5: happens to the best of us. Yes. Titus Power and Judge. Muhammad, Muhammad, I, Muhammad exactly Ali said that even the greatest gotta suffer I mean, sometimes.
0: Aaron Judge is just a little taller than you. Right? It, a couple inches. A
5: we we probably hit the same, though, you know, when it comes to like hitting home runs, we probably get hit at the same When you
0: catch it, it goes as far? Yeah. I believe
4: that. Mm. Speaking of the greatest, the Ohio State women's basketball team has a chance to send the GOAT out with an L. That's next. Sports Saturday on the fan.
1: Your morning just got beefier. Morning Juice with Beamer, Bobby, and Shark. Weekdays from 6 to 9. The Fan, Ohio Sports Destin. Instead of annoying national people talking to you this weekend, we've opted opted for annoying annoying local people. people. This is Fan Sports Saturday.
4: For as much as I think I've poo-pooed the NFL scouting combine, (laughs) it is entertaining as hell to watch some of these guys perform on the field. Like when they do the throwing drills and... When they're just showing off their insane athleticism, like we, I know it's a replay, but we watching Cade Stover run a 40. Why did you? It's just a massive human being. Why did you
5: poo poo it?
4: I, I think it's a waste of everybody's time. I don't disagree
5: with that, but
4: I, I think don't know, wait, can, wait, wait, thats Hold on. Wait, let, me, let, me, let sure. me clear that
8: up.
5: It's not a waste of everybody's time. The combine is not meant for the top. Athletes, right? The first round picks. I. That's not what the you. You you don't need to do nothing. It's for the guys that's maybe third, fourth, looking like maybe that could be undrafted. Like those are the guys that benefits. One of those guys that's in the Mac school that's doing really well in the Mac, but do we think he's going to translate to the thing? I don't know. Let's see him do some drills and see what he looks like there, and we'll be able to evaluate if we feel like he can do this against better competition so i think the combine is for that but if you are like a caleb williams marvin harrison no yeah for Wait, what? absolute
4: for nonsense what? why would that,
5: i need to do any of that because the game is played with pads on you yeah. got
4: all my tape to watch that patrick mahomes ran a 4 Did he? i run don't a i don't care i do not again they have his he asked earlier this week i know you were taking your social media hiatus but i missed everything mahomes week, asked boy. the nfl network stop running his overlay <laughs> Because at forty years old, Michael Vick ran like a four seven forty. I mean,
0: that's, that's Tom point. Brady this week ran faster than he did. It's, at the combine twenty some years ago. To me,
4: it's really stupid. Did it, it really? Yes. We'd had uh, Steve Hellwagon that, on yesterday. That
0: must
5: have been on social media this week that I missed.
4: So Tom Brady's company, Noble, they're the uh, apparel sponsor for the scouting combine. Really? Yeah. Tom Brady pulled that off? Well, Tom Brady... So, Noble was it last year before Tom Brady was, I think, a part owner. Now he is a part owner and involved with this. Smart man. Like, Tom Brady's putting his money everywhere.
5: Tom Brady is... A, he. He's smart.
4: Very. Um. I mean, he's a Michigan man. Of course, the leader's in the best. <laughs> oh, no. Don't do that.
5: I forget That's what... That's the was, one oh,
4: knock on him. That he's a Michigan man? Yeah.
5: Well... Me, hey, you know, Charles Woodson, like, my second favorite DB, and he's... That he but well, he's a from, Michigan man. Is he from Cleveland?
4: Yes. Okay. So, so he, Desmond Howard's from Northeast Ohio.
0: No, uh Charles Woodson's actually Toledo. kind of in the Toledo area. Fremont Ross is where he went to high school, I believe. I thought that was in Cleveland. Desmond, you're right, Villa Angela St. Joseph. Uh. Hey, Typhus, do you remember hey, your hey, numbers down. Down. from the combine? What you asking me. What, like all that stuff.
5: Did you do I ran a four four six, I hit the bench fifteen times. I did uh broad jump was ten inches. Uh, my vertical was 34 and a half. My pro shuttle was four two four, and my three cone was seven oh three. I think.
0: So you were gotta memorize by heart something. What like was that. the forty time again? Four four six. Oh, you were way faster than Josh Proctor. Then. Rolling,
4: rolling, rolling. I was gonna say the combine. On a river. Helpful <laughs> for guys like Steel Chambers.
5: Rolling. Hopeful rolling. for guys
4: like Tommy Eichenberg. <laughs> Hopeful for guys like Cade Stover. Rolling. Listen, when I ran You that, were rolling. You, did I tell you Are the you story? Are you rolling now?
5: I tell you the story about when I ran there 404 or something? No.
4: Would you like to tell it now?
5: You want to hear it? I, you have the opportunity. So this is what happened. Listen. Everybody in the car. Listen, though. This is what happened. But also
4: focus on the road.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: so. Pull over to the side of the road. <laughs> time is a story to tell. So obviously you know you think about the 40-yard dash that's like since i've been a kid that's all out of like everybody was 40 to 40 to 40 so growing up when you get like in the high school you really start getting into it you realize how significant the 40 is You I mean me growing up i watch guys like darius hayward bay go from nobody to a first round pick for running a four two or four mm-hmm. three or something like that so i'm like this is serious like you could this is like 40 million dollars on the line right here so all throughout training Right, I'm training at XO's in Pensacola. I never ran a four four. I ran like four six, four five high. And they were like, so the last time we did the training session, it was like maybe a week out. And he said, Whatever time you run, take point two off of it. And that's what you are probably gonna run at the thing. I like, okay, I ran a four six. He's like, You probably gonna run a four four. It's like you're yeah, right. So <laughs> I watch all the people that I train with do the forty yard dash. No, they are all right. You know, everybody's kind of four, three, four, four. We have some 4 They're all right, here. Okay. <laughs> they are all right, because they all wanted to run 4-3. Everybody was right. like, I'm trying to run 4-3. And they was running 4-4, four, 4-5. Four, four, so, I remember this kid, Chris Moore. Chris Moore went to Cincinnati. He's still playing in the NFL. I can't remember who he played for, though. He ran a four, four, nine or something like that. And they was like, Typhus, you and Chris is about the same. So, if he ran a 4-4, four, four, you should run a 4-4. Four, four. said, okay, cool. So... They was like when you at the combine you don't have it's not like it's a clock or a TV you can look and see you can't time. see it. Yeah, you don't know nothing. You just run and you don't know nothing. So, I told the people to text me by time. So I ran it, boom, right? I'm walk I'm jogging, I'm walking back to my bag to go to my phone. And I remember Eli and Vine is there, but they're in the other DB group, but they're not participating. So they're looking at the phone, like looking at the TV on their phone. They like, okay, they like type. So when did they clock you on their they phone? They like type. No, they like got the actual NFL Network time. They like type. You know, you just ran a four four seven. I said
8: what?
5: Like, cause I felt like I felt like I stumbled. I'm like I slipped. Like I, I didn't. I probably ran like a four five, high four six. It's like, no, you ran a four four seven. I got to their phone. I seen that. I said, I really wanted to just quit, right? I was about now. to say, like at that point, <laughs> like, right, I
4: just want to quit. Thanks, Cindy. I'm done with that. Chris Moore uh, on the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, but it was uh, still.
5: Yeah, I ran that four four six, man, and that was like, man, it was like I did it.
4: Like <laughs> all that
5: training, all I did, that, I did it. I, I got guys, the time that I wanted to
4: run. So it was a good feeling. It's kinda how I felt about like the about Marvin Harrison yesterday. So he doesn't show for his eight twenty media meeting, and Chris Carter tweets that he's getting a body scan. And it felt like to wait, me... Wait, wait. The Chris Carter? The gold jacket. Like... Former Buckeye. Number, number two. Number two, uh-huh.
5: two for the Buckeye.
4: Uh-huh. Okay. That Chris Carter, who I think is part of... It looks like he's part of his entourage, because he also uh, tweeted a photo of him and the route man. A couple of Buckeyes hanging in Indianapolis, talking ball. He's finished all his medical work and interviews. Nine teams the last two days have talked with him. Okay. Feels like, for the route man, yeah, you're not meeting with a ton, because... I ain't gonna be there. And it's very similar to what Dion. Like. I'm, I'm not. Who are you? We'll pick you guys. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna be there. will be around for Marv. And we were supposed to do a Caitlin Clark conversation, but we picked another goat. Um, he doesn't need to do any of this. Like he can show up, and, but what? So people were making a big deal Ooh. about him not showing for his interview session. I mean, he could. Like, why do you not show he up for He could have did that, but. And he's getting a body scan. And I kind of took it as a, okay, he's dictating his time in this.
8: Mm-hmm.
4: He's giving them his time. He didn't, again, doesn't need this. Can show up. And uh, when again, we had Steve Hellwagon on. He pushed back with, well, this is his chance to meet with teams. And I, I feel like that's fine. But also the pandemic showed us that you can meet with anybody anywhere on the planet at any time.
5: I think like you uh, gotta
4: you gotta sit in you gotta sit the guy in a room to do exactly what.
5: Okay, so this that is, that, a,
4: that an actual like video conference couldn't do.
5: So let's pull the curtain back a little bit. Sure. Since I was able to experience this, so the first night you go, you get to Indianapolis, you check in, you meet with like thirty two teams, but obviously it's not the general manager. He's not doing that. Yeah, it's not that. It's you meet with like scouts and runners and stuff like that, and they kind of get your information and jot down stuff about you. But you have formal meetings, and it's
4: like day. You like two. formal and informal. There's like a differentiator. Yeah,
5: yeah, it's like formal. You meet with the coach, the GM, the president, like, and you go in the room and cut
4: you in your position. Some coach. coaches don't even go to the combine anymore.
5: Right. That's the formal. If if he skipped, those are the ones that a lot of people go to. Some people dress up in suits. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. I did. Mine was with the Denver Broncos, actually, and I walked in, and the first thing I said to John Elway was, "You hurt me bad, man. You had to do that drive against the Browns, didn't you? You just had to be
4: great." Dennis could have fumbled, you know, not
12: fumbled.
5: Eh, whatever. <laughs> that would have helped that out a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Whatever. But that was it. Was a good time. Um, you know, they just go over your film. They ask you questions about you know, you know, your career, mm-hmm. what you want to do in the NFL. Blah 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 blah. It was just a good conversation. So. If those, I, I mean, I feel like anybody could do those. Is it important to go to? Not if you Marv. What they, are what they going to do? Not draft Marvin Harrison because he skipped our meeting? Like, no.
4: <laughs> it's, a, it's a silly thing, but we're going to go from one goat to another. Matty Andrews, before he hops on a plane to Iowa City, will join us next It's Sports Saturday on The Fan.
1: If you consider yourself a Buckeye fan, you've come to the right place.
4: This is your heritage sports talker and home of Ohio State Athletics,
1: The Fan. Ohio's sports destination. <laughs> Sports Talk, weekend style.
4: You're listening to Fan Sports Saturday. Like I said, a busy day on the fan tomorrow. You're going to have the second-ranked Ohio State women's basketball team taking on number 6 Iowa. That game's in Iowa City. Season finale for both. Likely the regular season finale for caitlin clark who's declared for the wnba but the game will tip at one o'clock we'll have pregame coverage again right here on these very airwaves at twelve forty-five. and the man that's going to be running that is our guest now maddie andrews courtesy of the bryant heating and cooling systems fan guest hotline maddie thanks for the time today so for the buckeyes wrapped up the regular season big 10 championship what's the strategy like for them tomorrow considering they've got the big 10 tournament likely next friday their
13: opening game <laughs> they're all in boys I mean I walk into practice today and I couldn't hear myself think they're blaring crowd noise they, they look they've won the regular season as you mentioned Eric outright Iowa can finish no better than second but Ohio State's going there to win the game they want to back up what they've done here it was a great eight point game in overtime but the, the strategy is to go win that game um, there's no question and again I'm told now for two days in a row they've they, it's almost unbearable in there. I'm in a hallway right now. I've got the locker room. I'm sorry. I've got the women's practice facility. I've got the weight room with music blaring in there. And to my right, the men are practicing for their game tomorrow against up north. So, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty intense right now, but they're going to win tomorrow. Maybe they won't. 15-game winning streak. Maybe it will be too much, senior day, all that. But their mindset is we're going there to, to get a victory.
5: Matty, when you've seen them play the first time or earlier this season, what did they do so well that allowed them to win this game that you think they must do again to win tomorrow?
13: Well, I think they – obviously, Kaylin Clark scored 45 times. Yeah. So she was great. Yes. She was great. Now, at that point, she since has scored 45-plus, and they won. But at that point, they were 0-3 when she went for 45-plus. They did a great job on the supporting cast. Ohio State rebounded the ball very well. They out-rebounded Iowa, uh, let's see, by four. And Tony McMahon had a career game of 33. Taylor Theory did not have a great night. She had six points, foul trouble. So I think she can be a a pivotal point tomorrow, but still something something to me. It's going to be really tough. Playing at home is a whole different world for these teams in college basketball. And that's going to be the main main challenge tomorrow against a team certainly that's going to be focused with what's going on with their senior class. All right. So, Matt, you were talking about how the players
4: and the coaching staffs preparing for all the noise, but you're going to be down in the thick of it as well. Like, this is reportedly the toughest, most expensive ticket in women's basketball history between Ohio State and Iowa. What are you doing to try to get, like, your head into this, where you're going to have to be calling a game, focused on everything, with all the pop and circumstance around you guys tomorrow?
13: There's still 10 players on the floor, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to sit at the spot that they've got us and call the game. It'll be a great atmosphere. I'm, I'm not, I'm not disputing that, but uh, it, it's it's really no different, honestly. I mean, again, she's a great player. It's going to be a historic moment, but let's let's worry about the Buckeyes tomorrow. That's my mindset.
5: When you look at this Ohio State team and how well they've been playing, how deep or can you think? How deep of a run do you think they'll make? You know, once the tournament opens.
13: Well, I think it's a better team than last year. They made it to the regional finals. So, Tyvus, I think, uh, and and as you know, it'll a lot depend on the draw they get. Um, Obviously, being at home the first two games will be very important. If they're in an Albany region, that would be closer, certainly than going across the country, three time zones to Seattle. So that would be beneficial. As of now, they're the number two overall national seed. So they'd be getting a one seed. Uh, they're also in a situation where I think, based on the draw that's projected, and they give you the top four in each region as of now, certainly can change in the next two weeks, three weeks, so the uh, the actual tournament starts. But I'd be shocked if this team's not playing for a regional finals to go to the final four again, again, considering last year. But let's not be silly. I mean, this is March; anything goes. You can go in there as an underdog overachieve. You can go over there as a favorite. They did it a couple of years ago, Kelsey Mitchell Sr. and got beat the second game. So you're you're certainly vulnerable, win or lose, to be better or less than desirable to what you want. Um, But I'd be shocked if this team's not playing in the regional final again, and we'll take our chances at this point. But they certainly have earned their recognition at this point, the number two national-ranked team in the country. There's not many people right now questioning and a lot of folks picking them to be a Final Four participant.
4: Maddie Andrews, our guest. You'll hear him on the call of number 2 Ohio State, number 6 Iowa. That game's in Iowa City tomorrow at 1 o'clock. We'll have pregame coverage right here on the fan at 1245. For this team, for J.C. Sheldon, really, in her senior season with this club, what she meant to this team from a, from a regular season standpoint, and then how will they lean on her both tomorrow and then for the Big Ten tournament and then for, like you were saying, an NCAA tournament one run where they're probably a number one seed?
13: Well, she's been the heart and soul. Well, I think we knew that going into the year, and she certainly has backed it up. Look, they've got some other great seniors. Obviously, Ricky Harris comes off the bench, knows her role, does it well. Rebecca Mikalashikova, has had a a senior year to not forget because she's she's been kind of an X factor when she participates. But but JC guides the ship, and if if you did not see it, check out the Twitter of of her and her sister's story. Adam King did a great job with Channel Ten on that aired a couple of nights ago. But JC means a lot to this team, certainly. And having her healthy this year. Has been a whole different a whole different deal for this team. And, and she, it's the question earlier uh, in the season was, do, do you think they're going to start resting J.C. a little bit? That's an emphatic no. Like they want her out there. She wants to be out there. If she's healthy, and she, by all according sources is, she's going to play. And she's she's a key factor in how long this run can go, and if this team can can travel 120 miles north to Cleveland for a Final Four opportunity. So we'll see stand by, but she's she's a huge part, obviously
4: and so like you were saying, you know as we brought you on that this plan is to go out and beat Iowa is there for Kevin McGuff, I'm sure these guys are sick of hearing about the Caitlin Clark and and all that pomp and circumstance surrounding it. How could they not be? but is there any sense that as this game goes on that there's going to be a minute's restriction keeping them healthy for Friday or as you said before like this is go and play a full a full game forty minutes.
13: If there's a plan, I've not heard it. So the the, the feeling is that they'll be out there and, and doing what they Obviously, now you'd be shocked if I say got blown out, and that might change what they, they're they trying to do as that game goes. But my question then would be, Eric, if we're going to pull them early Sunday, and I don't think it's going to happen, then why do we play three games possibly in three days the next weekend going into the only tournament that matters? So that would be the other part of that. So I, I, I don't think so. Um, but, hey, you got the ring. You got the trophy, yep. as Chris Sabo said back in 1990. Uh, you know, Show me the money or whatever it was he said. <laughs> There's more to it um, beyond what Ohio State has done at this point and what will happen Sunday. And that's the important part. And what will happen next week, that's the important part to remember here. Like, this team, I believe, is still incredibly focused and too veteran of a leadership team to go out there and have something – I'm not saying they can't lose the game, but having something disrupt them and and, and scaling back and, and worried about health and leadership at this point, I think they're much more mature
4: than that. The opportunity in front of them. Certainly incredible, Maddie. The opportunity in front of you for the next couple of weeks certainly to be uh, a run that none of us will ever forget. Safe travels to Iowa City. Thank you for the time today. Look forward to hearing you not only tomorrow right here on The Fan, but as the Big Ten tournament gets underway, and I guess then when the madness continues late into March.
13: Thanks, fellas. Always enjoy it. TP, take care back there. And it's good to talk to you. We'll see you. See you you as well again.
4: Safe travels there, safe travels back. That is Maddie Andrews, courtesy of the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Buckeyes, Hawkeyes, tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Big game. This is a hell of a way to start a March. Big (laughs) game. Sister Jean. Sister Jean looms in the month of March. We'll discuss that next. It's Sports Saturday on the fan. Chops his serial killer eyes. And
1: research can grow a full beard before lunch. What can your friends do? Bishop and Friends.
9: Weekday mornings at 9. Fa- Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it?
10: I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point.
9: The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
1: During weekend programming, pants are optional.
8: Look at my butt!
1: However, leather chairs may have been a bad choice. You're listening to Fan Sports Saturday.
4: March started off pretty well. For a handful of teams yesterday. In the NBA, of course, the Cleveland Cavaliers, my favorite NBA team. Huh. Tyvis's favorite NBA team, the Milwaukee Bucks Whoa. also won Whoa. a basketball game, which is fine or whatever. Stop
5: putting that false narrative out there. What do you mean? Favorite, my favorite basketball team is the Cleveland Cavaliers.
4: Giannis doesn't
5: play yeah, for Giannis? Giannis
4: plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. That's, or... that's my favorite player. Uh huh. I don't understand. Why under- isn't those... your favorite player Evan Mobley? Who had twenty two and seventeen last night? Because or it, Darius Garland, who had thir- uh, twenty nine, was eight to twelve.
0: That's my second favorite. Believe. Now that the Cavs are ahead in the standings, they're your favorite. They're
4: not ahead the anymore. Cavs always been my. If they ever both be, squads are now tied for second in the East. Hmm. They're eight back of the Celtics because we dropped that game to Chicago. It was brutal. The Bucks beat <laughs> the Bulls last night. The thing about this week with the Cleveland Cavaliers because you got Max Struess earlier against the. Uh, Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks, and then the next night, yeah, it's the second of a back to back. But the it days. was Andre Drummond dominated you on the board. they should have won the game. Gave you flashbacks to the next series, did it not? Yes. And you don't want to freak out too much again because it's the second in a back to back coming right out of the All Star break. It, it, They're still the, one of the hottest teams in the East, but but this is the thing.
5: I said the same thing. I said second on the back-to-back. Did you know that was Chicago second on the back-to-back, too?
4: See, the excuses kind of start to fall apart there a little yeah. bit. Right. But uh, the Bucks beat the Bulls, won to 97 last night. Again, Giannis had 46. He's he the did. fifth player in NBA history to record 45 or more points, 15 or more rebounds, and five assists on 70% shooting. And he joins four other greats in the NBA. well Chamberlain, who did it three times. Pretty incredible. Bob McAdoo, Walt Bellamy, and Joel Embiid you <laughs> It's
5: good company. But everybody tells me he ain't the GOAT. I I tell you. He's one of the greatest players of all time.
4: It's a very difficult line to walk there when you're talking about GOATs. I'm just saying. And the the same conversation can be had, I think, about Caitlin Clark where tomorrow she's going to beat Pete Maravich's all-time NCAA scoring record. But you've got people that are coming out of the woodwork saying, well, yeah, Pistol Pete did it in the 70s or he did it in the late 60s and 1970 was his final year at LSU. There wasn't a three-point line and he only did it in three seasons. It's incredible. These are both Incredible. Who cares? Appreciate it. Who cares? Same thing with Giannis. Appreciate it. He's incredible. Whoa! He's not the greatest player of all time. Whoa! You know what? You know what? Rings. (laughs) And about
5: r-i-n-g rings. And about five years, you gonna be like, you know what? The face of the NBA is Giannis. He's just really good. And I'm been moved on. Like, oh yeah, I remember I used to say that. Jokic. Jokic is the (laughs) face of
4: the NBA. I'm just trying to get under your skin. Rings. No, no. Divis Powell. Also a good Friday night was Sister Jean, the 104-year-old Shucking along. manager of the Loyola Chicago Ramblers. They scared me. She's not that. You can call her kind of a mascot, quasi-mascot. She's a super fan. Mm-hmm. She was with them in, what, 2018 when they made the run. The
5: Lord's team. To and, the Final Four. And, and busted everybody's bracket. Crushed
4: everybody's bracket. Well, Loyola beat... 21, 21st ranked Dayton last night, 77 to 72. Loyal is a half game back of Richmond in the A 10. They dropped the Flyers to a game and a half back in the A 10. So that tournament's next week in Brooklyn. It's tournament time, baby. All right, like, The it. madness. You saying it, lay, No, but it was just fun to watch Dayton lose last night. A little bit of Schadenfreude. Are you still, throughout the season, are you still you've there? heard Flyers fans, because I think they were up in the uh, low teens, was as high as Dayton got. And then at number twenty one, still again, they're twenty two and six. They're tremendous. Are you still mad at
5: them for beating Ohio State in the first round?
4: No, mad at Ohio State for losing in the first <laughs> round. That's where that like I am not mad at Oral Roberts. I am mad at Ohio State. Damn, I mean, <laughs> That's a,
14: man,
4: I'm not shit. mad at Ohio State for when shame. teams. I am not mad at teams for beating teams that I am a fan of. I am mad at the team that I am a fan of.
5: Didn't the year we lost, we lose to Dayton? Wasn't that I think Duke lost? Like. They had Jabari Parker that year, right?
4: It sounds right. And they ended I'd up, have to go look. Yeah. I don't have the kind of photogenic March Madness memory it that was, Timmy Hall would have.
5: Is this the madness, man?
4: This is
0: Do I even why bother filling out a bracket?
4: Cause it's fun.
0: It's part of the experience. Because if you win, it's all worth it. Have you won? I did one year. It was a year that uh, I believe I had Kentucky and they won it all, and West Virginia was a two seed and made a run to the Final Four, and I had them there. I won my one bracket and finished second in another, and that's the best I've ever done. So, out of curiosity, if you, you're filling out one this year, right? Well, sure, I always do one.
4: We'll have a contest for the fans. Well, yeah, we're going to have one here. Who do
5: you think is
4: going to win it all?
0: I, as of right now, am backing Houston. I kind of
4: like Houston. Okay. Is that where you are? That's not where I am. Is it, is it the Big Ten going to win one? No. God, no. Like Purdue? Are you kidding me? Have you seen them in March, <laughs> sir? Well, no, I, I, I don't have, think sir, Purdue if, makes it to the Sweet 16. Sir, have you seen Purdue?
5: Fairly Dickinson's there. in it. I'm going with Fairly Dickinson. It's
4: a fairly safe pick to go with a team that nobody's really heard of to make noise in March.
5: They did it last year.
4: Uh-huh. There's always going to be the, one of those teams, right? There's no dominant team. No. But that's the fun of this, right? I mean, yeah, but... When would, have you ever won a pool? No.
5: Why has Cardio calling me?
4: I don't know, but don't pick it up because you're on the air right now. Yeah, I'm not. Like, why? I mean, I guess you could pick it up. And like, Tell him to call the station. Have the conversation. Put him on air. <laughs> Tell him to call. <laughs> he wants to talk. He's got to go through the proper channels. No, I like Kansas and UConn. I'm you trying mean, to pick. Did UConn win it all last year? Yes.
5: You think they're going back to back again? I think
4: there's a good chance. If you're asking, right now, yeah. I'm between them. I
0: yeah. think Kansas is my number two yeah. right now.
4: Y'all are wrong. They're
0: actually playing Baylor right now. Big game. I'm you going, got
4: Houston? I'm going with North Carolina. You just said Houston. He said Houston. I said, oh, you I said, said, I said Houston. Kansas, my number two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: I said Houston, number
4: one. North Carolina's, I mean, again, you could pick any, flip a coin at this point. That's how you just pick your bracket.
0: Yeah. I saw something, I think it was because of that Fairly Dickinson thing last year. These guys said if you bet $100 on the underdog all the way through the tournament, you're not going to win a majority of your games, but you're going to win a lot of money because the underdogs that do win will get you a lot of money. It was kind of a pretty cool thing. $100? A game on the underdog.
5: <laughs> Talk me out of it. <laughs> now I'm at $10. <laughs> I'd never bet more than ten dollars. I'm gonna take that
4: now. The uh, the chances of a Big Ten team making a deep run in March are are not high. Purdue like they'll send they'll they'll what send four five five teams. Purdue will likely Illinois. make the tournament. Probably talk me into Wisconsin. <laughs> Nebraska's bubble. They're sitting on the bubble. They're floating on it. I don't know hey, if it necessarily got,
5: pops for them. We only got two teams in the top 25 for doing it. Right, otherwise.
4: so, yeah, maybe four, maybe. But, boy, they've just underwhelmed so much in March. Again, for the, the basketball Buckeyes, I think that's where our attention's going to be for this run. Blake Korn, 4-5-3. Oh, this is live.
5: Yeah, it's the running backs
4: today. That's better than I thought
5: he'd run. Huh? That's about where I thought
0: he'd run, 4-5. Four, five, three.
5: The
4: best RB time right now is Trey Benson or the four, three, nine.
0: This is Florida State.
5: Right? Ooh, Trey Benson. Right.
4: The next, Austin
5: Estimate is the name that I, I got to see what He-Run. If He-Run, well,
4: he shows up, we will let you know. He's pages. probably, he might have run. Oh, he's in two. two you got I can on see deck. You have yeah. better eyesight than I do. You can't see that. Oh, now I can't. I got to squint.
0: Reese is squinting like an
4: yeah, old man over I there. I am an old man. I'll be 34 in July. This oh, is tremendous you, radio. You baby. This is tremendous radio, by the way. <laughs> People
5: want to know what Blake Corum... He's, they I can mean, he's, look it up! He's going to the Chargers Why anyway. Why do we care
4: what Blake Corum does? He's going to the Chargers anyway. <laughs> well, they're getting rid of what, Eckler. Although quorum can't. Trading
0: trading Herbert and picking McCarthy with the number five
4: pick. Why pay a running back when you can get one on a rookie deal? That's a very good point. As you see them continually get devalued.
0: I heard Jim wants Saquon. That's what I heard.
8: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'll be interested
5: to
8: see
4: where he ends up, actually. Saquon. It won't be with the G-men? I don't think he wants to go there. Does he want to stay in New York? Why would you? I don't know. At some point, you want to win. That's a good point. You're like, not doing it in New York uh, really. with either team. Yeah. Spring football is upon us. That's next. Sports Saturday on The Fan.
1: Unlike your deadbeat
4: uncle, we'll never leave you stranded
1: in a ditch when you were six. This promo may have been a touch too specific. The f- Live, local, and still slightly drunk. I'm, I'm not
7: drunk, all right? I just have a speech impediment.
1: This is Fan Sports Saturday.
4: What Blake Corum just run? four five three, And who was the guy you were looking for? Austin Estimate. How'd he do? four seven two. NFL scouting combine rolls along, or runs along, I should say, out in Indianapolis. Uh, Mayan Williams is one of eight Ohio State players uh, who was there, but he had knee surgery, so he didn't do anything other than talk with the media. Mm-hmm. Um, he could bench press. He could bench press. I think he might have done some other stuff, but... I think the most important thing for him for Marvin was just to get there and meet with teams because they put an emphasis on sitting you down and asking you dumb questions. I think
5: it, I think it could have paid him dividends if he was healthy. It, he's a guy that yes. could he could raise his could stock. Have because, risen, yeah, because he dealt with a lot of injuries. You know, he was splitting time, so they probably would have been able to see if he had the speed. Could he handle being an every down back? You know, things like that. So I think he was a guy that could have benefited from. The combine actually.
4: So eight Buckeyes represented this year. Next year, likely several more. Next year, a larger Ohio State contingent in Indianapolis. Twelve or fourteen? I think we had fourteen. Miami. Could meet or exceed that? Might meet it. Like that's that feels like the standard that your class set in Ohio State representation. But I think that at, was the largest, right? I think was the biggest. Largest from Ohio State, yeah. yes we're going to get a good look at how this Ohio State team's going to look in about 42 days. That's the spring game Saturday April 13th if i'm doing a, a real quick math 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 tremendous radio 15 spring practices starting on March 5th. So
5: it's always 15.
4: Is it? Yeah. Okay. Today it I learned is, something. It's
5: 14 15th at the spring game.
4: The fifth, oh, okay, so you, that's right. 14 practices, and then the final one being. Okay. And then one of them will be a scrimmage that they do at the shoe before the spring game. The first time fans will be able to see how this thing looks. I'm
5: a fan, and I could go to the scrimmage
4: before. You're a different sort of fan. I wouldn't lump you in with fans buying tickets. Like, there was that line you talked about outside the Woody Hayes Athletic Center today to get in for the tour. <laughs> you did not wait in that line. Well... You skipped ahead, so because you're a jerk. No. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, the 1870s society mm-hmm. was putting on this event, uh-huh. and me being a any partner empo- employee. Oh, okay, you will use that's your word. Employee of the 1870, like I had to, I had to be. I had to be in. You were a VIP. You're a VIP person. Wouldn't call it a VIP. It okay. was, it, my job was inside of the building. So. But so
4: you walked past all the bums that were sitting there having to wait in line. I wouldn't call them bums. Got, your, got yourself <sighs> top of the list. Oh, yes, sir, Mr. Powell.
5: No, I actually didn't even do we that. We
4: take you around on a golf cart, Mr. Powell.
5: No, I just walked in and he was like, hi. And I was
4: like, hi. And I just kept walking. That's it? Yeah. you don't just say hi to people. Like, it isn't just a hi, hi thing. It was like, hi, you're, hi. you're coming in Go hey,
5: buddy. Yeah.
4: <laughs> How you doing?
5: I did do that. I walked oh, and sure. then I walked around. Once everybody got in the building, I walked around and greeted and talked and signed pictures, signed autographs, took pictures. So talking. fans getting
4: a good chance to see kind of the inner workings of the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. Yes, nice they're going one. to see how this team comes together mm-hmm. in 42 days for that spring game. And this Ohio State offense is somewhat similar, but also going to be pretty different. From a lot of a lot of senses. You're not going to have the route man. You're going to have a quarterback who's going to factor into a run game. You're going to have a running back 1A, 1B better than any in the country. Likely a deeper running back room mm-hmm. with just the two guys than anybody else has. Like a better 1-2 punch I don't think exists in the country than Travion Henderson and I mean, Quinshawn Judkins. You might could
5: go one-two-three if you put Dallin Hayden in the equation.
4: I'd hear that argument, but you've got... Two guys with football Mensa minds, yeah. Ryan Day and with Chip Kelly, and how that's going to mesh together, both bringing in stuff that they want to do, both understanding how each other wants to work with things. This is going to be the Ryan Day offense featuring Chip Kelly. I, don't, chi- think, I don't know. What would you say? How, I, how would you marquee the Ohio State offense then? I would
5: say Chip Kelly's coming here to fix the running game. I think that's what, what this is all about. Okay. I think that the passing attack has always been great. Um, I think having Chip Kelly there, he's the, he's going to be the quarterbacks coach as well, right? Chip Kelly?
8: Yeah.
4: I don't believe
5: oh, there's a title there added to uh, it.
4: So no. So who's the quarterback?
8: you would
5: know
4: better than I would. Oh,
5: so if that's the case, because there are Corey no Dennis, t- that Cor-
4: title hasn't been given. Corey Dennis is now at Ole Miss. So if if I I
5: got like I said when I went on my rant and everybody hated me. When I say I said he should get
4: back into the quarterbacks room because you say Ryan Day should get back into the quarterbacks yeah. room because if the because conventional if, wisdom would would put that the case right if you haven't hired a quarterbacks
5: coach like Ryan and, Day. and on top of that this your your job is riding on this season mm-hmm. you you are a quarterback whisperer slash guru. I would think you would get back
4: in that room to make sure that they are uh, up to speed. That, that just me. though. No. And in Chip Kelly's time with UCLA, you know they had Dorian Thompson Robinson for what was it four years? He was a starter for three, maybe
5: four, four year. Yeah, DTR
4: it wasn't a whole lot of development around that. DTR was a really good quarterback, and, and he progressed. But then everybody they, else in that room, they
5: had the Johns and the Joes, right?
4: At Ohio does, State,
5: you don't have that problem.
4: Does so right? You got, you're going to have that kind of talent to work with. It would probably factor. Chip's doing the offense. Chip's doing the game plan. Chip will be in the booth four games. Ryan Day will be developing the quarterbacks because yes. you saw in the Cotton Bowl, the guys behind the starting quarterback at Ohio State were not up to snuff.
5: Well, that's not fair. Okay. One guy correct hurt. me then. One guy hurt. No, yes. everyone on the one offensive line just didn't play well. I I don't know what. Um, they they didn't look prepared to me.
4: The quarterbacks, the entire offense, but also, I don't the,
5: di- but also the quarterbacks. I don't disagree with that. The offense just, the, it, but the offensive line was something that was up and down all season, and that game they were tremendously down. Yes, so it's very down. Yeah, it was hard. It muddied up any quarterback play because it's like as soon as you said go, it was like get rid of the ball.
4: So that can't and likely won't happen again or at least it better
15: not or at least this oh, you year better not.
4: Uh, ryan day was on with morning juice yesterday and he did talk about reuniting with his former i guess you're never a former mentor but he reunited with his mentor chip kelly
11: very um you know unique situation uh, for us to get back together like this and um, you know first off like you said i played for him i've worked for him he's been a good friend uh, but we and we've always stayed in touch so so he knows what ohio state is you know he's not coming in blindly but I, but i think the thing that's been exciting so far is just sitting down as an offensive staff and and talking through the things that he's done the thing that we've done here the last um you know six seven eight years uh, the different quarterbacks that we've had the challenges that we have um you know the big teams and the big games that are coming ahead you know the, the change in the the playoff system next year and how long that's going to be. It's going to be more like an NFL season. How does that all play into next year? And then just great schematic conversations. And that will evolve. Um, You know, we really focus in the spring on developing the individual player. Uh, Now the schemes have to get, you know, introduced and and guys have to understand how they fit into the schemes. But more importantly, we want to get guys better fundamentally, technically. Uh, And then as we head into the summer, that's really where we start to bring in, you know, the schematics and the team of it all. Uh, but that being said, so far it has been great conversation. You know, I think our offensive staff is excited to have you know a new voice in there and new perspective. So um, you know, it's going to be you know exciting to wake up every morning and go to work knowing that you know it, it's going to be um, you know I, I think the offense will have a lot of similarities, but there'll be also a bunch of new things.
4: It's one of those things, and again, to th- these are members of football Mensa, Ryan mm-hmm. Day and Chip Kelly in terms of how you do offense, and this is one of those on paper discussions where it looks. And it feels like this is, this is going to be awesome. You're going to have to obviously see when they hit the field. You're not really going to get a true test until you go back to Chip Kelly's stomping grounds at Oregon. Because you're going to boat race Akron. You're going to boat race the dreck of the <laughs> Mid-American Conference through that first month of the season. You're likely going to have a, a, a little bit of a test against Iowa the week before, but not truly. You're no. going to get to see this uh, work.
5: Iowa's defense always is going to be good, so that's going to be a really good test because they're a disciplined thing. So you'll find out, is the run game fixed? Is this offensive line good? Secondary-wise, they put Cooper DeJean's going to go in the first round. Yeah, and probably. They, and then they put what Riley Moss, I think was his name. He was a really good player mm-hmm. for them uh, a couple years ago. So they always do keep some good secondary players. Going to test your wide receivers out. I think that would be... Actually, a really good test. Where's the game play, you know? Ohio Stadium. Okay, that's That's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right there, because <laughs> night games in Iowa, weird things happen. So um, I think that when you just think about this, like I said, the passing attack has always been good. To me, I need to see the run game. And I think Chip Kelly specializes in the run game with those that two-headed, maybe three-headed monster attack that you have. You just got to make sure that offensive line can withstand it. Can they provide these quarterbacks with time to get the ball out? Can they open up these seams for these running backs? Because you have the guys that have the ability to hit the seam and take it to the house. It's just about creating that lane for them.
4: And the goal, obviously, is the 12-team playoff. But in talks this week, they now it's going be to go good. to 14. They they had better be in the playoff.
5: If they're not in the playoffs, I mean, that that's...
4: I mean, be a long winter. I listen. Long winter in <laughs> listen. Columbus.
5: Ross from New York
4: going to have another job. are going to have a, a, <laughs> a very, very, very busy time year. Time. Everyone's mad at Greg Sankey and Tony Petiti. We'll discuss next. It's Sports Saturday on The Fan. Matty
1: Ice has a large tattoo on his calf of LeBron eating a lion. I have nothing else to say. Rothman and Ice. Weekdays from noon to three. The Fan. Garnish your Bloody Mary with Sports Talk.
4: You're listening to Fan Sports Saturday. All right. So, as I played in the last segment, Orion Day Cut talking about his reunion with Chip Kelly, the goal is to make the 12 team college football playoff, or one of many goals. Two years likely the playoff will be 12, and then they've already discussed moving it to 14. They've already discussed moving it to 16. If you are a fan of a college football team out there that plays the FBS or maybe even the FCS level, in a decade, maybe you too. Can root for your college football playoff. Why would team? they want to make it to fourteen? More games. No. You know what more games means Tyus more money. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and set it to sixteen, and that let's is what that is the around. driver behind all of no. this. No, no. Okay, why not?
0: Because these are young. Co- collegiate kids
4: the kids bleep those kids
0: money i'm with you Tyvis. i don't like i don't like it, it at four. i liked it at four yeah i don't
5: want like, it don't get me wrong i but, think the year we won what were we 14 uh-huh. on one we played 15 games and i was fine but like, i don't want it that's not something that i want to do every season like, no i want to play 15 games every season the human body's not meant for it uh, but guess what like that, and now you're wearing down the product for the next level
4: they're making a bunch of money in the process. I, for example. so this
5: is all about. For example, what's the the kid, uh, Chase Brown, the running back from Illinois. Yes. When he was at Illinois, he got that ball like 30 times a, a lot. game. lot. So imagine if they he ran played. They ran both of his
4: knees off of his body.
5: Pla- imagine if he played 15 games and they ran the ball 30 times a game. He for couldn't. The, he, I don't think he could have made he it. For three years. Like that's. That's what I'm saying. Like, so you jeopardizing well, him
4: making long having longevity in the NFL. Like, I don't, I just don't think that that's the right, right. And so, those are the proper conversations to be having about lengthening the college football season, about the welfare of the student athletes. And I kind of shudder to use that term because maybe in a year or so we'll be calling them just employees as a technical term. Because yeah. then you give a Chase Brown, you know, you give him health insurance or you give him some sort of. Uh, some, some sort of uh, monetary stipend or, or based off of the, the millions of dollars in TV deals or you give him an insurance Bleep the way if, if his knee does in fact fall off or if a player, God forbid, does hurt themselves to where they can't play again, they've, they're have they not just like, well, that sucks, sorry, but you got this degree, so that's cool. But the conversations that are being had are how many teams in the college football playoff because 14, eh, 14 will be fun, but we want more money, so we're going to do 16. And with the 12-team model, the discussions being had by the two power brokers in the sport, Greg Sankey and Tony Petiti, about how many of our teams are going to be making this. I was about to say, let's just call it what it is. Just, just, do Just do eight, yo eight, my eight. There he is. No, 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 you have to include the others so you get sued.
5: Bleep the others. Well, you, 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 can't, you
4: can't just say that.
5: Eight, <laughs> my eight, yo eight.
4: Now they kind not let's just brunch, They're let's, saying it in a way where they're, you know, able to cover, it's a CYA situation where they're like, well, we would just like to have more of our teams represented, but also include you guys. Sure, come on in. We'll, we'll, Will allow you some scraps Uh, from our table. I said that wrong.
5: That's my fault.
4: Yo six, my six, therefore. Multiple sources told ESPN (laughs) 114 team model that's being considered includes provisions for the SEC and Big Ten to get three automatic qualifiers each (laughs) and the only two buys for their Uh, conference champions. So uh, ESPN did some pretty good due diligence in reaching out to several. Along the college football, TCU Sonny Dykes you, quote:
5: "You said three automatic bids, for three me. auto beds, so six between the two conferences. Mm-hmm. SEC get three, Big Ten
4: get three. Yeah, they auto beds, and then bids. that's not even that doesn't even include the at larges. They need to cut it out, man. <laughs> so Sonny out. Dykes from TCU Quote, automatic 'Automatic first round buys for the Big Ten and SEC is like the NFL saying the Cowboys get a first round buy since they have f- more fans than the Bengals. How preposterous is that?' End quote. They got to cut this out." Oklahoma State's Mike Gundy, a playoff format that guarantees a first-round bye to any team, division, or conference before the season starts is unheard of in any sport, as far as I'm concerned. If they
5: if they really want to make more money, if the Big Ten and SEC want to make more money, just schedule the non-conference games between the two conferences.
4: North Carolina's Mack Brown, quote, I feel the four conference champs should be treated equally and should have a first-round bye. It's hard to be a champion, so it does matter. No, he didn't say five conference champions. Pac-12's still kicking. <laughs> Stop it. North Carolina State's Dave Doran, quote, The champions from each of these four deserve to be in, and I agree with that. After the four champions, then let those teams that have earned that over the course of their season with strength of the schedule, their ranking, quality wins, and all that be what matters. I agree with that statement. Oh, They're trying to make this fair. Where's North Carolina State playing football? Where's North Carolina playing football? Are Where's they, Oklahoma State playing football? Where's TCU playing football?
5: Aren't they in the... The Big conferences
4: Twitter? not in the Big Ten or the SEC. Ask Ryan Davis. Right? Do you want me to ask Ryan <laughs> well, Maybe next time you see him. We're like, Ryan, what do you think <laughs> about...
5: He'll probably say, you know what? Bleep them. We need the SEC versus the Big Ten.
4: Ask Lane Kiffin. What he thinks about this. Same thing. This is... You're asking the SEC school. Bad for college football in general, but good on Greg Sankey and Tony Petiti in pushing their agenda for their conference. Tony Petiti doesn't answer to Texas Christian or Oklahoma State or NC State or North Carolina. Bleep them as far as he's concerned. Tony Petiti answers to Ross Bjork. Tony Petiti answers to Ward Manuel. Similarly with Greg Sankey. Who probably still answers to Nick Saban <laughs> slash Kalen DeBoer?
5: Uh, you think Nick still got a?
4: Yes, there's no, uh, there's just no way. I mean, he even he said it by saying he was going to try to not. He was like, "Well, oh, I'm hands off with the program as much as possible." But I've met with Kalen DeBoer. I've bet with Kane Womack, who's their new defensive coordinator. And he even said like he wanted to still have a voice in major decisions with college football. The specter of the Tuscaloosa is going to be one almost impossible to get out from under if you're Alabama. Wow. Now, I don't even know if you want to do it, but if you want to have your coaches succeed in the future.
5: I'm excited to see him on uh, college game day.
4: Yeah. you ever pick. Even though. Alabama. he uh, I just thought about rec- this. Recuse himself. Excuse me. If
5: he's on college game day uh-huh. and I'm on the Big Ten tailgate show. will I get a chance to see him. Probably? No. no. Why not? Ain't they don't they run about the same town?
4: They so you won't be able to watch him, but there's a chance you guys might be on the same campus. No. You don't think? I doubt that. I don't think so. You don't think Ohio State USC in a couple of years? 2 years. So, Three. I told you the Three big
5: years? the Big 10 does do theirs by
4: like CBS picked their first game. Then no, I, I know I know how the game. draft order works, but yeah, so you don't think there's ever they... going to be a chance where there's going to be a crossover? No,
5: unless
4: right. okay. they because they're not.
5: It's not like the Big Ten going to get the big game
4: that week. ESPN only going go to go. You the just big go to the game. game that the Big Ten has. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Maybe in your expanded role with the conference. You could push for that. My expanded role with the conference. ESPN's Michael Wilbon said the Big Ten and the SEC are going to ruin college football. <laughs> prefer it. Like
5: I said, they should just schedule each other as non-conference games. It will sell a ton. You'll get the, you'll get some of the great What you're matchups. saying is
4: correct. But you've seen Ohio State's non-conference this upcoming season. You've seen what Michigan's done on the non-conference slate. Well, the past year. michigan Michigan's got a, a pretty tough road to hoe this upcoming season. Everybody was
5: talking about, oh. Now that it's twelve teams, now you guys can schedule those.
4: It doesn't matter if you lose the potential a game. and the opportunities there. But will they take it? Why not? You scared? What are you scared? I'm not, but now I of don't represent. I don't represent these schools. I don't represent their interests. I think you were going to have Could a Greg you know. Sankey and a Tony Patiti argue that we don't need to schedule out of conference because games in conference are so important and matter so much that. What, what we're doing with the conference slate is the, good enough.
5: Everybody has to schedule two non-conference games, right? Is that you have to? Isn't that the thing?
4: You're asking be me. Three. I'm asking you. It used to be three
5: and now it's we'll two. Check, right? We'll have to
4: check in the break. Yeah. I think, so you might as well.
5: I going to talk about if you really want to make some TV ratings and make money. Do you imagine Ohio State versus Alabama in Tuscaloosa? It would be wonderful, but we've Ohio been State. saying
4: that for how long?
5: They were supposed to do that. They were. And then they called it off, didn't they?
4: How about that? Mm. The NCAA is calling it off. That's next. It's Sports Saturday on The Fan.
1: We used to have a billboard with our host's face on it, but only ugly people work here now. You mama say you ugly, hey! The Fan, Ohio sports desk. We firmly believe it's appropriate to tailgate before a youth soccer game. You're listening to Fan Sports Saturday.
4: So Tyvus Powell, you want a rematch against Robert Cash of yep. the Ohio State men's tennis team. Doubles though. I you want wonder, doubles. Yeah. Why don't you just want to take him one on one? Sounds like he's scared. Yeah. No, you see, no. It's you, not, it's not. Are you afraid of Cash <laughs> whooping that ass again? That's what it is. No, no, uh-huh. no. What is it then? You can't just say no. You got to give me a reason, buddy. I, I want to be put in a position to be
5: in my strong
4: suit. That's all. And doubles tennis is your strong suit. Yeah. As opposed to just singles tennis. Yes. hmm <laughs> Got it. I, I can't
0: mean, wait for the Emily Ruck rematch. That's the one I want to see. She
4: cheated. Season two of Tivus <laughs> Tries available on the YouTube. Uh, yeah, it should be. Before I, the football season? Yeah, it'll be
0: sometime in the summer. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to do some ice hockey again? If they want me to, I,
5: I got to figure out what sports. I know the volleyball team, really, they, we, they've we they been chirping, so I got to go over there. and You know, I got to go out there and show them. You got to humble these
4: kids. That's Humble the, thing. the kids. Yeah,
5: humble the kids.
4: Tyvis is going to show people humility.
5: thing is, they're going to look at me so like, who is this old man? Because I'm 30 now. So they're going to be like, oh, you 30. You a has-been and all that. And I'm going to have to get out there and oh, humble these oh kids. Mr. Humble. How
16: do you think you
0: displayed your hands today? Uh, <laughs> oh,
5: I didn't drop a ball. I started no one-handed. I know people be, you know, trying to play me sometimes. So you know, I just wanted to go out there, catch everything in sight. You know, didn't drop no money today. <laughs>
8: <laughs> <laughs> you did.
5: humility you at its <laughs> finest. I thought that was money. What's wrong with that? You had a cast. Get ro- a cast uh, on. What's wrong with that clip? Uh, I'm confused. You drop a ball? No. But you said you did. Not at the pro day. His season. His senior season, he dropped a bunch of balls. Yeah, during the season, I dropped three picks. I dropped one against, I'll never forget it. I dropped one against uh, Northern Illinois. It tipped off my hands, and the guy actually caught the ball, which is ridiculous. I dropped one against Indiana on the goal line, right in the numbers. And then I dropped one against uh, Minnesota. That one was a darn shit. When I dropped that one in Minnesota, it was like,
4: this is a shame. I mean, you have the most important one.
3: Three wide to the right, single flanker to the left. Sims in the shotgun with a snap. Drops behind the 50 to throw. Sims rolls to the right, Fold guns it. it long, down to right side. Ball in the air toward the end zone. And that ball is going to be... And and the Buckeyes get it. Coming out of the end zone with a football Go down, no. Ohio State is Tyvus Powell. He goes racing up and Go is tackled down. at the 30-yard line. And the king of the SEC has fallen.
4: So on the matters. No, no. I mean, you
3: know it's
5: sad because somebody somebody once said that you 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 remember all the bad things or all the things that you that didn't happen more than the ones that you did, and that's that's funny because I think that's a fact. Like yes. I can remember exactly the call in Minnesota. I can remember exactly what happened in Indiana, and I can remember exactly that a cast thing was the first time it happened was the Northern Illinois. And I think I, I tipped it and the guy caught the ball, but the Indiana one, Von, Von did an unbelievable job funneling the receiver right to me. And the quarterback didn't even see me. He threw it right to me, right? It hit me right in the chest. Boom. the chest <laughs> it hit me right in the chest. Didn't you know, reel it in. You, you know why? Because it was, it was such a layup. That you know you like oh I got that. I'm thinking about making my move I'm thinking about making my move like the toughest to
4: to actually reel in it
5: is you got to like you got to literally sit there and look the thing all the way in secure it then take off but I was like oh I'm going with this and then the Minnesota we was in the uh, our hot covers which we blitz six people which is more than they can handle so the ball is gonna come out quick he hot threw it to the to the tight end the tight end didn't even turn around like he was still trying to run around did he doink the tight end no okay. He hit me, literally, square in the hands. Both hands on the ball. Boom, just dropped it. I was just like,
4: (laughs) I I didn't say nothing. I just... What was that film session like the next day? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. They don't remind you why you're playing defense? I was one of those guys, you don't have to say it, because he know. Because you know. He know. I'm looking more into Robert Cash. Uh, You don't have a chance. He just won the championship. Yeah, you don't have a chance.
8: What do you mean I don't have
4: a chance? You are absolutely cooked before you put on... Tennis shoes. Listen, and so, grab a tennis racket.
5: The reason that if you go back, it's still on YouTube. Tyrus draws. If you go back and you watch that tennis session, oh, the reason he beat me is because I had never experienced. He's it. pulling punches. In
4: <laughs> I've never. He's absolutely pulling his punches. I never
5: experienced like the how fast the serve is.
4: Like, I, like, you know, you hear about the serve and all You're that. probably watching tennis matches, and you're like, I could do that. Yeah. Uh-huh. But when you get out there. Oh, yeah, it's different? He was putting the ball in
5: the spot <laughs> where, like, I couldn't tell if I was supposed to hit it overhand or backhand it. Like, he put it, like, right down the middle. So it was like, how do you hit it back? So that was that. But I could put, it wasn't as fast to where I couldn't make contact with it. So he taught me after we were done with the session, he went over the technique and I got the technique now. Oh, technique. so you've been learned a little bit. Yeah, you got to bring it around town. Then
0: you should want to go head to head. You, you should want doubles. one on not.
5: one with the great one. I don't. I just want to go doubles. Make your candy ass famous. I just want to go doubles because An I want to. I want somebody else to return uh, to serve.
0: It's Tivus tries, not Tyvis and friends <laughs> try.
5: Maybe yeah, we could. It was a uh, Bishop and Larinidas, and now it's Bishop and
4: friends, which you could catch
5: on your right here
4: at nine to That's twelve. What you call a downgrade? <laughs> nine to twelve with air. <laughs> Eric Rieser, Chops, and Bo Bishop. Robert we Cash's made. name, image, and likeness opportunities are what I think you would have wanted. And because I want to pay off on the T's, you are the NCAA. Robert Cash is attorneys generals in the states of Virginia and Tennessee. The NCAA got a preliminary injunction in the state of Tennessee last week disallowing them to investigate and enforce what they would perceive to be name, image, and likeness. Um How do you break? What do you break you I'm looking for the word here. <laughs> illegal <laughs> this is just falling off <laughs> robert cash is a barstool athlete and a chipotle athlete you would have liked both of those endorsements yeah when you were he's a, a player at the ohio state university
5: he got chipotle
4: yes oh
5: he's going down and i want a burrito <laughs> for doing it
4: so the division one board of directors directed ncaa enforcement staff to pause and not begin investigations involving third-party participation in nil related activities while the injunction remains in effect And then Charlie Baker, the NCAA's new president, says, like, that will be the case moving forward. We will not be investigating any schools or any collectives for NIL inducements on the recruitment of student athletes to their universities. It's a no no, but the NCAA is tired of getting dragged in court. This would, that would say that to me. Yeah, is we're, we Listen, cannot keep fighting these losing legal battles. NCAA, it's like you on the tennis court cannot keep fighting this. They, stop it.
5: The NCAA probably won't be a thing in about five years. That's the way it's trending. They're losing every battle, every today. single time. Every time they go to court, they lose, and it it's unbelievable. Just been they just been taking it. Back. I hope they have really uh updated their resumes and stacked their four hundred one ks over the year because.
4: Charlie Baker is uh is going to be fine financially. The guys at the NCAA have made enough money over the years they're going to be fine financially with whatever happens because of that thing that's coming up in March. What thing they still have control over the March Madness tournament?
5: Uh-huh. They'll be
4: fine, huh? <laughs> They'll be, I, I I think. But it's still, there's enough cash there.
5: All that money he was getting from football all over these years. The check is going to go down like tremendously.
4: Yes, which is why they've been going to the court to try to protect what you know every little cent that they can, while also spending money on egregious legal fees. Look, the NFL is being shamed by its workforce. We'll discuss that next. It's Sports Saturday on the Fan.
1: Here's a listener tweet: Are men and bones stupid in real life? Yes, yes they are. Common man and T bone. Weekdays from three to six. The. F- just because it's the weekend doesn't mean we shut up. This is Fan Sports Saturday.
4: Yes, it is. Eric Reeser, Tyvis Powell, Ryan Baker. Till 3 o'clock today. Confession. Sometimes when you're scrolling social media during a show, things appear and you instantly think wow, that's really interesting. And your focus becomes that. And well, that's fine when you're not either driving or driving a radio show. Because when you're driving a radio show and something pops up that's more interesting than what you're actually talking about, like the NCAA getting slammed in court mm-hmm. and then just throwing a white flag up in regards to NIL investigations. I got this from Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel. After careful thought and consideration, I will be humbly removing myself from the Heisman Trophy ceremony until Reggie Bush gets his trophy back. <laughs> Doesn't sit right with my morals and values that he can't be on that stage with us every year. Reggie is the Heisman Trophy. Do the right thing, NCAA. The ball is in your court.
0: Nice to see Johnny has morals when he's not on his cocaine and he's diet. Just,
4: and he's just tweeting through it. And he's right. In that instance, yeah. it's strange who the messenger of this is mm-hmm. in Johnny football. He he doesn't have a lot of clout. Now, somebody look, like. Tyvis. in terms of winning the Heisman and breaking many NCAA rules, Johnny football is an expert when you're talking about that. You're talking about winning a Heisman Trophy. You're talking about breaking NCAA rules. You're talking about getting cash from boosters. Those are things
5: Johnny Football knows very well. I think that they would take it more in consideration if this was Tim Tebow or Cam Newton or somebody, Joe Burrow, somebody like that. It's not really threatening. If it came out from one of them, they'd be like, yeah, we probably should look into it. But I don't think... People will be like, oh, no, Johnny, Johnny up on Manziel's that not up there. Like, I don't think that will be the response.
4: I don't think people will even notice. It stinks because the message is great. message is a great message. He's right with what he's saying. Now, maybe this can generate some traction. And, and you do see maybe a Cam Newton comes out. Uh, maybe Jaden Daniels. Maybe Caleb Williams. And then they back that. Because in the season that Reggie Bush won, he was the best football player. In college, yeah, and it's I think good on Vince Young to want nothing to do with that vacancy, because while well, that, he was great, they tried to give it to Vincent. They wanted to give it to Vince. <laughs> no, I don't want no handout. You don't. Yeah. You don't want to have that knowing that That's this is Reggie's. Funny, they tried to give Vince that. Trophy. They ran it by him good you never get anybody like officially to like, say that but i'm cool like yeah, I, w- cool. I would hope that would be the case yeah. and so i i, I do i should have gave it
5: to me back then
4: i do hope <laughs> that this does build to a, a point where you're able to recognize reggie bush now if you do that then you have to have other uncomfortable conversations about things the ncaa has taken away because of things that were illegal then and are legal now i'm talking about the tattoo gate, also talking about banners at the chrysler center hmm it's where Michigan plays basketball, for those who are like, confused by that reference. Like, there are going to other, have to be other doors opened by this. Like, is this a box that you want to reopen? That's the case. And it's not for me to say, but I it would, in this instance, Reggie Rose, Bush should be recognized. Let Pete no, Rose get come in. come on. I'm not trying to have that conversation. Well, I actually agree with you. Okay, I was about one. to say. <laughs> but that we're talking about the NCAA. We're talking about college athletics. No, just saying. I'm not talking about cr- old, you know, curmudgeon baseball writers here.
5: Mark McGuire should
4: be in. So yeah, do you want that? I'm just saying. I just wanted to say, put that on the record. Mark Thank McGuire you. should be in Cooper. Thank style. you for that. Just Anything else you'd like to just put on the record? Now that we have these microphones in front of us,
5: um, I think that's it. For okay, already. you just you good right. for now? I, I, I already said Giannis was the greatest, so okay. we're good. What do you? What-
4: <laughs> Mark also tweeted it, and this this perked my attention too. Uh, Mark tweets in that Ohio State and Alabama are scheduled to play in 27 and 28. Now, the 12-team college football playoff model is for 24 and 25. and 26, who knows? Mm-hmm. 14, 16, 20, 24, 36. Who knows how many football teams are going to be eligible for the college football playoff. They
5: better stay at 12.
4: I, had, I threw this out to you because I, did, I, I forgot that Ohio State and Alabama have that home-and-home schedule. And you were like, they better play it, and I agree with you. But where's your confidence that those games actually get played? Considering what we don't know is going to be coming from the college football calendar. Mines isn't high, Tybus. No, Mines is very. Because you're a forever optimist. And I guess that would make me the I mean, forever it, pessimist. Think
5: about this. They if,
4: should. They should absolutely say, all right, it's scheduled. Play it. Play if, the damn thing. If If it
5: does move to 16, that's even more reason why you play it. Because now you might can lose two
4: games and still get in, so it doesn't matter. Everybody but James Franklin agrees with what you're saying. <laughs> what does James Franklin think? Oh, no, no, no. The, the Big Ten schedule is fine. We don't need to go out of conference and challenge ourselves. The, the Big Ten's challenging enough I mean, that's with fine. what's coming this way. I
5: mean, that's fine to think that. I mean, hopefully you, you hope that's the case, but you can't deny that there's still some weak links in the conference.
4: The game before the twenty twenty seven Alabama game at Ohio Stadium, New Hampshire.
8: <laughs>
5: you know UMass is in the Mac. They just joined. I
8: Welcome. Can't, I can't
4: believe that. <laughs> How? <What laughs> temple was a member. I don't know. Why? Why not? Why? Come in the Mid American Conference. Water's warm.
5: It's UMass. Okay. UMass ain't been good in football.
4: Ever. No, but that's a win for Ohio. Oh my! Guaranteed so every season, baby. So, so that's
5: what this is about. <laughs> oh.
4: The thing with the 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 group of five schools is we don't even know what's going to be coming with them because You've they're a group of four. Yeah, we're gonna have to change our terminology. It's it how a group of four. Power 5, now Power 4? Power 4. Or does the Mountain West, are they assimilated into the Pac-12? I, a, 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 we have a, a, no idea how this is going to go. The Mountain West ain't being power nothing. For you to sit here and say that, I think's a little premature.
5: Stanford went to ACC, right?
4: Yes. Okay. For now. it's weird. I agree with you. The geography. <laughs> so, who knows what <laughs> any of this <laughs> is going to look like. So, to make any definitive statements to that. Silly. Who went who left which uh
5: conference added the school first? Was it USC and UCLA to the Big Ten or
4: Texas and Oklahoma to SEC? Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC. So they started, and then they started scrambling. I and I want to say there was no there was reporting out there that Texas and OU made the call to the Big Ten first. Oh really? You believe that? Kind of. And they said no. Nope. They said no thanks. You're I think around. if you're Texas and Oklahoma, you're you're at least you're gonna you're gonna see what both can offer, and you're gonna look at the Big Ten and the the money for the teams in the Big Ten. Like, Rutgers is in a better football <laughs> position than every single school in the ACC. Yeah. If you're sitting there and you're Texas and you're Oklahoma, you're probably thinking to yourselves. We'd like some of that. But didn't
5: the SEC's deal come out first?
4: No, the Big Ten's deal was first. Oh, okay. Now the now they've gone back and forth, like jockeying for best deal for our schools. Okay, and let me re.
5: Refray or um help me remember again. They just got the ESPN, that's it?
4: The SEC does. Yes. Yes.
5: And we got CBS, NBC, and ABC? Correct. Well, no, no CBS,
4: Fox, oh, Fox. And NBC. Yeah. Or Peacock. Yeah. And they just got ESPN. You can't say it like that. You know how many outlets ESPN has? I'm just saying. ESPN's got the Mickey Mouse, got ABC.
0: And ESPN pushes it like nobody
5: else. Yeah,
4: just ESPN. So, so
5: it's always going to be Fox versus ESPN.
4: Well, not if. Uh, well, no. So yeah, Fox. I don't think is part of that triumvirate that's looking to come together and offer you all no, of the sports. Fox is.
5: Is, Fox CBS is CBS and NBC is? Okay. are out.
0: We mean they are out. Well, so remember that. Of the sports streaming service that's coming. That's oh. going to be a combined of oh, yeah, ESPN,
5: yeah, 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 yeah.
4: ABC, Warner Brothers, Discovery, Fox. And you say CBS? Fox, Warner Discovery, and ESPN.
5: M- NBC mouse. and CBS is out. They're, They're not, not part a part of that. that as of now. But
4: everything else is in. Yes. <laughs> so, again, we're not sure because there was reporting. And, and that's supposed to come this year, right? This fall, later supposedly. in the fall, at least. Oh my god! That's this.
0: That's the reported start date. Is this fall? It's dollars fourteen ninety nine.
4: I'd pay it. <laughs> you go, you go, <laughs> right you're now. gonna have to. Well, there are ways you can get around having to pay for things. If somebody hypothetically had a box, <laughs> well, you know,
8: <laughs> you I pay for
4: the internet. Do I need to pay for anything else? <laughs> I'm not saying I do. I'm Not saying hypothetically, you should. if you have a box, if, I'm yeah. just saying. You got a box? The opportunity's there. You said uh, hypothetically speaking. You don't
0: even have to pay for UFC if you hypothetically <laughs> are you have a, a box.
8: you yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
4: Oh, man. We're not encouraging anything. I'm like just Do not
7: hate. Hey, he, he.
4: Listen. You're, just listen. Do I'm not mean. break the law. Maybe I'm just jealous. Well, about this, we're just these are just hypotheticals. We're not saying anybody does this anyway. Hypothetically, if I wanted to get one of these boxes,
5: how <laughs> would one go about doing such a
4: thing? That's a very good question, Tivus. I follow the law to the T, same, so does Ryan Baker. We wouldn't wouldn't be able to tell you Because we do not know I'll do some research though And I might have an answer in the break Check on that And we will not tell you What Baker found next It's Sports Saturday on The Fan
1: A lot of hosts have been on our airways In the past 30 years Some good Some bad Some really bad Anyway Sorry for that The Fan Instead of annoying national people Talking to you this weekend We've opted for annoying local people This is Fan Sports Saturday
4: 2005 was the year that Reggie Bush won the Heisman and after that the NCAA, well... Decided, sir, since the you law. did that, <laughs> broke our laws. We're taking the Heisman trophy from you. But then in 2021, after Name, Image, and Likeness, and oh, the, the song Judas Priest Breaking Law has nothing to do with what we were talking about before the last segment ended where... Some people maybe get sports through nefarious means. Nothing to do with that.
0: None of us here.
8: Reggie Bush
4: called for his Heisman to come back. Come back home. Please re-recognize me. Because what Reggie Bush was accused of doing, or what the NCAA found Reggie Bush to have done in his time at USC, was against their laws.
5: Who doesn't recognize him as a Heisman?
4: The NCAA and the Heisman Trophy Trust.
5: Now. You must get some pay. You get paid for that, huh?
0: Did they? Didn't they make him return
8: it? I Physically believe give it back? so,
4: but I don't know exactly where the award is, where the actual the trophy stands. Oh, I know USC right. can't have it as an official because, again, the Heisman Trophy Trust does not recognize it. The NCAA does not. The Heisman Trophy Trust did, in a statement, say they would look to welcome him back to the Heisman family. Only if the NCAA was to step in and say, okay, we re- we now re-recognize him. The NCAA has yet to do so. If you want to beat the NCAA, just take them to court. I guess that would be I mean, they, the way you do it. They are losing. Because I think that that Heisman should return home to Reggie Bush. Could a former Buckeye return home from that team up north? So this was yesterday. Long-time respected strength coach John Sanderson has parted ways with the University of Michigan. So, Sanderson played football at Ohio State from 97 to 99. He's been the strength coach at Michigan for, what, 15 years? And has long-time been considered one of the architects behind the physical play of Michigan, at least over the past couple of seasons.
5: They parted ways with their strength coach? Yes.
4: The head guy. Really? Right. What is going
8: on up there? Since
4: December, uh, he had not been on the bench with the University of Michigan basketball team after an altercation that was reported between Sanderson and Juwan Howard's son, Jace Howard. Where I don't know if you remember reading about this, that... There was uh, Jace reportedly yelling at a, a a training staff member for not clearing him to return to action. He was dealing with an injury. They wouldn't clear him, and he got into the face of that athletic trainer. Sanderson overheard this, reportedly stepped in to confront Jace about it. Uh, one of the phrases that I remember hearing was, this is why the program's in such disarray. Mm. I'm paraphrasing that from Sanderson, but that was reportedly in the exchange. Um so it's Mike Favre, Michigan Strength and Conditioning Director, has replaced Sanderson on the Michigan basketball bench. But again, the basketball Wolverines have won eight games this season. Now, they will be in town tomorrow to play Team One Twenty Five. That game's at four o'clock. We'll have the pregame coverage at three. But it does feel, and again, John Sanderson's respected as it gets in the strength and conditioning community. Yeah, maybe you think of bringing him home. Now he'll get offers from everybody. Yeah, but this is just another he, thing that Michigan's had to deal with. He's stained, though. See, I, I saw that <laughs> <laughs> with what blue. Just give him some scarlet; it'll come right out. I told you how I feel about this. Uh, I, I, Did you? I have yeah. a short memory. Did I'm do not speak to you remember. about this? Because excuse me,
5: was it not you who I was talking to yeah. about? Because it's a kid who just transferred from the Wolverines to Ohio State. He played baseball and football. Yeah, a linebacker. That yeah, was Alaska. Yeah, he played at DeSales. At, at the sales. sales. Yes. And I told you it's like I ain't you, what? Know, you gotta pick a side and stay there. You can't just flip. You can't there is no Switzerland in this thing. What? You gotta just That's yeah. the dumbest damn thing I've ever heard. It's the truth. There's no, no Switzerland not. in this thing. You pick a side and you stay there. That's like me becoming
4: a coach at the Wolverines. I'm not doing that. You would never do that. No. If they offered you a truckload of money. No. You're a man of principle. Yes. I think it's the dumbest thing in the world. No. All, I think if you don't think that John Sanderson would not make a positive impact here at Ohio State because he spent more than a decade at Michigan. He's stained. Developing Wolverines <laughs> into a very physical program. And tell him, Baker, he's stained.
0: I don't know what to tell you i mean i don't personally like that either but you know a lot of people <laughs> have thing. done it so. so dumb reese real quick john sanderson played basketball here at ohio state
4: what did i say uh, you said football oh, okay. i just want to make sure that no was thank clear. you thank yes. you for that because his son um i want to get this right then uh it's is it jonathan jonathan is uh also a basketball recruit so Michigan's got a scholarship offer to him, but it remains to be seen if that gets fulfilled. <laughs> Peace. They just dismissed your dad.
5: You don't think he stained? I don't. I, I think
4: I just seeing the it's like replies Wells. to this. You don't think
5: Bodie Wells is stained a little bit by Notre Dame no. because he's, he works with the Buckeyes?
4: No.
0: I mean, I don't think Bo- Bodie's in here rooting for the Buckeyes. <laughs> I don't think he's ever wearing scarlet and gray. I'm, you know what? Well, I'm glad you
5: brought that up. i was supposed to get him a hoodie.
4: Actually, I take that back. So maybe John Jonathan Sanderson might stick with Michigan because Juwan Howard's, we think, out of a job at the end of this season. John U. Bacon, who's an expert in Michigan athletics, uh, was asked about his status. So this was shortly before Michigan was thumped by Rutgers, 82 to 52. How is Juwan Howard still employed by Michigan basketball? Can you please answer this at John U. Bacon? Follow or. Uh, Someone posted this on the social media platform formerly known as Twitter. John U. Bacon replied, No decisions will be made until the end of the season and shouldn't be, in my opinion. You gain nothing. Then, however, it seems more likely than not that Ward Manuel will give Howard another year, even though most fans don't want that. I don't think that. Actually, true. so never mind. I, I take back what I said.
5: That's not true. What? You say, you well, say that about Jonathan
4: me? Sanderson might not. Well, he hasn't committed at all right now. It's a 2026 recruit, but Michigan yeah. has a scholarship offer out there.
5: I would say... That's not true. The Buckeyes has proven that theory wrong.
4: I would agree with you there.
5: That, that it's not going to change anything. I mean, at this point, at yes. At this point for Michigan, no. Yes.
4: Yeah, it's over with. This is It's done. So <laughs> let them, again, they're in the basement of the conference. They'll be the lowest seed in the Big Ten tournament, and they'll be dismissed either, if not Wednesday, then Thursday, certainly.
0: And losers tomorrow at the shot.
4: Absolute losers tomorrow at the Schottenstein Center. That's crazy how that... Juwan I guess I say they, all of that to say that look at the Michigan Athletic Department right now. And lot. look at it over the last year. Like this is just another thing with John Sanderson who is respect is as respected as any in the strength and conditioning community is out because you want to decide with Juan Howard who's what? 8 and 22 in year 5 with the Wolverine.
0: I mean, I don't know, they're national champions, head of the CFP committee.
4: Huh. Listen, yeah. they, they
5: That's also true. It's, it's not like it's been bad. Like they went to the final four. They a were really years good ago, early on in the
4: Big Ten a couple years. But ago. I might hear an argument for that was John Beeline leaving the cupboard full.
5: Oh, really? Could be. I,
4: I might. I might Could argue be. that. Talking
5: about the guy that got fired by the Cavs.
4: Well, yeah, he stunk in the NBA.
5: Well, he, I think he, he said, was tremendous at Michigan. Said,
8: I
4: think he said the wrong thing. Slugs. <laughs> 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 What's wrong with that? <laughs> he, said, he caught a thugs. and meant to say slugs. Speaking of speaking of saying silly things, Steelers general manager Omar Khan had a doozy of a week. We'll tell you what he said and maybe addressing a Justin Fields acquisition. That's next it's Sports Saturday on the fan.
1: Question from a listener. Do you dopes ever get tired of talking about Ohio State? <laughs> no.
4: The Buckeye
1: Show. Weeknights at 6. The fan- Sports Talk, weekend
4: style. You're listening to Fan Sports Saturday. NFL free agency starts March 13th. <laughs> big
5: day. That's a big day. That's when you see million dollars just getting
4: spent. Just... Whoosh. Like it's nothing. NBA's is the best, though. NBA's certainly had the most drama.
5: No, they have the best because a guy like, I don't know, Robin Lopez signs for four years, 80000000 million. You'd be like, really?
4: Yeah. Just handing out contracts. Just giving
5: it away. Well. Just giving it away.
4: The uh, NFL's got a bigger salary cap this year. Than they've ever had before. And that'll just keep going up. So it does offer teams flexibility. Um, if you're the Cleveland Browns. You're 6 million. Under the cap. So i got to do some restructuring. Here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, um, I, I know I, I did tease the grades. For NFL teams. We will get to that. But what I really wanted to get to with you. Was uh, we are Browns fans. Mm-hmm. 100% of the show. 3 of 3. Fans of the Cleveland Browns for some reason I don't know we're stupid. The primary antagonist football wise in my life is Ben Roethlisberger and the Pittsburgh Steelers organization.
8: Mm-hmm.
4: They've got a quarterback problem. The Browns have a quarterback. He just needs to figure out his problems. The yeah. Bengals <laughs> have a quarterback. He just needs to get healthy. The Ravens have a quarterback. who's just coming off? Of They're good to go. Yeah, you need to have that in the league. If you want to be successful, you're not a Kenny Pickett fan. No, but you know who is. Apparently, General Manager Omar Khan, who says he has full faith in Kenny Pickett. He's shown us some good things, and obviously there were some issues with the offense. I'm excited about the impact that Arthur Smith's going to have on him. Arthur's very optimistic about Kenny, and they communicated. And like I said, we will have some comp- some strong competition there, and we'll see where it goes. Feel really good about him. End quote. Competition maybe Mason Rudolph, who is set to become a free agent on the thirteenth, but does feel in continuing conversations with Khan Con this week at the combine that they want to bring Rudolph in and have a picket Rudolph quarterback competition. Which, if you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, you've just got to be going. How? How is that going to put us over Baltimore? How is that going to put us over a potentially healthy Joe Burrow in Cincinnati? How is that going to put us? Because again, with the roster they had, they still made the playoffs in 2023. How is that going to put us if Deshaun Watson gets it right? Huh. We're looking at the basement until you can get the quarterback squared away. Now there are some that there are some free agents that will be available. Russell Wilson, certainly one of them, Kirk Cousins possibly. Mm. What about Justin Fields? So this was Thursday, where reporters were able to meet with Steelers General Manager Omar Khan for about half an hour.
3: You trade for Justin Fields? I'm, <laughs> um, I'm not going to go into details about
17: the conversations that we've had, but like I mentioned earlier, I, I, I can tell you that I, I have an obligation to look at every avenue um, that's out there
0: to, uh, to try to make us a better football
17: team. How about
6: Kirk Cousins and Russell Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else who have been rumored to sign.
0: Yeah. Same same answer. <laughs>
6: like there was
4: discussions.
18: What's that? Their worst discussion. I'm not oh. gonna get into oh, okay. any <laughs> any uh, uh,
4: detailed conversation. So he said no, in so many words.
5: I have to say that that's nothing. I I think that first of all, I think that they are doing themselves a disservice if they didn't bring in a veteran
4: quarterback to to thrive to bring at competition. Mason Rudolph.
5: Yeah, whatever. Anyway, I forgot he
4: started the wild card game against the Bills. And the wild card round feels like, I mean, was technically a couple months ago, but it feels like a year ago. Sorry, I didn't mean to. They played there, the but, Bills in the first round? Yeah, the wild card. Well, it didn't go well. <laughs> well, they started Mason Rudolph. <laughs> started Mason Rudolph in the playoffs.
5: He was a spark for them, though. Like their last.
4: That three team games. had no business making the playoffs. And if they, if they have TJ Watt, is it a different story? No. Okay. No, but for this quarterback competition that Omar Khan wants to have, Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph.
5: Well, I think they they you is Kenny Kenny Pickett is a first round talent. When he gets it right, he looks pretty good. I mean, his preseason would take that for whatever it's worth was really good, and he still can make some really good throws and make some decent decisions with the ball. I think that they still need to beef up their offensive line. I think that they got skill position wise. They got all the pieces that you need. I think they need another corner, and I think they need to really beef up the offensive line. If they do that, maybe you can survive another year, depending on what Arthur Smith is able to do with the with the offense. Um, but if they want to bring it, I I think perfectly they they should get like a Russell Wilson, a guy who's a winner, guy that understands football. You get him some protection. Like they should be, they should be able to win a lot of games with guys like
14: that. So you
4: would be in favor of them going for Russ? I would be not Justin Fields.
5: If Justin Fields wanted to get, they wanted to trade for Justin Fields, I'd be for that one too. I think just Atlanta's the best place for him
0: though. Guys, I am scared to death because I I love Michael Penix. I think he's going to be great. I really do. Like anybody that could make Indiana football good, I think is a really good player. I'm scared to death that the Steelers draft him.
5: You know, they always do. Steelers are at twenty. The Steelers does an amazing job at the draft. They get the player every year that I'd be hoping that the Browns draft. can you pick it. Were you hoping? No. Okay.
0: That quarterback here was terrible.
5: Wasn't it was it? not
4: good. It was not great.
0: Who was the? He was the only one that went first round because
5: the others uh, went like was, third.
0: I think. I think you right. might be right. I think he might have been
5: the only. The next quarterback didn't go to like the third or fourth round. It was uh Malik, wasn't it?
4: Right. Twenty Willis, twenty-two. He went to Tennessee but you're on the Russ. The, the thing with, with Russell West, or, I think I said Russell Westbrook like three times in this, yeah. I'm putting John Sanderson as the strength conditioning coach at Michigan football. So there's where I am today with Russ, with Mr. Limited. It, hmm. it, it feels like hmm. an NFL team would have to be able to put up with his antics. And I don't know if Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin would either with, with, with Russ be perfect or it would be oil and water. Does make sense? Like, they would either embrace both of their weirdness... Mr. Unlimited... He's a weird dude. He ain't weird.
5: I knew him. Okay. I shared a locker room when we had conversations.
4: Great. Doesn't make him not weird. It doesn't make you not weird. I see where
5: you're going with this. What you mean... You make a really good point there.
4: Okay. I never thought about that. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, like, let's let's No, just, but I was... Like, <laughs> if we're just going to be... If we're just going to have the Russ conversation... His stuff got stale in Seattle. He got to Denver, and it never clicked because he was weird. Uh, now, you could put it in other, in other words. I, I guess maybe I'm not using the most glowing language. No, yeah. Weird could be taken very negatively, but I'm...
5: I have a friend that would say that he just flat out is a bum. Yeah, you got a friend that hates him. Know, he says he's a great guy. I, I think he is a great guy, he's but it doesn't terrible, make him not weird. Terrible quarterback is what he said, but Boy, great guy. I want a Super Bowl.
4: A terrible quarterback.
8: <laughs>
5: Would, I don't he, think he was terrible then. He might argue that they won in
4: spite They're of that. that, that, that <laughs> I'm sure he's not the only one that would argue <laughs> that.
0: Guys, by the way, that was an awful quarterback draft. Yeah. Desmond Ritter was next with the 74th pick. Then Malik Willis and Matt Corral.
5: Gross. Oh, is Matt Corral still in the league? That's, that's a good, good, that's a funny, good question. I wanted players, players, I can right? tell you... Is he now with the pants? Seattle. Panthers? It's,
4: it's just interesting that so Arthur Smith comes over from Atlanta. He was dismissed. Uh was Raheem Morris is the new head coach in Atlanta. And earlier this week, Raheem Morris was asked about Atlanta's quarterback play and if it's any it, how how confident he is in the quarterback play of the Falcons. Maybe Morris, Morris, quote: "If we had better quarterback play, I'm probably not standing here at this podium."
5: Oh, he's telling the truth. That's honesty <laughs> from him.
4: <laughs> Who was the coach? At Atlanta last year. Arthur Smith. Who's the offensive coordinator of the Steelers? Arthur Smith. Who thinks the quarterback play of Atlanta last year under Arthur Smith was not great? That was not great? Raheem Morris is crapping on the quarterback play of the Falcons that Arthur Smith was responsible for. And now you got confidence Arthur Smith's going to go to Pittsburgh and all of a sudden their quarterback play is going to be any better? with the guys that they're planning on bringing in for a, quote, competition, Mason Russ, Kenny say, Pickett, well, That's sir. why
5: I say you need to bring in an established veteran. And the reason that I would go on Russ is because, at the end of the day, Russ played a lot of football. The Russ, yeah. He did a really good job against the Cleveland Browns who had one of the best defenses in the NFL. He, he, had, kept, he had
4: a really good season, statistically, yeah. Russell Wilson did in Denver. Yeah. If so, you can get around Russ being Russ, I and think, I'm wondering if they can.
0: I think if they're going to go quarterback in Pittsburgh, a veteran route... I think it's Ryan Tannehill. Stop it. Because of the relationship with Arthur Smith. Ryan Tannehill is done.
5: D U N He's he's I, going I, to be on the team. That. What if,
4: what if he's the next Joe Flacco?
5: Yeah, real okay. Give me a season where he was where he was like, Ryan Tannehill is really out there
4: slinging the rock. The number one seed one year in the well,
5: AFC. You know why? He has to exist for two seconds in Tennessee. <laughs> that's it. Just two seconds. You From the time that, of course, center snaps the ball to you handed it off to 22. That's it.
4: I'm trying to see if Ryan Tannehill was great in any season. No. I don't yet, I just think you just hand right. the ball. Maybe off. in Miami. No, they traded him. <laughs> well, <that's> okay. <laughs> they got rid of it him. He was the eighth
8: overall pick.
5: This guy was a wide receiver in college. Wasn't he any trans... Yeah. Trans...
4: He to a... He, he transitioned. Or yeah, transitioned to a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you so go. So, you're out on that. Yeah, no. What about Fields? Does he take a snap in a Chicago Bears uniform in 2024?
5: I would like him to, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think they
4: kind of are moving on. And where's the best spot for Fields? Atlanta. I like that, too. I mean... Because, one, it keeps him out of the AFC North.
5: only thing is he's going back to Georgia, where he's from, and that's... You're going
4: well, home. Yeah, that,
5: that that can either be good or bad for people.
4: You were off social media this week, but Fields did have some scuttlebutt on social media. That's next Sports Saturday on The Fan.
1: Winners of the prestigious Platinum Microphone Award every year. Given to the best radio station in the world. Uh, no need to look it up. It's real. The Fan. Pan. During weekend programming.
12: Pants are optional. Look at my butt.
1: However, leather chairs may have been a bad choice. You're listening to Fan Sports Saturday.
4: Hey, bud, do you want to work uh, around like three thirty, four o'clock next week when we start? Do you want to start then? Well, we don't have a choice. What do you mean? We always have a choice. No, we don't. Nobody can stop us. If we came into this studio and we said to hell with the Blue Jackets, who play the National Predators next Saturday at 1230, and we just turn these microphones on, nobody's stopping us will be fired before... I... That's fine. I've been fired before. You've been fired before.
5: So Fish want... will
0: be here quickly.
4: I don't want to relive it. No, I don't either. Okay, so fine. We'll start at 3, 3 thirty, three forty-five. Whenever the Jackets are done, beating the Nashville Predators will be on the afternoon. Are they playing in work for you. When the Jackets They play. are. They're playing at Chicago. That game's at 8 o'clock.
0: Oh, Conor Bedard. Connor Bedard. Yes, know. he is. He's back? Yep. I think he's still wearing the full... Face mask, but... My wife tells
5: me that if you're in professional hockey and you have a full face mask, they, they call you names.
8: Mm-hmm. Like but in, not if like you have injured. a broken
5: jaw. Yeah. Probably calling. She's and, telling you. That's what she told me. I said, but what about my teeth? You know, what? A,
4: I would wear it. Pre-game coverage of Jackets and Blackhawks will start on the fan at 7.30. When we are off the air, either thrown off or leave on our own volition, uh, we'll be joining Marquette at Creighton. That men's basketball game going on a couple of weeks before their tournament. I
5: like Creighton just because I just like Creighton. Cool. I like Marquette. So. It's a Marquette, right? Two teams going against each other. Yeah, I think it's
0: number five versus <laughs> number 12, something like that, number 15. Marquette's five. It's a it? shame that uh, Marquette's Sean Jones, a Gehanna guy, got hurt and is out for the year. See that? Tore his knee
4: up. Creighton's going to win. I don't know who this person is, but he has a blue check mark on Twitter. He's got 44,000 followers, and he purports to be an NFL draft analyst at SportsGedia.com. I've heard of SportsGedia.com. But Tony Pauline is saying, word in Indianapolis is the Bears are close to trading Justin Fields to the Falcons.
8: Mm.
4: This comes down this afternoon. Quote, it is not known if the deal will be finalized or even announced before the conclusion of the combine. As reported Thursday, if the Falcons can't come to terms with the Bears for Fields, they will turn their attention to Baker Mayfield if he's available when free agency commences. So we thought if there was going to be a chance, Fields would be dealt with, the deal would be done at the combine and then the news would or it would be officially official after the 13th when free agency opened.
5: Baker is a free agent, right? Correct.
4: Same with Mike Evans. You got to throw the bag cuz he's projected at like
5: 120
4: million. Yeah. Finalist for comeback player of the year? Hey man, well deserved. I re- I like it. But Fields had and so you took a complete social media hiatus. Yes. When you were off Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, MySpace all those you tag going, black yeah, planet all of those all of those yes yep so you missed justin fields or the person purporting to be justin fields manager had a video of fields dancing around in a kitchen looking like he was kind of doing football drills and there being someone in the video asking him are you ready to go home oh uh, yeah no, i didn't see that well because you weren't on social media Oh well, and that's a done data. We don't know that though, that's because Fields said he was just acting uh, like players do when they're on the kickoff line for high school. Others said he was uh, acting like Cuba Gooding Jr. and Jerry Maguire. They were just having some fun. No, okay, because this happened. This happened before with somebody. I don't know, but I know he unfollowed, and his dog Uno Fields unfollowed the bears <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> that tells you everything. You know how that's crazy in today's society?
5: Who you follow on Instagram tells or the whole unfollow. story. Or unfollow. Or unfollow tells the whole story. That's how breakups happen. You know, relationships done. Like, that's
0: no point of return. I unfollowed you. That means we're done reese it's
4: odie right odie is my dog dog, does he have an instagram well he does not but if he (laughs) were to be on instagram you you would make your dog an instagram i would not we
0: would know things are up when he unfollowed (laughs) (laughs)
4: Uh, (laughs) you can't unfollow bo is bo well maybe i unfollow bo and follow morning juice a what t- if what if t- Shark when oh, shark, shark retires retiring. T- huh? t- wow. Shark's not retiring. Yes, he is. No he's not. He's counting down the damn days Tyvis. Shark every morning. <laughs> what, what's the what is his officially last day? No idea. Yeah.
0: I believe it's like July of next year, it's, next summer. He
4: would I'm not counting down the days till Shark retires because Mark the Shark is a Columbus Radio mainstay for as long as I've been alive.
5: Charles Davis's hairline making me
4: feel good about myself. <laughs> tremendous content <laughs> tremendous thank what you what about Stephen thank, a smith thank you for your contribution
0: <laughs> what about lebron's you guys just
5: want to so go LeBron, and we'll just we'll just get out early lebron cheated the system he fixed his and then i, I imagine when he's retired he's gonna probably get a hair transplant
4: lebron yeah instead you know, of the like, spray paint he's like bald and yeah, in at the, that um, point do you just
5: it just take it no, no, he's i guess not. you can go to he's not gonna do that He's gonna get a hair transplant. It,
0: it really is better without. You don't have to d- spend any time on it. I got it's re- so much easier. I got to
5: recut mine again. I was I was rocking the the close shave. I thought shadow. I was
0: gonna say I thought you were getting rid of it.
5: No, I didn't. I didn't. I said I was gonna get the close shave. I didn't say I was gonna cut it all the way off. Not yet. It's a transition. You gotta you gotta get the people prepped for when it what it's gonna look like when it's all the way off. Eric, you don't have to worry about that. No, my hair's
4: wonderful. When you were a player, and we've got to go real quick, but I did want to ask you: Were you ever asked to fill out report cards for your team? No, they never. That's just become a thing recently. Yes. like the Bengals would get an F-? I I would have
5: gave the Browns an A.
4: Well, you know what? I'm going to give this show an A minus. We'll try better again next week around four o'clock on the fan.
1: The only show where sports talk is eclipsed by food talk. Mm-hmm. Oh, not Common Man and T-Bone.
9: Weekdays from 3 to 6.
1: The Fan. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios.
9: Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com.
1: WBNSFM. HD1 Columbus. The Fan. Our show is over. Our show is over. Please enjoy this random game between two teams you may or may not care about. The Fan. Ohio sports destination.
17: Hits the bucket. A foul on Alexander as we reach the under-eight immediate timeout. 6.57 to play in the first, and Marquette cuts the lead down to five. Jones now with 11 points. Great
3: move and getting away from Alexander
17: and one opportunity. That'll happen after the timeout. 6.57 to go in half number one, Creighton 30, Marquette 25. You're listening to NCAA Basketball on Westwood 1.
19: Shop literally millions of new and used cars on Auto Trader. If you see a car on TV, driving by on your street, in your dreams, whenever really, pretty much any car you see, you can find one like it for sale on Auto Trader. Where
14: are my Hoops fans at? Friends. Welcome to Fandom 101. It's time for NCAA women's basketball. It's sweet, it's elite, it's where the best in the land show up and go for it all. NCAA Women's Final Four, April 5th and 7th in Cleveland. Attendance is encouraged. Passion is mandatory. Buy your seats today at NCAA.com slash Women's Final Four. Class dismissed. At Progressive, we love sports and saving you money, so we bundled them together. The final horse now in the gate,
12: and they're off. They're starting off with a double-tail loop jump, leaving a difficult 7-10 split. It's just movement on the inside rail. Only nine pins separate them now as they head to the final quarter mile. They're neck and neck. It's down to the last frame. Here comes the axle jump. they bundled their home and auto insurance with Progressive. Win, strike, savings, gold.
20: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Not available in all states or situations. Shop literally millions
19: of new and used cars on AutoTrader. If you see a car on TV, driving by on your street, in your dreams, whenever really, pretty much any car you see, you can find one like it for sale on AutoTrader.
7: John Stasher on our Westwood One Studios. We've got ranked teams from the Big East. Two such games in the SEC. One tonight, Tennessee and Alabama. They'll play for first place. We'll have that game for you tonight on Westwood One. Earlier, South Carolina got 25 points from Mechie Johnson, the Gamecocks. Beat Florida 82-76. Ranked teams meeting in Waco. Kansas has gotten top scorer Kevin McCullough back from injury, but the Jayhawks trailing Baylor 73-65. Two minutes left in the Big Ten. Illinois leads to Wisconsin 81-73. Kentucky leads Arkansas 70-64. Arizona blowing out Oregon 51-28 at the half. Back. back to Kevin and Steve in Omaha.
17: Later on, we'll select the coaching move of the game sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Doesn't seem to be phasing Cam Jones, Stephen Bardo, that he's running the point more today with Tyler Kolek out. He's got five seven from the floor, 11 points, one assist in 13 minutes as he heads to the free throw line.
3: Yeah, Cam is such a creative scorer, and it looks like he's moving in slow motion half the time, but he's getting past his defenders, that left-handed craftiness, uh, got past, I believe that was Shireman this last point, and get to the bucket, and he knows that he's going to have to score had a consistent clip to keep Marquette in this game.
17: If you're worried that we don't have officials in this game, we do. James Breeding, Tim Clockerty, and Greg Evans, they've only had to blow their whistles twice today. One foul for each team in this ball game. We're at the 6.57 mark in the first half as the free throw is good by Cam Jones to make it a four-point game. Now Marquette will apply some full-court pressure.
3: First time we've seen this all afternoon, little man-to-man. Maybe a little run and jump once he crosses half court. Alexander just across half court. He'll feed it to Farabello.
17: Farabello working against Cam Jones on the left-hand wing. Drops it off to Alexander around a call printer screen. Big man's back on the floor. Here's Shireman. Step back three on the right wing. Rolls it home. Baylor Shireman with 11 on his senior day. And a 33-26 Creighton lead. And Jones with a left-hand dribble pushes it to the left wing. Trey Norman feeds it back to Jones. Top of the key. Deep three for Jones, and it's good. He was three feet behind the line, and he hits the three. 33-29, Creighton by four. 15 already for Jones. He is on some kind of heater. 28 points per game over the last three games, and so far that average may only go up. Here's Shireman, five feet behind the arc. That three won't go, and Mitchell the rebound.
3: First time we saw Marquette in the zone all afternoon.
17: Mitchell going to work against Alexander. Drives left side of the lane, scoops it over his head, and in off the window. Two-point Creighton lead, 33-31. Jays with a basketball in the right-hand offensive zone. Trey Alexander working against Chase Ross of Marquette. Dribbling between his legs, right and left hand, switching the dribble at the top. Pushes the pass into the corner, Shireman in the left corner. 13 to shoot, harassed by Stevie Mitchell. Shireman drops it off to Farabello at the elbow, dribbles one step to his right. Three throw line jumper is good for Farabello, and a 4-point lead. Nice flash by Francisco to get himself open. Here's Jones now against Shireman on the left side, picked up on a switch by Green, feeds it up top, Norman will try the 3, that's off the back iron, no good. Shireman the rebound for the Blue Jays. Creighton will bring it up the floor from left to right. Baylor shireman working it over to Farabello. Feeds Alexander top of the key. He'll dribble into the paint. Ten-foot runner good for Trey Alexander. One of the best mid-range games in college basketball. 37-31 Creighton. Cam Jones against Farabello in the right-hand corner. Jones trying to find some room against Farabella. Whips it back out. Now they swing it around to Ross on the left wing. Left corner now to Norman. Norman against Paul Brenner. Back it goes to Ross. Feeds it back out up top with 10 to shoot to Mitchell. Mitchell against Alexander. Trying to cross him over. Gets into the paint. Dishes right corner. Three for Norman. Will not go. Offensive rebound. Stevie Mitchell for Marquette. Mitchell spins. Feeds it back to Norman. Norman working against Brenner. He says, you know what, I'm not going to get that shot up. Tries to feed it out, and he threw it too high for Mitchell, who, as he tried to throw it back inbound, stepped on the sideline, turnover Marquette.
3: Yeah, that's a tough break for Marquette. They got an offensive rebound, and we're trying to reload, but an errant pass there forcing a the turnover. It's a danger zone for Marquette right now. We're creating up 6 and the basketball.
17: Lowry will check back in. Cam Jones is going to get his first breather. So there goes your offense, 15 points moving to the bench for Marquette as Creighton will go to work on offense, up 37-31. Baylor Shireman on the bench now for the Blue Jays as Ashworth returns.
3: I want, I, I expect Ashworth to pick it up a little bit offensively here to close the half. Working against
17: Chase Ross, he'll feed Kalkbrenner at the top against Gold. Set up in the right-hand offensive zone, the Blue Jays in their white uniforms, tops and bottoms, blue numerals on the front and back. Alexander spins it around the left-hand side now dribbles top of the key Goes down the right side of the lane ball pops out of his hands and goes over the backboard on his way up And it'll be a turnover back to Marquette
3: one of the few mistakes we've seen this afternoon from Trey Alexander Everyone know he wants everyone knows defensively. He wants cam to go right. You can't keep it from getting there
12: back Marquette.
3: Cam Jones
17: congratulations on your breather cam. You had four seconds on the bench He's back in the game Shaka Smart said, wait a minute, you are my offense. You've got to get back out there. That's right. Smart smart move by Shaka Smart. Living up to his name. David Joplin will bring it up the floor. Ashworth there to meet him on the left-hand side. Joplin thought about trying to drive baseline. Double comes from Kalkbrenner, now picked up on the switch. Joplin spinning on Brenner, and Brenner throws it out of the gym. Keeps it in play. Alexander will bring it up the floor. Up to Ashworth, top of the key. Now to Alexander. Three, left wing. Bounces off, no good. Rebound, caroms around. Calkbrenner able to track it down. Throws it back out to Ashworth. Ashworth dribbling on the right-hand wing around a Calkbrenner screen. Picked up by Gold on the switch. Alexander will enter it inside. Calkbrenner bangs it off the window on the right block. He's got ten. And the Blue Jays up eight,
3: 39-31. Ryan Calkbrenner missed the fundamentals here in the first half, keeping that ball high. Nice finish. Here's Jones. Dribbles through
17: the lane, underhands it right wing. Say Lowry's three splashes home. Just the sixth made three of the year for Lowry. Six of 23, but it's a big one. 39-34 Creighton by five. Ashworth now against Gold on the Creighton offensive end. Ashworth dribbles and underhands it to Farabello. Three top of the key. That one's good. Francisco Farabello with the answer. 42-34 Creighton. 2.50 to play first half. Can't
3: be slow on the close with Creighton. Got to be there on the catch. Here's Jones
17: on the right-hand wing. Feeds it to Joplin. Joplin, 10-footer right side. Pinball's out. Alexander, the rebound. One and done goes Marquette. Trey Alexander up the floor. Stops top of the key. Feeds it to Ashworth. Ashworth against Jones. 2.27 to play first half and a turnover. Ashworth fed it over to Alexander. He tried to catch it with one hand and it just rolled out of bounds. Timeout on the floor. 2.26 to play. In half number one, fifth Creighton turnover will give it back to Marquette. When we return, 2:26 left first half, 42-34 Blue Jays. You're listening to NCAA basketball on Westwood One.
15: Finding quality candidates for your small business is no little league game, but Indeed can help you cover all your hiring bases. Their all-in-one hiring platform has smart tools to help you attract, screen, and hire quality candidates. And they don't just help you hire faster. Ninety-three percent of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Nix the hassle. Start hiring. Learn more at Indeed.com/slash/credit to expand your team today. Tax talk with straight talk
9: you give and you give. This tax season, you get with Straight Talk Wireless. You get a reliable 5G network and unlimited data and a Samsung Galaxy A14 included when you buy an extended silver unlimited plan yeah! so you can give your janky phone to your kid. Yeah! Switch
21: to Straight Talk for plans starting as low as $25 a line per month for four lines. Find us at straighttalk.com. For network management practices, visit straighttalk.com. Device offer ends for 1424. Online only. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Taxes and fees apply. This
20: year, Dell Technologies wants to help you
17: A reminder that Westwood One Sports is once again your exclusive home for both NCAA men's and women's tournament action. From Selection Sunday through the National Championship Games, you can hear the excitement here on many of these same stations, mobile devices, by downloading either the March Madness Live app or the free Varsity Network app. Or you can listen online at our website, westwoodonesports.com, where you can also find complete broadcast schedules, highlights, and more. This building will host a first and second round tournament this year. Creighton will not play in this, they cannot be in their home arena for any NCAA tournament games, but Creighton fans know for sure they will be in the tournament, as will the Marquette Golden Eagles, but right now creighton Stephen Bardo with the 42-34 lead, Blue Jays shooting 59% from the floor and 8 of 15 from 3 in the first half.
3: Yeah, they've gotten great looks and, you know, the ball is popping and moving, they got 8 assists on 17 made field goals, so you're getting good balance there with going one-on-one and also setting up your teammates via the bounce. but as long as Ryan Coltbrenner is running rim to rim and Creighton can get him to basketball it's not going to be a whole lot I think Marquette can do up front defensively they just got to try to keep pace on the offensive end with Cam Jones scoring the basketball
17: well, and one thing you've heard on this broadcast is the versatility that Creighton has at the point guard spot yes Stephen Ashworth is the point guard but Trey Alexander two years ago when Nemhard was injured for the season at a St. John's game. Trey Alexander, as a freshman, took over the point. They're very comfortable with him running the show and bringing the ball up, as evidenced by the fact he has five assists already today.
3: Yeah, and I'm surprised we haven't seen Ashworth move off the ball a little bit to free his his offense up a little bit. Ooh, we've got an injured... Trey Norman just went over to the bench. Looks like he's he's maybe sick to his stomach or something. Yeah,
17: I think Trey may have gotten ill at the moment and is over being tended to by the athletic training staff and near a garbage can so remember Oso Iguodaro is already out with illness it's not specific as to what that illness is but whatever it is Trey Norman is exhibiting signs of being ill right now Zade Lowry will start it over to the right side and Marquette to work in the left hand offensive zone Cam Jones will spin it around to Stevie Mitchell Mitchell on the left-hand side. Picked up on a switch by Shireman. Feeds it back out to Jones. Three left wing. That
3: shot partially blocked by Caulkwinter, but it ends up in the hands of Mitchell on the right block, and he lays it in. Great job by Stevie Mitchell. Those are key points there for Marquette keeping pace.
17: 42-36 Creighton. Ashworth feeds it over to Farabello now out of the free-throw line. And Shireman, one step behind it, feeds Ashworth left corner. Ashworth with a right-hand dribble. He'll back it out. Staring into the eyes of David Joplin around the burner screen. Picked up by Gold on the switch. Now hands it up top to Miller. Miller will work it around to Shireman. Shireman enters it. Left block. Caulkburner got three, But his shot blocked. The double comes in the block from Zade Lowry. And Marquette will go the other way with it. What a defensive play by the freshman. Marquette. Down six with a basketball. Penetration. Mitchell drives to the rim on the left side, and he lays it in. He split two
3: defenders to bring Marquette within four. Third layup on the other side of the rim for Mitchell here in the first half. Ashworth now with the Jays up by just four. Marquette hanging
17: around without Kolek or Iguodaro on the road. Ashworth top of the key. Lob to Kulkbrenner. Catches, takes it up. Shot won't go. Well defended underneath, Kulkbrenner again had trouble with Lowry. And now Lowry on the other end, three that won't go. Shireman the rebound for the Blue Jays. Oh, see Wow, six foot five, handling Brenner a couple of times today. Shireman steps back, defender got knocked back. He could not hit the three, and the rebound to Cam Jones. Oh, Chaka Smart is fired up on the Marquette bench, running around giving high fives.
3: Yes, he is because he knows his team is battling. On the road here, down two starters, and they are doing a fantastic job so far. Down four with
17: 15 seconds to play first half. Shot clock at 10 as Cam Jones will dribble middle of the floor. Jones looking left, looking right. Creighton has fouls to give, and plenty of them if they want to give them. Jones is fouled by Ashworth. 6.5 seconds to go in the first. Just the second
3: team foul against the Blue Jays. And so if I'm shocking Smart right now, I'm instructing my players, whoever catches the ball, go into your shooting motion. Because if they're going to foul you, you only got six and a half seconds left. Catch it, go into your shooting motion, you might get a three-point play opportunity.
17: They give the foul to Farabello, not Ashworth. So his first, one on Farabello and one foul on Trey Alexander for the Blue Jays. Two fouls against Creighton, one against Marquette in this first half. Jones will inbound. Jumps it into Gold. Gold working against and Drives inside. Takes oh, it up cool. and lays it in on the right block. And that will take us to halftime. Ben Gold, the 6'11 11. sophomore, finishing the half strong
3: for Marquette. Great. Only up two at home at halftime. Great response by Marquette. They got down eight points there. Looked like they are going to be in trouble. Stevie Mitchell gets an offensive rebound. A 6-0 run in the last 159. For
17: and at the end of the first half, a half that saw Creighton go nearly three minutes to close without a point. The Jays lead at 42 40 at halftime. When we return, John Stashauer rejoins us from our Progressive Insurance Studios with the halftime report. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today. This is Westwood One's coverage of NCAA basketball.
16: Now, in our last session, you said you were hearing noises. Terrible noises. Tell me more.
22: Same time every morning.
16: Mm-hmm. Can you describe them? Well, it starts like, yee,
22: and then turns into woo-woo-woo.
16: Mm, indeed. And does it also come with a thump
22: That's exactly what it is. How did you know, Doctor? This
16: is a symptom of not having an Apex Pro's water heater.
22: Doctor, I know my husband, and he would never... And the sound then goes, yip-yip, woo-woo-woo
16: hmm I'm writing you a prescription for an Apex Pros water heater.
22: You really think this will help?
16: Apex Pros? The pros who knows? First you doubt me, then you doubt the pros who knows?
22: I'm not doubting. I just didn't think my husband would make the such a... The
16: unnecessary suffering of surprise cold water I've seen it a thousand times. Apex Pros even has tankless solutions that provide never ending warm water. Wow. The crazy sounds will go away by tomorrow. Now here's my bill.
0: <laughs>
16: now about that sound.
7: It's
15: Alex the Apex Bear. We are the pros who knows. The
7: official plumber of The Columbus Blue Jackets ApexPros.com
21: People can't say enough amazing things about Vanskoy Hair Clinics. Men and women struggle with hair loss every day, and they completely change their lives. Vanskoy Hair Clinics is the only company in Ohio that has PRP, platelet-rich plasma, and the multi-unit hair grafting hair transplant procedure. Go to vanscoyhair.com for more info or call 614-432-8042. Here's what some of their hair transplant clients have said. Around 26-27, I lost almost all of my hair on top. It changed my life in ways that I cannot imagine. My hair is going to continue growing for the rest of my life. There is hope that you can do something about your hair loss. Multi-unit hair grafting gives you three times more hair per procedure, saving you time and money. Hair transplants are more affordable than ever, and PRP is a fast, easy, and effective 45-minute treatment for thinning or damaged hair. Call Vanskoi for a free consultation, 614-432-8042, or visit VanskoyHair.com. That's 614-432-8042. Find out what procedure will restore your hair. Fan.
7: I'm John Stash Hour, halftime in Omaha. Marquette Golden Eagles severely shorthanded today. They're playing without Tyler Kolak and Oso Igadoro, their second and third leading scorers. Kolak leads the nation in assists, and yet Marquette hanging tough, trailing by only two. The Blue Jays lead 42 to 40. A couple of other games today. Finals with ranked teams meeting. One of them was in the Big 12. Kansas got Kevin McCuller back from injury. The Jayhawks were coming off a home loss to BYU. But for the fourth year in a row, Jayhawks came up short at Baylor.
17: Bears with their foot on the pedal.
7: Ray
1: J. Dennis hurries down the floor to the right baseline. Now into the paint. Jackson on him. Slapping at him. Gives the ball away to Jacoby Walter. Walter outside to Jaden Nunn. And to shoot for the Bears, leading by 10 over the Jayhawks. Feed to John Wuna. Defender down. John Wuna lays it in. John Wuna stares at him on the ground. Baylor leads by 12 over Kansas. Listen to this crowd
17: in
7: Foster Pavilion. That's uh, John Morris, Baylor, Sports Media Network. There's one at 82 to 74. We had a good one in the SEC. Florida's been hot. They had won 9 of 11. They went to Columbia. They led South Carolina for much of the game, but the Gamecocks pulled it out at the end.
1: One minute left. All knotted
17: up at 74 points apiece. Meachie going to give it to Murray Boyles in the post. Guarded by Will Richard. Back to Meachie. Shot clock at five. Meachie
13: with a deep three.
1: Will
7: call a timeout 39.4 seconds left. Derek Scott Learfield 25 points. Jamichi Johnson, he shot 10 of 15. South Carolina beat Florida 82 to 76. Good one going now in the SEC. Under seven minutes to play. Arkansas leading at Kentucky. That would be an upset, certainly playing on the road. Razorbacks lead 87 to 83. Big Ten today. Illinois got 31 points from Wisconsin native Marcus Domask and beat the Badgers 91 to 83. Wisconsin was coming off that loss at Indiana. They've now lost seven of the last nine. Arizona ranked sixth, cruising at home. They lead Oregon 66 to 48. Our score at the half: Creighton leading Marquette 42 to 40. More to come. Stay with us to listen to NCAA basketball on Westwood One.
9: When you wake up well-rested on a great mattress, everything becomes clear. My life coach has a terrible life. Things you missed when you were tired finally reveal themselves.
22: I use memes as a coping mechanism.
9: At Mattress Firm, we know the right mattress matters. While supplies last, save up to 50% on select temper adapt floor models. All with free and fast delivery. The right mattress matters. We'll find yours.
6: Parts.
17: Jones off the shot bank, feeds it to gold, pushes it up to the top, and it'll go into the backcourt. Alexander down to grab it for the Blue Jays. He'll launch a three on the right wing. He'll hit. 28-21. Timeout, Marquette. Seven point. Creighton Lee.
7: Welcome back to Western West coverage of college basketball from the Progressive Insurance Studios. I'm John Stashauer, drivers who switch and save with Progressive. Save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today to find out if Progressive could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Crane trying to beat Number five, after beating number one in the country for the first time in school history, they had that nineteen point win over UConn. They did then lose at St. John's, and they beat Seton Hall the other night. They lead Marquette at halftime, forty-two to forty. It's a doubleheader on Westwood One, not a straight doubleheader. We have a little time in between after our game this here in Omaha. We got another one tonight, and it's a good one on the SEC. Fourth-ranked Alabama at fourteenth-ranked, uh, uh, fourth-ranked Tennessee, I should say, at fourteenth-ranked Alabama. They're playing for first place in the SEC. The Bama coach is Nate Oates.
2: You know, it's obviously not the SEC championship, but it's going to go a long ways in determining who the SEC champion is in the regular season. So expect to have a great crowd. Tennessee's tied with them in first place. They're one of the best, the highest-rated team in our league. I'm sure anything short of a Final Four run, they'd be disappointed with the end of the year. So it's a really good team we got coming in here with the SEC The league title on the line.
7: Alabama is the leading scoring team in the nation, averaging 92 a game. And in the earlier meeting at Tennessee, they were held to 71 in a Vols victory. number one team in the country is Houston. They've got a night game tonight at Oklahoma. The number two team is Purdue. They're playing tonight at home against Michigan State. UConn is ranked third. The Huskies will be playing tomorrow at home against uh, Seton Hall. And a couple other final scores from earlier today. Georgia Tech beat Florida State 85-76. And in the Big East, Villanova, perhaps a bubble team, maybe not quite there yet, but they helped their cause with a win today at Providence 71-60. Butler 82, DePaul 63. Good news for DePaul, the season will be over soon. They are 3-26. They are 0-18 in the Big East. Our score at the half, once again, is Creighton leading Marquette, 42-42nd to half coverage coming up. Stay with us. This is Western One's coverage of NCAA Basketball
6: safe auto insurance is now direct auto insurance what's the difference basically the name direct auto offers savings of up to 25 percent on state minimum coverage just like you're used to which means you never have to make trade-offs when it comes to paying for car insurance so don't even think about carpooling to work with talkative ted it's time to stop compromising and keep driving with direct auto Get a free quote at
20: directauto.com or call 1-877-GO-DIRECT. Savings vary. Terms apply. National General Group, Winston-Salem. Hey, it's Bobby Carpenter. And when my wife and I needed a new roof, we didn't know what to expect. And then we met with Newman Roofing. Their courteous and professional team members were phenomenal walking us through the process until we felt comfortable. So if you need a new roof, call 614-NEW-ROOF or visit them online at newmanroofing.com. This is Corey Sickles with Safe Harbor Wealth Advisors.
17: Get a complimentary second opinion to see if your portfolio is properly designed to achieve your goals before it's too late. Visit safeharboroh.com to schedule a complimentary meeting. safeharboroh.com My name is Brian. I've lost 42 pounds on Awaken 180.
4: I had a triple bypass in 2018.
17: I had a hip replacement two and a half years ago. My focus was just getting healthy and being consistent. With this plan, once you establish yourself, if I decide to cheat, I can cheat. I'm burning enough calories a day. I don't have any fear. You know, it's not really a diet. It's a lifestyle change. It changed my perspective on how to eat better and just kind of control yourself. And, and, and I hope what this does, I hope it enables somebody in their 60s that has poor health and no hope that gives them hope. That's my goal.
14: Wow. Thank you so much, Brian. This is Austin Ward. Brian sharing his Awaken 180 story
17: is the exact reason I continue to share my story with all of you. There's hope, there's a plan, and you will succeed with Awaken 180. Online at Awaken180WeightLoss.com or call 844-346-1800. The Fan! Staff in Omaha with the Creighton Blue Jays, number 12 in the land, leading 5th ranked Marquette, 42 to 40. We welcome you back to the CHI Health Center in Omaha alongside my partner and friend Stephen Bardo. I'm Kevin Kugler. Some of the numbers from this first half. Creighton shooting 53% from the floor. 8 of 16 from 3. 3 players in double figures. Shireman with 11. Alexander and Kalkbrenner each with 10. Shireman 11 points 7 rebounds. Alexander 10 points 5 assists and 3 rebounds. Stephen Ashworth who has over the last 11 or 13 games rather averaged 14 points per game scoreless in that first half for Marquette Cam Jones who's been red hot the reigning biggie's player of the week 15 points to pace Marquette but 8 points from Mitchell 7 points from Joplin they've been doing it today without Tyler Kolek and without Oso Iguodaro. and they miss some Stephen don't get me wrong but they haven't missed him as much as I think anybody expected them to. They've been really good today.
3: They have been, and everybody outside of that program didn't understand this is a culture game for Marquette. And so now you, you plug, in, plug in pieces. You see Mitchell and you see Joplin. The key for Marquette, in my opinion, is for Mitchell and Joplin to really up their scoring game here in the second half. They've got to keep pace with Creighton offensively. Then on Creighton's side, Colt Brenner is 5 of 8 from the floor, 10 points in the first half. Shireman and Alexander will get theirs, Kevin. I think they need to continue to get Ryan Coltbrenner running the floor in the paint. He's too big, too dominant for the front line of
17: Marquette. Does so it surprise you that Marquette's outscored Creighton 24-16 in the painted area in the first half? No,
3: not a, not, a, not that much because they're taking advantage of the mismatches, and you've got Joplin backing guys down and also Cam Jones so creative around the rim.
17: 42-40, Creighton with the advantage. As we close in on the start of the second half, final home game of the year for the Blue Jays, and they're trying to get, for the first time, multiple top five wins in the single season. They beat top-ranked UConn on this floor a couple of weeks ago, looking to do the same to number 5 Marquette, but just a two-point game at the break. Start of the second half is just ahead. You're listening to NCAA Basketball on Westwood One.
6: Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with everything I love. I loved my late father-in-law dearly. He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apellis, I've learned there's an advanced form of dry AMD called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, colors appear dull or washed out. For others, hazy or blurred vision make it hard to see details, like fine print on price tags. Many have trouble seeing in the dark, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you think you have GA, don't wait. Treatments are available. Ask a retina specialist about FDA-approved treatments for GA and go to gawontwait.com.
17: Marquette without Tyler Kolek, without Oso Iguodaro, down just two as we get set to start the second half in Omaha. Steven Bardo alongside I'm Kevin Kugler. Looking out on the Marquette huddle as they're huddled up before this second half begins. I'm somewhat surprised to see Trey Norman out there who's going through the layup line. We talked about it at about the four-minute mark. Trey Norman came out of a timeout and then made a beeline to the garbage can in the far corner, clearly getting sick, but he must be feeling better. He's out there going to try to give it a go in the second half.
3: Well, you know, they say if you're not showing bone, you should be able to play. (laughs) And So, you know, he wants to get out here with his teammates because this is a wonderful opportunity, a ranked opponent, a Big East opponent, and Creighton that you can come on the road and get a victory without two of your best players with Kolek and Igodaro, being out. That's a great challenge for Marquette, and I know that Mar- Shaka Smart is getting all that he can get out of these guys here this afternoon. What's that uh, you've told me before? There's medicine in that orange pill. That orange pill. <laughs> you touch that. You touch that orange basketball. Some medicine that comes out of it. You. you feel better instantly.
17: Well, he's trying to give it a go. At least we assume he will. He's back out there in the huddle. Marquette and Creighton getting set to go in this second half. A forty-two forty advantage. For the Blue Jays, as we start the second half, Baylor Shireman with 11 and 15 for Cam Jones to pace each of these two teams, respectively, two-point advantage before a packed house in Omaha. It's time for the start of the second half, sponsored by Indeed. Looking for quality candidates this year? Look no further than Indeed. Indeed's video interview tool takes the hassle out of virtual hiring. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Creighton with a 42-40 lead on the floor for the Blue Jays. It's the same five that started the game. Ashworth and Alexander in the backcourt with Mason Miller, Baylor Shireman, and Ryan Kulkbrenner up front for the Blue Jays in their home whites, tops and bottoms with blue numerals on the front and back for the Marquette Golden Eagles tonight, or today rather, in the dark blue uniforms with the golden numbers on front and back. They've yet to break their huddle, but it'll be Ben Gold, Cam Jones, Chase Ross, Stevie Mitchell, and David Joplin, the five that started the game, will start the second half for Marquette. Second horn blows. Officials go over and remind Marquette that when that second horn sounds, it's time to play basketball. Shaka Smart grudgingly agrees. (laughs) They break the huddle, and they're ready to play this second half. 20 minutes of basketball remaining in Omaha. Two teams that are going to be hoping to stay a long time in the NCAA tournament. Steven, two teams very capable of doing just that.
3: Oh, Marquette's one of the teams that people thought at the beginning of the year that were Final Four contenders. And now, the way that Steven Ashworth has been playing before the first half, Creighton seemed to be a... a final four candidate as well here we go cam
17: jones to work for barquette he'll drive around a gold screen lays it in with a left hand he's got 17 and we're tied at 42 great call by shaka smart to get him going to his strong left hand eight nothing run from last half to this for barquette to tie the game ashworth will underhand it to miller here's alexander weaving over to the right hand wing working against mitchell Left-hand offensive zone is where Creighton sets up. Miller with a shot fake. Drives past his defender. Gets inside. Misses the layup. Gold the rebound for Marquette. And Marquette, whose last lead was at 16-15, can grab the lead here. Jones to work. Penetrates, step back, three, top of the key. That won't go. Mason Miller, the rebound for
3: Creighton. You may see Jones put the ball up every time he touches here in the second half. Entry, Colt Brenner catches it high, keeps it high, floats it over the front of the rim and in, 44-42, Creighton. Marquette has zero answers for Colt Brenner right now in that post area.
17: Ross will feed it to Gold. who fakes the three. Wanted to drive. Blocked off by Caulfroner. Hands it back out to Mitchell. Mitchell working against Shireman. Spins to the left block. Shireman with a good challenge. The shot won't go. And Shireman will start it up the floor. The former quarterback west of here at Aurora High School. Former Jackrabbit of South Dakota State. Works it over to Alexander on the left-hand wing. Skip over to Ashworth. Ashworth back over to Alexander. Got an open look around a caulk runner screen. The three won't go. Bounces off the backboard in the shot clock and out of bounds to Marquette with Creighton up two.
3: Well, Tom Alexander had a pretty good look. He's good from long range in the first half. Didn't have a mark there. Cam Jones now will walk it up. He said those words
17: too often. Walk it up. Been a frenetic pace to this one. Jones across the timeline, stands top of the key, a little crossover over to Gold. Gold puts it on the deck, dribbles to the foul line, backs out now to Joplin in the right corner. Joplin will feed it over to Gold. Gold fakes the three, now trying to spin inside. Eight-foot shot, put shot, left it short, off-front of the rebound, tip to Ashworth. Ashworth will navigate up the floor from right to left over to Shireman for Creighton. Creighton with the basketball and a two-point lead, 44-42. Shireman working the right hand dribble brings it over the right side of the lane stops gets it out to Miller Miller Reconnects with the basketball gives it to Alexander Alexander dribbles to the logo in the paint back out to Miller three top of the key That's short. He thought he was fouled didn't get the call and Ross will bring it up the floor for Marquette Ross Now stops drops it off for Jones Jones around the gold screen trying to drive on Kalkbrenner goes from right to left Kalkbrenner stays with it Jones navigating inside has to back it out. Good defense by Kalkbrenner. Here comes Marquette. Joplin on the run, and he throws it down with one hand. A thunderous dunk to tie it at 44. Woo. That's bitter beer face material right there. <laughs> I see you, David Joplin. My goodness, that rim's still rocking. 44-44 tied up in Omaha. Shireman on the left-hand wing to Miller, top of the key. Fakes the three. Miller drives. Pivots, backs out. Ball Carom's into the hands of Shireman. Shireman bumped by Joplin. Crowd grumbling about no calls. Shireman in the paint, and there's a foul. A whistle on a reach in by Chase Ross, and you can hear the derision. That's just the second foul whistle against Marquette all day long. Now, lest
3: Creighton fans get ahead of their skis, they've only been whistled for two fouls today. You no, know, the, the officials have been consistent. They're letting them play. Get letting these guys put on display like David Joplin did over Colquitt. Oh my goodness. Ashworth will inbound, back to
17: Alexander, feeds it to Ashworth, still scoreless, Ashworth dribbling, kicks out Miller, a little bobble, feeds it over to Alexander, Alexander 12 to shoot, wriggles down the right baseline, bounces it off the window and in, Creighton back up top, 46-44, but here comes Marquette, on the move, Ross end-to-end attacking Ashworth, shot won't go, rebound Shireman, now it's Shaka Smart's turn to Grumble, he thought there was a foul on the other end, Ashworth dribbling to the elbow. Backs it out now, Shireman, he'll attack, jump stop in the paint, feeds Ashworth, top of the key three. First points for Steven Ashworth, and the Jays lead it 49-44. Great pace on the
3: offensive possession that time by Creek. Mitchell now on the right-hand wing. Gold will give it back to Mitchell. Two-man
17: game on the right-hand side. Mitchell flips it back over his shoulder to Gold on the right wing. Stayed on the right side. Mitchell now coming over to get it is Jones. Jones with Alexander on his hip. Drives into traffic. Feeds it to Joplin going up for the dunk again. But this time he's fouled. And David Joplin will work his way to the free throw line after the timeout. The foul on Kalkbrenner. His first sends us to the timeout. Creighton with a 49-44 advantage. 15:57 to play in the second half. This is Westwood One's coverage of NCAA basketball.
21: People can't say enough amazing things about Vanskoi Hair Clinics. Men and women struggle with hair loss every day, and they completely change their lives. Vanskoi Hair Clinics is the only company in Ohio that has PRP, platelet-rich plasma, and the multi-unit hair grafting hair transplant procedure. Go to VanskoyHair.com for more info, or call 614-432-8042. Here's what some of their hair transplant clients have said. Around 26, 27, I lost almost all of my hair on top. It changed my life in ways that I could not imagine. My hair is going to continue growing for the rest of my life. There is hope that you can do something about your hair loss. Multi-unit hair grafting gives you three times more hair per procedure, saving you time and money. Hair transplants are more affordable than ever, and PRP is a fast, easy, and effective 45-minute treatment for thinning or damaged hair. Call Vanskoi for a free consultation, 614-432-8042, or visit VanskoyHair.com. That's 614-432-8042. Find out what procedure will restore your hair
18: basics aren't basic because they're easy but because they're fundamental when the columbus crew soccer team prepares to kick off their season they practice the fundamentals dribbling passing shooting and defending and it's the same for the pros in any craft take an EcoFide ac clean and check the fundamental is airflow if it ain't right Nothing else will be. That's why it's a clean and check. First, we clean your coils and reestablish proper airflow. Then we check pressure and temperature, along with the electrical components. The other fundamental is establishing baselines and measuring improvement. Eco HVAC technicians use engineering grade sensors and software to establish your system's baseline so they can measure improvements in efficiency and health. It's improvements you'll see for yourself on their tablets and your energy bill. Because real professionals master the fundamentals. If that's what you want, get your Eco-fied clean cleaning check from the All Pro team of Eco Plumbers, Electricians, and HVAC Technicians
22: at GetEco.com.
17: The in Granger broadcast position at CHI Health Center. For the ones who get it done, there's Granger. You'll find supplies and solutions for every industry when you call. Click Granger.com or stop by over 250 Granger branch. Locations, 49-44, Creighton by five. A foul on Colkbrenner a moment ago. Free throws coming for Marquette in the second half. Jays are three of six from the floor. Marquette, two of six from the floor. Marquette hanging around despite no Tyler Kolek and no Oso Iguodara.
8: Yeah,
3: Cam Jones has been outstanding in terms of scoring the basketball, but also setting his teammates up. David Joplin, Stevie Mitchell having good games offensively as well. They need a four score. Can that be Chase Ross or Ben Gold? Marquette struggling
17: a little bit from three today. Five of 17 from three-point land, which is kind of a trend that we've seen from Creighton's defense over the last now four games. Their opponents are just 12 for 40, no, 12 for 50, rather, from three-point land. So the Jays defensively really clamped down on the arc. They're
3: doing a great job with Colt Brenner on the back line being able to stop everything at the rim. They can be more aggressive on the perimeter.
17: Here's Joplin at the foul line after the Colt Brenner foul. He hits the first. Joplin a 67 percent free-throw shooter. He was on the Julius Irving preseason watch list for the best small forward in basketball, the sixth man of the year last year in the Big East. Joplin's second free-throw good. Two for two for Joplin, who has 11 in this one. And a substitution, Zane Lowry, who's played some good defense for Marquette today. He'll check in for Joplin. Creighton with a lead and the basketball, Ashworth will bring it up the floor, the transfer from Utah State, bounces it over to Shireman, skip back over to Ashworth, and a rotation around to Alexandria, he'll feed it back to Ashworth on the left wing for three, that's well short, rebound caroms out into the hands of Stevie Mitchell and Marquette, we've got an injured player on the back end of the floor, it's Cam Jones who's down, limping badly, Gold will try the three, it won't go, and the rebound Shireman. Quickly up ahead. Jason Green driving against Jones. His shot blocked, pinned by Gold. It'll be a goaltending. Count the bucket. First two for Green. But the bigger story is Cam Jones favoring
3: his right leg. Yeah, and he just came up hobbled. I'm not sure exactly what happened. We didn't see it. But he's still laboring a little bit. But he's touching that basketball. So whatever <laughs> was hurting, is starting to feel better.
17: He's walking up the floor right now, not sprinting. We'll see if it affects him here. Jones. Dribbles top of the key, brings it over to the left side, flips it back over his shoulder. Gold, three on the right wing, got the three. Ben Gold over for 5 from 3 before that one falls, and Marquette within 2, 51-49.
3: A lot of confidence there by Ben Gold. A little amnesia. Ashworth to Shireman at the top.
17: Shireman holding it over to Alexander now on the left side. Alexander driving from the wing, gets into the paint, fades away for a tough 2 from 8 feet at a 53-49 Creighton lead. Jones will bring it up against Alexander. Drops it off behind him. A behind-the-back pass to Gold for three. It won't go, and Shireman the rebound off the miss. Pretty pass. Gold just couldn't connect. Shireman at the top of the key. Creighton up 53-49. 14.30 to go. Alexander driving, curling, drops it off to Green. A little bobble. Green gathers, banks it off the window, catches the rim, and it falls. 55-49, Creighton by six. 6 Jones will hustle it up into the front court for Marquette. Crowd frenzied again. The three at the top from Mitchell. Caroms off, no good. Into the arms of Ashworth. Long pass ahead, Shireman. Working on Jones. Layup won't go, but a foul on Cam Jones. His first, team's second, and Baylor Shireman headed to the
3: free throw line. Quick three by Mitchell, resulting in defensive imbalance on the part of Marquette, allowing Shireman to get down and almost get a three-point play opportunity.
17: As it stands, Shireman goes to the line. is an 85% foul shooter. And this is the first free throw attempt of the day for Creighton. It will be the fourth of the game. And Shireman good on the first. March Madness is coming to a court near you. Experience it live as the nation's best college basketball teams compete for a chance to cut down the nets. Secure your seats today at NCAA.com slash MBBTickets. That's NCAA.com slash MBBTickets.
3: Taylor Sharman, Big East, high in double-doubles. Just a unique player, one of the statistical juggernauts of college basketball. He's got his
17: 14th double-double today. Both free throws good. Creighton's lead, 57-49. Cam Jones on the left wing, working against Ashworth, trying to find some room to drive, nothing there. Spins on the left block, pitch shot, thrown out of bounds, but a foul is called on Steven Ashworth. First foul on Ashworth. He can't believe it. Trey Alexander can't believe it.
3: No.
7: I think there was a lack
3: of verticality on Ashworth's part. And Cam Jones, one of these crafty scores, he knows how to draw that contact, Kevin.
17: And he'll go to the line for the second time today. Jones, 77% on the year at the charity stripe, but he misses the first. 13.50 13.50 to go. Creighton matching its largest lead of the day at eight. Feels like a real important juncture for Marquette. Jones, second free throw is good. Seven-point ball game.
3: Snaps a 6-0 Creighton run. See if Marquette will change the defense at all. We saw zone one time in the first half. Ashworth will bring it up. Sticking with man for the moment.
17: Ashworth bouncing. Shireman to the rim. Misses. He got caught. Did he want to lay it in? Did he want to dunk it? He didn't either. And a golden opportunity loss for Creighton. Quickly to the other end. It's Trey Norman. Step back three on the left wing. That's well short. Tipped out of bounds off the hands of Ben Gold. And it'll go back to the Blue Jays. Norman was a little sick to his stomach in the first half. And after that shot, Shaka Smart feeling a little sick to his stomach. Norman will leave for Stevie Mitchell.
3: Yeah, that was a poor decision by Norman that time. And you could see Shaka Smart talking to him about that decision. In this type of game, you're down seven. You need quality shots. Ashworth will bring it up the floor for the Blue Jays. Brings it over
17: to the left-hand wing. 13-12 to play. Creighton up seven. Ashworth working around Jones. Drives past him all the way to the rim. He can't get the shot to fall, but he gets Cam Jones on his hip, who commits the personal foul. His first I see third of our teams, out. team's third. And so to the line goes Ashworth, maybe trying
3: to take advantage of a not 100% ankle for Cam Jones there. I agree. Set play, and Colt Brennan sealed his man, so open drive to the hole for Steve Ashworth. And Ashworth's first free throw is no good. If you can't get to a radio to hear Westwood 1, you can
17: now listen online to any and every college basketball game we broadcast this season for free by going to our website, Westwood 1 Sports. .com. Ashworth, 89% on the year. Second free throw is good. One for two for Ashworth. Jay's up eight again, 58-50. Coming up on seven minutes gone in the second half. Cam Jones will run it up the floor. Crossover dribble on the right side, trying to shake Jason Green. Spins past the line, and it's a steal. Shireman picks his pocket to the other end. Shireman runs it up. Layup this time is good for Shireman. Creighton with its largest lead, 60-50.
3: to Timeout. Marquette. Great job defensively, forcing the turnover, taking advantage. Creighton got the home crowd going now. Ten point lead. Gonna be tough for Marquette to cut into this. Twelve fifty three
17: to go in the second half. Time out on the floor with the Jays up ten. You're listening to NCAA
14: basketball on Westwood One. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile Small
7: business owners, we know finishing your to do list can feel like climbing a mountain, but that mountain is also covered in banana peels. Then, when something new gets added to your list, you're like, nope, I'm already climbing this huge, super slippery banana peel mountain of a to do list. At Progressive, we don't want to make your day any harder. That's why we make it easy to manage your policy on our mobile app. So climbing that banana peel mountain feels more like a leisurely stroll. See if you can save on commercial auto insurance in as little as six minutes at
21: progressivecommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Coverage subject to policy terms and conditions.
20: This year, Dell Technologies wants to help you do amazing things with their best tech. For a limited time only, save on select next gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, powered by Intel Core processors, and more. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Again, that's Dell.com slash deals.
17: A reminder that Westwood One is your home for 24 games during Conference Championship Week. Among the title games you can hear between Saturday, March 9th and Sunday, March 17th. Here we go. Deep breath, The Pac-12, the Big East, the Big South, the Ivy League, the SEC, the CAA, the American, the SOCON, the West Coast, the Big Sky, America East, the Ohio Valley, the Missouri Valley, Conference USA, and the Patriot League Championship 2 for a complete schedule or to listen to the live stream of any of our championship games, visit westwoodonesports.com.
3: Say that again real quick, Kevin. That's a lot of
17: basketball. That's all I'm going to say. That's all. 12.53 to go in the second half. We mentioned it a couple of minutes ago. It felt like a real dangerous moment for Marquette. Could they stay within shouting distance of Creighton? And we went to break and the first thing you said to me was Kevin, it doesn't take long with this Creighton team. They're up 10, 60 to 50.
3: Creighton's hit four of their last five shots and they're starting to get their rhythm and when Marquette takes quick threes that may not be in the right flow. Creighton takes advantage, able to advance the ball to Shireman. He gets on the line. So, you know, this Creighton team, you don't, you, even with Tyler Kolick and also Iguodaro, you don't have much room for error. But with those two not in the lineup, Marquette's got to play almost perfect to try to steal this one on the road down 10. Baylor
17: Shireman, over a 1,000 points at both South Dakota State and Creighton. He reached that 1,000-point mark in their last game. He's the 11th player in NCAA history to have a 1,000 points at multiple schools. That number's going to go up in the transfer portal era. We're certainly going to see others that have that kind of scoring. We saw with Jameer Young at Maryland. He reached that mark earlier this year. But the Baylor Shireman story is a pretty dramatic turn. A former high school quarterback who went to South Dakota State. He's from the state of Nebraska. He's come back here the last couple of years for Creighton. And he's really turned himself into not only an all-Big East player, but a guy who's got a very bright future at the next level.
3: Oh, his skill set will pl- plug and play any team in the NBA right now. David Joplin working against Steven
17: Ashworth. He'll fire it up top to Lowry. He'll launch a three, top of the key, and he'll hit it. What a big bucket for Marquette to cut it to seven. Zayn Lowry with the three.
3: Lowry's been outstanding here in Kolick and... Igadaro's absence. He's played well defensively. He's hit two threes today after hitting
17: five all year. Alexander at the top of the key Over to the right side and green Green in the right corner Will drop it to Ashworth at the elbow Skips it left side Shireman three left corner Won't go Rebound batted around Loose on the floor And we've got a whistle and a foul Brenner and Joplin collide As Brenner dove to try to get that ball And swat it forward Ryan Kalkbrenner picks up his second personal foul
3: And I like Brenner and David Joplin Just exchange handshakes Just to check on each other Because Brenner understands going after a loose ball and you start to get into guys' legs, it's a possible injury. So Cam Jones will walk it up. Everybody's fine. No tempers flaring.
17: Coming up on the 12-minute mark in this ballgame. Jones around the screen. He'll shovel it into the corner. Joplin with the fake. Drives inside. Banks it off the window. Won't go. Shireman with a rebound and a foul. Joplin's going to be whistled for the personal foul. A nudge of Shireman as he grabbed that rebound. And that'll take us to the under-12 Immediate timeout for Joplin. It's his first personal foul, and a timeout on the floor. Good ball game. Eleven fifty-six to go. Creighton sixty, Marquette fifty-three. You're listening to NCAA basketball on Westwood One.
19: Shop literally millions of new and used cars on Auto Trader. If you see a car on TV, driving by in your street, in your dreams. Whenever, really. Pretty much any car you see, you can find one like it for sale on
20: AutoTrader. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Keep your tires looking like new with Superior Coverall Tire Shine at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Our professional parts people can help you choose the right detailing supplies for your vehicle. And right now, get two bottles of Superior Coverall Tire Shine for just $18. See store for details. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store.
6: Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly Auto Parts.
14: Where are my basketball fans at? Welcome to Fandom 101. The NCAA men's hoop season is here, meaning it's time for you to bring a little charisma and chaos for your squad. Be the sixth man in the stand. NCAA Division I men's basketball. Attendance is encouraged. Passion is mandatory. Buy your seats today at NCAA.com slash tickets. class dismissed
19: shop literally millions of new and used cars on auto trader if you see a car on tv driving by on your street in your dreams whenever really pretty much any car you see you can find one like it for sale on auto trader
17: Be a VIP at the NCAA Men's Final Four in Phoenix with the NCAA Experience Official Ticket and Hospitality Packages. Official NCAA hospitality includes live entertainment, upscale food stations and beverages, appearances by NCAA legends, and much more. Be a VIP at the NCAA Men's Final Four in Phoenix. Visit NCAA.com slash VIP. I mean, sitting here next to NCAA legend Stephen Bardo from the 1989 Flying Illini, I mean, what more do you want on a Saturday afternoon, and a good ball game to boot Stephen Barto, 60 53, Creighton with a seven point lead over fifth ranked Marquette.
3: A heck of a ball game, and uh, Creighton has brought everything that we expected high offense, uh, great sharing of the basketball, guys at positions that are some of the best in the country in terms of Colt, Brenner, Shireman, and Alexander. But Marquette, I tell you what, we are seeing their program on display here this afternoon, minus Tyler Kolick, maybe the best point guard in the country. Also, Iguodaro, according to certain coaches in the Big Ten and Big East, maybe the, one of the best centers in the country. Minus those two, Marquette has really shown well, even though they're down seven here midway through the second
17: half. Well, you called it a culture game as we started this broadcast today for Marquette, yeah. where the culture of Shaka Smart shows it's not just about a player or a individual. It's about what you have as a culture, what you've established, and what you've built now in his third year. And part
3: of that culture, Kevin, is the belief that, guys, don't – don't put the jersey on if you don't think we can go into CHI Health Center and get this victory. It doesn't matter that two of your comrades are not with you this afternoon. That's what team is all about, and we're seeing that on display here by the Golden Eagles.
17: 60-53, to 53, Creighton with the basketball. They will inbound. Right-hand side of the floor. Baylor Shireman. Will inbound. Marquette's not going to apply pressure on the inbound. We've only seen that once or twice today.
3: Yeah, and I think because of their lack of depth with two starters being down, they want to be conservative in the way that they pressure, but we're going to start to see it now.
17: They will set a little bit of a pressure. Ashworth looks like they want to try to trap, and Ashworth has it poked for. He's going to have to get this quickly across the timeline. he was a the timeout. They had one second to push that across the half-court line as the ball was poked free, and Ashworth, the savvy veteran, knew you got to get that timeout called. You can listen to every Westwood One College basketball broadcast this season for free on the Varsity Network app. Download the Varsity Network app now and follow Westwood One Sports to find our games each week. You can also follow your favorite schools to make sure you don't miss any of the action. Today being Senior Day in Omaha, Stephen Ashworth, by class, is a senior, but he is not going to participate in Senior Day festivities the full expectation is Steven Ashworth will be back next year. Ryan Kalkbrenner is participating, but he could also return next year for the Creighton Blue Jays. and sort out all these who's got eligibility, who doesn't in the COVID era. They could get both Kalkbrenner and Ashworth back. Pretty big jump forward for a team that's likely to lose Trey Alexander and definitely is losing Baylor Shireman.
3: I tell you what, if you don't have anything guaranteed on the NBA side, uh, Creighton's not a bad place to come back to. I'll tell you that. Uh, No, not at all. As Ashworth (laughs) brings it
17: across. The half-court line, 13 to shoot as Alexander drives baseline. Skips it over to Shireman in the left corner. Eight on the shot clock. Shireman dribbles out left wing. Feeds Ashworth in the left corner. He'll launch a contested three. Grazes the rim, no good. And the rebound, Stevie Mitchell. With defense by Marquette. Now Joplin will bring it up. Walks flowing as he drives down the left baseline. Working against Jason Green. It's Pope Green, a turnover. Ends up with Ashworth. And the Jays will push it up the floor. From our right to our left. And Ashworth bounces it into the hands of Stevie Mitchell. A steal. Mitchell will drive on Ashworth, gets in the air, banks it off the window and good. 60-55, to 55,
3: Marquette within five. That's a culture play right there. Mitchell comes up with the steal and a tough finish, keeping Marquette close. Five-point game, Jays led by as
17: much as 10 just a moment ago. Ashworth on the left-hand side with 10.50 to play. Dribbles over to the right wing. Ashworth. tones in the left-hand dribble around the Kalkbrenner screen. Picked up by Gold on the switch. Lobs it down low to Kalkbrenner, and he threw it a little too tall. Kalkbrenner saves it in play for Shireman. Back it goes to Ashworth. Fakes the three. Now steps back three on the right wing. Rolls off. No good And the rebound by Joplin.
3: Huge break that time for Marquette. Can they close within three or two here?
17: We'll see if Jones can get it going again. Just three second half points for Jones. He had 15 at the break. 18 now for the ballgame. 10-20 to play. On the beak of the Jays logo at half court, Jones will dribble. Pushes a pass into the left corner to Joplin. Fakes the three, working against the freshman, Jason Green. Joplin scoops it to the rim, and good. 60-57. to Creighton's lead is down to three.
3: David Joplin's footwork impressive there to elude the defender.
17: Marquette run. Jays haven't scored in almost three minutes. Alexander gets in the air. Feeds it over to Ashworth on the left wing. Ashworth working it around to the right side. And Shireman. Shireman curling to the foul line. Stops. Turns. Feeds it inside. Kalkbrenner. shot, No, but a foul. He had Gold buried deep in that paint. A good feed from Shireman. And the contact from Gold will send Ryan Kalkbrenner to the line.
3: And Shaka Smart is asking for three seconds in the lane. He felt like Kalkbrenner was parked in there quite a bit. And he's begging the official right now to to consider the count in the post. Shaka
17: better be careful. He's gone out of that coach's box twice. He's back in there now as Kolf Brenner's free throw will not go. The NFL Combine presented by Noble is here, where a dream that starts small can get big and a name that's unknown can become the future. Next is here, the 2023 NFL Combine, all weekend long on NFL Network and streaming on NFL+. Plus. 9.47 9.47 to go Kaufbrenner's second free throw is good 1 for 2 on that trip 61-57 Creighton Marquette ball with Jones walking up Crowd trying to rally this Creighton defense Jones around the screen blocked off by Sharvin. feeds Joplin drives top of the key into the teeth of the Creighton defense through contact by Alexander he floats it home 61-59 Marquette within 2 Creighton hasn't hit a field goal in three and a half minutes. The entry to Kaufbrenner takes it to the rim. Now change that. Caught it and laid it off the window and in. 63-59. Creighton back up by four. Joplin on the left wing against Shireman. Joplin looking to penetrate. Nothing there. Back out it goes to Mitchell. Rotation around Cam Jones. Deep three on the right wing. Got it.
3: Splashes the three down. His third of the day. Marquette within one, 63-62. One of the most crafty scores in all of college basketball. Cam Jones taking what the defense gives him.
17: Ashworth around a high screen. Dribbles left side of the wing, nothing there. Backs it out now to Kalkbrenner. Kalkbrenner feeding Alexander. Alexander top of the key. Down it goes to Kalkbrenner. Lays it over the left side of the rim and in. little roll for Kalkbrenner to get two and at 65-62. Creighton by three. Great response there by Creighton. Now Joplin will go to work eyeing Coltrunner in the right corner. Tries to drive baseline against the big man. Goes from right to left and through the lane and then throws it into the backcourt and that'll be an over and back violation assuming Mitchell ever picks it up, which he does and it's over and back. Creighton basketball up three 65-62.
3: You see right now Joplin and, and all right, Chase Ross got a little miscommunication there resulting in turnover. See if Creighton can take advantage of it. Because Mitchell waited so long, Creighton will inbound right baseline out of
17: bounds. Feeds it to Alexander. Open three. Won't go. Rebound underneath. Shireman muscles it up. Somehow he wriggles into the left block, gets the rebound, and he draws the foul. He's headed to the free throw line for a pair.
3: That's rare that time for Baylor's uh, Shireman. Normally a, a tremendous defensive rebounder getting on the offensive glass this time.
17: Double-double today for Shireman, his 14th of the year. That's a league high, 15 points, 13 rebounds, and Shireman good on free throw number one. Stay up to date with Westwood One Sports by following us on X, the app formerly known as Twitter. In-game highlights, direct links to the list of the live games, behind-the-scenes photos, and more. Follow Westwood One Sports on X. Chase Ross will leave back in to Zaid Lowry. Second free throw, Shireman is good. He's got 17, tying Ryan Coltrunner for the Jays' lead. 67-62, Creighton by 5. Coming up on 8 to play in Omaha. Jones on the left wing. Shireman defending. Drives down the left block. That shot blocked by Coltrunner. Shireman scoops up the loose ball, and the Jays will bring it up the floor quickly. Ashworth. Driving into the paint. Bounces it in the left corner. Shireman off balance. Three. Won't go. Rebound tipped around and into the hands of Stevie Mitchell to Marquette. Numbers for Marquette. Mitchell drives all the way in. His shot blocked by Alexander. Who grabs the loose ball? Alexander does not have numbers. He's going to back this one out into the right corner. Now starts it up top. Ashworth. Open three in the scramble. That three will not go. And the rebound Ben Gold. Boy, Marquette caught a couple breaks there the last couple possessions. Jays just one for ten from three in the second half. Mitchell over to the right-hand side. Crossing over against Farabella. Feeds it to the top. Gold for three. Won't go. Rebound to Steven Ashworth, his second. Now Ashworth. With the Jays up five, brings it up into the left-hand offensive zone. The entry to the right block and Kalkbrenner backs it out. Shireman, three right wing. That won't go. Rebound, gold. One for 11
3: from three. And Steven, these have been some wide-open shots they're missing. Wide-open looks. Creighton doing a great job of ball moving. You see McDermott clapping his hands, getting the fans involved. And Jones will walk it up from left to right for Arquette. Down by five. 6.45
17: to go. Jones on the right-hand wing. Trying to find room against Kalkbrenner. Backs him out into the corner. Now drives on him. Running left-hand hook is good.
3: 67-64. Marquette within three. Jones is so much fun to watch. Just takes his time and gets to his spot.
17: Jones with 23. Ashworth around the screen from Sharman. Shireman gets the basketball back against Zade Lowry. Here's Kalkbrenner, top of the key. Gold on his right hip. Hands it to Ashworth This as Kalkbrenner. Around the Caulk printer screen, Ashworth with nowhere to go. Feeds Farabello the lob underneath and an ill-advised pass. Caulk Brenner, all kinds of traffic, and it's a turnover. Ball loose on the floor, scooped up by Zane Lowry of Marquette. Now Jones will bring it across. 6.05 to play second half. Three-point, Creighton lead. Jones, left wing. Works it around to Mitchell. Mitchell to the right side and Joplin. Joplin, a little jab step. Nowhere to go. Can't dislodge Shireman. Calls for some help. Gets it from Gold. Now right back it goes to Joplin. Penetrates to the foul line. Feeds it back out. Joplin gets it back from Gold. Steps back three. Right wing. Raises the iron. No. Long rebound. Joplin got his own. He'll go to work against Farabello. Gives up a lot of height and weight. Skip pass to Gold. Works it around top to Jones. Swings it now to Mitchell. And Mitchell bumped by Farabello on the right wing as he tries to drive. And that'll take us to a timeout. 5.34 to play in this second half. Creighton in a two and a half minute scoring drop, but they still lead at
15: 67-64. You're listening to NCAA basketball on Westwood One. Running your own business can feel a lot like running a one-person relay race. When you've got to expand your team, share the baton with Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring platform has smart tools to help you attract, screen, and hire quality candidates to your roster. And they don't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent
20: Indeed survey.
15: Nix the hassle. Start hiring. Learn more at Indeed.com
20: credit to expand your team today. This year.
15: the
7: of one Studios the Arizona Wildcats ranked six today they shot 61 percent 56 percent from three had three guys score 21 or more Arizona blew out Oregon 103 to 81 Kentucky Wildcats had that nail biting win the other night at Mississippi State today at home trailed Arkansas in the second half but Kentucky pulled out the win 111 102. Also in the SEC, South Carolina beat Florida 82-76. South Carolina 12-4 in SEC play. Tennessee and Alabama both 12-3. They played tonight for first place. You can hear that game on Westwood 1. Right now, we've got the Big East going. Looks like a good finish. Marquette, great. Let's get back to Kevin and Steve. John, thanks so much. A 67-64 lead for the Blue Jays. Marquette
17: without two of their best players. Stephen, they're hanging around on the road.
3: Doing a great job led by Cam Jones and but he's also getting really good contributions. Stevie Mitchell stepping up big time. You're also seeing uh, Ben Gold is starting to shoot a little bit better. He's got made one of his eight threes. But David Joplin coming through with 15 points of his own. So Marquette doing a great job here, staying close.
17: Kevin Kugler and Steven Bardo at our Granger Broadcast position at CHI Health Center with games on the line. Count on Granger. Choose from over a million industrial grade products with 24-7 support and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com. Or just stop by. The Jays with 67-64 lead, 534 to go. Possession arrow favoring Creighton. But the Jays have been ice cold in this second half from three. Normally they're bread and butter. It's been a rough day for Steven Ashworth, just one of seven from the floor.
3: And I, I don't know if it's a fatigue thing, Kevin, or not, but you know, Creighton's getting really, really good looks, and they're just not converting. Marquette
17: with the basketball, right-hand offensive zone. Cam Jones top of the key, working against Trey Alexander. Has to back it out to gold. 11 on the shot clock, Gold feeds it to Jones, 3, top of the key, rolls off, it won't go but an offensive rebound, second chance now, the feed to Joplin, Joplin's jumper won't go but a foul, he's bumped by Shireman, and Joplin
3: works his way to the foul line after foul number 1 on Baylor Shireman. Lowry continues to make plays off the bench for Marquette, good job on the offensive rebound, finding Joplin to draw that contact. Seventh offensive rebound for Marquette this afternoon. Through the line goes Joplin.
17: 67% on the year. He's 2-for-2 today. And he misses the first. Every Westwood One College basketball broadcast this season is once again available on all Alexa-enabled devices. Just say Open Westwood One Sports and you'll be taken straight to the action. That's Open Westwood One Sports to listen on Alexa. One for two as Joplin hits the second. Makes it a two-point game, 67-65. Three-quarter court pressure here for Marquette. Ashworth will weave through it around a screen from Kalkbrenner. Gives it to Shireman. Back it goes to Ashworth. Ashworth pointing out to the left. Setting some tra- traffic and getting things set up in the offensive end. Ashworth now over to the left side. Chest pass over to Farabello. One dribble to his right, now two. He'll back it out near the timeline. Shot clock at eight for Farabello. He'll drive all the way inside. Goes left to right on a That's diagonal and lays it in with a right hand. 69-65. Jays by four. Here's Cam Jones sizing up Baylor-Shireman. Picked up by Colt on a switch. Jones will push it out with a left-handed hand. Joplin. Joplin on the left wing. 16 on the shot clock. Pound on the right-hand dribble against Ashworth. Joplin stops in the paint. Leans in and banks it off the window and good. He's got 18. Marquette within two. 69-67. Creighton coming up on the four-minute mark in this second half. Ashworth will bring it over to Farabello. Back it goes to Ashworth. Two-man game top. Now the skip into the left corner. Shireman catches. Launches the three. And just the second made three in the second half for Creighton. Stretches the lead to 72-67.
3: Great skip pass by Ashworth against the defense. Easy look for Colt Brennan in the corner pocket. Cam Jones...
17: Brings it over to the right-hand side against Paul Brenner, trying to drive. Big man blocks him off. Hand off to Lowry. Lowry feeds it to Gold. Gold driving into Ashworth, and a foul is called on Ashworth. Trying to draw the charge. Instead, it's a blocking call against Stephen Ashworth. It'll be his second personal foul. The 16th foul against Creighton. Each team with six. That means any fouls the rest of the way, we're getting free throws. 3.51 to play in the second half of the timeout. On the floor, 72-67. Creighton with the five-point advantage over Marquette. You're listening to NCAA Basketball on Westwood One.
5: If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy
4: mountaintop. Then once you get there... Keep going, because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real
15: adventure available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions.
16: Wendy's new Breakfast 2 for $3 Biggie Bundles let you create your own delicious combo. Choose from a sausage biscuit, egg and cheese biscuit, small seasoned potatoes, and a medium hot coffee. But it's obvious which combo's the best. Sausage biscuit and small seasoned potatoes. Well, maybe it's the fresh cracked egg and cheese biscuit with a medium hot coffee. Or two savory sausage biscuits.
20: Yeah, whichever you pick,
16: you can't go wrong. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new New two-for-three-dollar Biggie Bundles. Limited time only. U.S. price of
21: participation may vary. Not valid in a combo. Single item, a regular.
15: Running your own business can feel a lot like running a one-person relay race. When you've got to expand your team, share the baton with Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring platform has smart tools to help you attract, screen, and hire quality candidates to your roster. And they don't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Nix the hassle, start hiring. Learn more at nd.com slash credit to expand your team today.
17: A, a reminder to join us again tonight for our next broadcast of College Hoops on Westwood One as the Alabama Crimson Tide host the Tennessee Volunteers. Ryan Radke and Tony Delk will have all the action beginning at 745 Eastern. You can listen for free via the Varsity Network app online at our website westwoodonesports.com or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. If it's NCAA basketball, it's on Westwood won. Neither team shooting at quite the clip they shot in the first half, Stephen Bardo. Marquette 42% from the floor in this second half, 3 of 11 from three. Creighton 48% from the floor, but just 2 of 12 from three-point land. Creighton still leading, 72-67 with 3.51 to go.
3: So I think we're we're, we're starting to see the end of a regular season, end of a very hard-fought game. The legs are a little bit short. Fatigue a little bit of a factor here coming down the stretch, which would favor Creighton. Based on their personnel being available in Kolick and, and Igodaro out for Marquette. A little bit of a game where he said each team's been whistled for six fouls, so the one and
17: one coming on the next foul, barring it not being a shooting foul. Two timeouts each for these two teams, and the possession arrow points the direction of Creighton at the moment with 351 to go. The Jays with a five-point lead. On the floor for Creighton. Farabello, Shireman, Colt Brenner, Alexander. And Ashworth Been a struggle today for Ashworth offensively. Cam Jones, Ben Gold, David Joplin break the huddle for Marquette. They're joined out there by Stevie Mitchell and Zane Lowry, the freshman from Springfield, Missouri, who's given some nice minutes for Shaka Smart's
3: team today. He really has. As you mentioned, he's played some really good defense, but found himself on the offensive glass a couple times for some critical possessions for the Golden Eagles.
17: Up off the floor, Stephen Ashworth borrowed a towel from the Marquette bench. Now, the mop kids coming out to mop it up. We so saw our officials mopping, Stephen Ashworth mopping. Now, mop kids out, <laughs> and that mop is bigger than the kid himself. <laughs> he, he probably had to figure out if he could lift it himself before he got out there on the floor. Oh man, Marquette will inbound left baseline lob in the joplin. Shireman out on him. Picked up now on a switch by Alexander. Joplin got in the air, and he almost threw it away. Saved into play, and then Karim's off the hands of Lowry. Up ahead to Ashworth. He has it poked free. Ball loose on the floor. A scramble situation for it, and a timeout. Ashworth gets the basketball in his lap, and a timeout, I believe, was recognized, or is it a foul? It is a timeout called by Creighton. So they have one timeout remaining, and... Greg McDermott thought there was a foul in there before a timeout was recognized. So the Jays down to one timeout left with 3.36 to
3: play. It looked like they were going to have an easy layup, and Ashworth lost the handle. Ball goes on the floor, mad scramble, and Creighton gets the timeout. Westwood One is once again your home for complete
17: coverage of March Madness from Selection Sunday on March 17th until the Nets are cut down in Phoenix and Cleveland. We'll bring you live exclusive action of both the 2024 NCAA men's and women's
3: basketball tournaments on Westwood One and westwoodonesports.com. Kevin, on that last sequence there, Stevie Mitchell comes up grabbing his right forearm as if he was hurt. And then you saw uh, Zayn Lowry kind of shaking up, coming away from that exchange. So we have to see who's going to come out here for Marquette. You've got five out of the huddle right now. And
17: I see Mitchell still out there on the floor. So Mitchell, Joplin, Ross, Gold, and Jones out there for Marquette. Looks like Lowry going to the bench right now in this possession. Inbound to Alexander. On the right wing for Creighton. Around the screen from Ashworth, a jarring screen. Alexander skips it into the right corner. Farabello open three, got it. A big kiss to the crowd from Francisco Farabello on his senior day. And it's 75-67. Creighton by eight. Quick attack on the other end. Mitchell driving down the left baseline, able to get to the rim and bank it home. 75-69, Creighton's lead back to six.
3: I mean, Mitchell didn't care that Farabella was there. He just went right through him to the bucket.
17: Ashworth now across the timeline. Sliding under three to go. Shireman open three left corner. Rolls it home. And those open looks are starting to fall for Creighton. 78-69 Blue Jays. Jones now to work. Step back. Gold gives it back to Jones. He was held up by Kalkbrenner on the cut to the rim. Coming from the left side wing towards the rim. And Kalkbrenner with the hold means a one-and-one coming up here for Jones.
3: Nope. We saw yet another wide-open look off the penetration from Trey Alexander. And Farrell Bello hits a big one. Then Baylor Shireman comes right behind him, one in the opposite corner. Creighton was cold there for a little bit. Not now.
7: Jays have hit their
17: last four shots from the floor. Jones at the line. The front end of the one-and-one one is no good, and Shireman secures his 15th rebound of the afternoon. Best rebound in Big East. 23 points 15 rebounds 235 to go Creighton up 78 69 Ashworth working the dribble just standing and dribbling with 10 to shoot looking over this Marquette defense feeds it over to Trey Alexander Alexander around the call printer screen 4 to shoot Alexander feeds Shireman left corner open 3 got it Largest lead for the Blue Jays, 81-69. And a senior day to remember for the senior Baylor Shireman. 26 points, 15 rebounds.
3: Creighton closing in on their second top five win of the year. Great ball move at that time. Shireman getting the same shot from the same location, same result.
17: Today's broadcast at NCAA Basketball in Westwood One is intended solely for the private, non-commercial use of our audience. Any reproduction, retransmission, or other use of this broadcast without the express written consent of the Big East Conference in Westwood One is strictly prohibited. 2.14 to go, and Baylor Shireman, the story of Baylor continues to grow. The first ever... In Division I basketball with 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, 500 assists, and 300 threes. And he's put that full game on display today, Stephen. 26 points, 15 rebounds, 6 of 12 from 3, 3 assists, and the man never leaves the floor. He's played 36
3: minutes today. And you know what, Kevin? The thing I love about his game is that nothing's really forced, right? If you look at his numbers... You said he's 8-17. He was getting good looks. Some of those weren't falling, but he never lost his confidence in those last two threes. Maybe the daggers here to get this double-digit lead against Marquette, but outstanding job by Shireman leading the game. Come to him is still being statistically dominant today well creighton went through
17: that cold spell that you referenced steven but since they snapped it it's been all blue jays have hit their last five shots and a 12-2 avalanche of points against marquette over the last two minutes and now with 214 to go on the road you've not had a lot of depth
3: today for shaka smarts team it's do or die time right now yeah they got to get some looks and some quick looks not necessarily from three because they've been pretty good in the paint this afternoon have been the Golden Eagles, but you got to get some points quickly and get into your pressure because you can't exchange possessions right now. Too late in the game with this eleven or 12-point deficit. 81-69, Creighton,
17: 2.14 to go in the second half. The inbound coming to Stevie Mitchell. He'll walk it up the floor. Left to right goes Marquette. Mitchell bumped as he gets down the right side of the lane by Trey Alexander. That'll be foul number two on Alexander. Eighteen team foul on the Blue Jays. And a one-and-one one coming up for the normally reliable Stevie Mitchell, a 75% free throw shooter.
3: Well, generally, when you have that kind of call and you get that type of outcome, did Marquette, yeah, that's Steve about as good as you're going to get. An opportunity to score with no time going off the clock.
17: And Mitchell at the line, front end of the one and one is good. He'll get the bonus. Solid day for Mitchell. Thirteen points, nine
3: rebounds. Wonder what they're going to talk about on the K1 and Stewie show. Their next episode: <laughs> Cam Jones and Stephen Mitchell. Stevie Mitchell have their own podcast. Second free throw,
17: no good. He'll probably talk about that missed free throw. That'll <laughs> stick with him for a couple of days. Alexander will bring it up before bump by Mitchell. Brings it across the timeline. Mitchell on his hip. Alexander will feed it over to Ashworth, Ashworth now trapped along the near sideline, needs some help, picks up his dribble, gets it from Farabello, feeding it over to Alexander, Alexander penetrates, he'll back it out with eight to shoot, looking up at the clock, looking against Cam Jones, sizing him up, turns down the call for screen, he's bumped by Jones on his way down the left side of the lane, just the second foul on Jones, You talk about best-case scenario, Creighton uses the almost almost the entire 30-second shot clock And then a foul sends Alexander to the wide for
3: a one-and-one Yeah, Trey Alexander is a great pressure release You can put it in his hands to use it to make the right decision He's got enough of this offensive repertoire to create in that situation 14
17: today for Alexander, first free-throw attempt for the 81% shooter And the front end of the one-and-one is good We talk about the depth of Marquette taking a hit today with no Tyler Kolak and no Oso Iguodaro. Creighton doesn't use their bench very often. Brenner, Alexander, Shireman, and Ashworth each have
3: played 34 minutes or more today. Great conditioning with these guys. Fewest fouls in college basketball as well. Creighton.
17: 83-70, 13-point Blue Jay lead, their largest lead of the afternoon. Jones, a quick three on the other end. It's strong off the heel on the rebound. They'll go out of bounds to Creighton with 90 seconds to play. And the hill becoming very steep for Marquette. Creighton closing in on their second top five win of the season. They beat number one UConn here a couple of weeks ago. Long inbound into Farabello. Farabello runs it to the rim. Layup is good. 85-70. Creighton by 15. Mitchell, behind the back dribble, working against Ashworth, lays it up, and it's 85-72. Marquette within 13, Ashworth bounces it ahead to Shireman, Shireman will bring it across, he'll stop at the top of the key, backs it up to Alexander, and the crowd applauding. They can see the finish line, so can these Blue Jays. Home finale, and Creighton closing in on win number 22 in their second over a top five team this year. Alexander at the top of the key. The three up, way off. Carams to Brenner for the two-hand flush. And perhaps the exclamation point on a Creighton win. 87-72, Blue Jays. Contested three from Joplin in the left corner is good. And Marquette within 12, 87-75. Here's Alexander fouled. As he's sandwiched by two Golden Eagles, Joplin with the foul, and Alexander will march to the other end
3: for a free-throw opportunity. Great job by Creighton in terms of keeping Marquette from scoring the basketball at will and then coming down and being very, should I say, smart with the basketball, either getting quality looks or free-throw opportunities.
17: Alexander back to the free-throw line. 16 today for Alexander. 11 assists for Alexander, and the free throw is good. Today, Trey Alexander passed a big name on the Creighton scoring list. He went past Bob Gibson. That Bob Gibson, the Cardinal great, who also played basketball at Creighton. He was 25th all-time in scoring at Creighton. He's not anymore. Trey Alexander has gone past the great Bob Gibson on the move. Mitchell's shot is blocked by Brenner. A substitution timeout, I believe, is being called by Creighton. They want to get Jason Green into the game so that there can be a big round of applause on senior day. Jason Green. Trey Alexander will leave. Will it be the last time he plays on this floor in a Creighton uniform? He's not a senior, but he's got an opportunity at the next level. Josiah Doetzler checking in for the first time today Francisco Farabello will leave on Senior Day, gets a big hug from Greg McDermott here comes Isaac Trout and there goes Ryan Polkbrenner. a big hug leaning on the shoulder of his head coach Baylor Shireman will leave, big ovation 26 points
14: 16
17: rebounds in his final home game at Creighton and Stephen Ashworth will lead. Jonathan Lawson onto the floor now for the Blue Jays. 89-75. Dotzler will walk it up. Marquette knows this one's over. The crowd, CU chants
3: begin to echo. Great performance here by Creighton. They got pushed. Marquette gave it everything they had. Down a couple starters, but... Creighton showing you why they are a Final Four favorite among a lot of prognosticators. It'll be dribbled out by Doetzler.
17: And for the first time in school history, Creighton notches multiple top five wins in the single season. They snap a three game losing streak to Marquette and knock off the fifth
3: ranked Golden Eagles. 89-75. to Craig may be playing their best basketball at the best time of year. Great win to close out the home stanza and send their seniors with a good taste in their mouth on their last game on this floor. Blue Jays have one more game in their regular season at Villanova next weekend. Marquette has to get back and get healthy quickly because UConn comes calling midweek. I believe Tyler Kolek and also Iguodaro, if they're not showing bone, they'll be playing in that one for sure. Final score, Creighton 89, Marquette 75. When we
17: return, John Stashauer rejoins us from our Progressive Insurance Studios with the post-game report. For a job you'll love, visit progressive.com slash careers. You're listening to NCAA Basketball
12: on Westwood One.
9: Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Barron Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates are on un- Without
20: the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Grainger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just out by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
7: I'm John Stash Hour. Game one of a Westwood One College Hoops doubleheader. Today we got Tennessee and Alabama tonight. We start things with the Big East. Marquette and Creighton sitting in second and third place in the conference, ranked fifth and twelfth in the country before tip-off. News that Marquette would be severely shorthanded this afternoon. Tyler Kolek, last year's Big East player of the year, leads the nation to assist. He's got an oblique injury, and then Oso Iguodoro got ill, so Marquette was without its second and third leading scores. And yet seven minutes in, they had a one-point lead. Creighton would then go on a 13-5 run. Jones off the shot fake,
17: feeds it to goal, pushes it up to the top, and it'll go into the backcourt. Alexander down to grab it for the Blue Jays. He'll launch a three on the right wing. He'll hit. 28-21. Timeout, Marquette. Seven point, Creighton Lee.
7: With under seven minutes to go in the first half, both teams would heat up a little bit. Drops it off to Alexander around a call printer screen. Big man's back on the floor. Here's Shireman.
17: Step back three on the right wing. Rolls it home. Baylor Shireman with 11 on his senior day. And a 33-26 Creighton lead. And Jones with a left-hand dribble pushes it to the left wing. Trey Norman feeds it back to Jones. Top of the key. Deep three for Jones, and it's good. He was three feet behind the line, and he hits the three. 33-29 Creighton by four.
7: Cam Jones is Marquette's leading scorer, and he would keep the Golden Eagles in it, finish with 23 points. Early second half, at halftime, we had a two-point lead for Creighton at 42-40, and then early second half, we had ourselves a tie game. Jones navigating
17: inside. Has to back it out. Good defense by Kalkbrenner. Here comes Marquette. Joplin on the run, and he throws it down with one hand. A thunderous
3: dunk to tie it at 44. Ooh, that's bitter beer face material right there. I see you, David Joplin. My goodness, that rim's still rocking.
17: 44-44 tied up in Omaha.
7: Creighton would be up 49-46, and the Blue Jays would go on an 11-4 run. Coming up on seven minutes gone in this second half, Cam Jones will run it up the floor. Crossover dribble on the right side, trying to
17: shake Jason Green. Spins past the line and it's a steal. Shireman picks his pocket to the other end. Shireman runs it up. Layup this time is good for Shireman. Creighton with its largest lead, 60 to 50. Timeout, Marquette.
7: Yeah, you thought at that point the Blue Jays might just run away with this thing. They did not. you got to credit the shorthanded Golden Eagles. They went on a 7-0 run. They got it down to 1. Back out it goes to Mitchell. Rotation around Cam Jones. Deep 3 on the right wing. Got it. Splashes the
17: 3
3: down. His third of the day. Marquette within 1. 63-62. One of the most crafty scores in all of college basketball. Cam Jones taking what the defense gives him.
7: Yeah, but they would never regain the lead in that second half. Creighton had the answer, a 19-7 run. They put this game away. Ashworth working the dribble. Just standing and dribbling with 10 to shoot. Looking over this Marquette defense. Feeds it over to Trey Alexander.
17: Alexander around the call printer screen. Four to shoot. Alexander feeds Shireman. Left corner. Open three. Got it. 81-69, and a senior day to remember for the senior Baylor Shireman, 26 points, 15 rebounds. Creighton closing in on their second top five win of the year.
7: Final was 89-75. to Yeah, that win over UConn was the first time in the school history they had beat the team ranked number one. They come back and beat fifth-ranked Marquette today for the Golden Eagles, just their second loss since mid-January. Let's get you back to Omaha and hear from the guys who called it, Kevin Kugler and Stephen Barnum. All
17: right, John, thank you so much. Yeah, Marquette, 22-7 and now, 13-5 and in the Big East. But this Marquette team, when they're fully healthy, can beat anyone in college basketball. And, Creighton is showing that when they're healthy and clicking, they too can beat almost any. Remember, Creighton made the Elite Eight a year ago. They're twenty-two and eight. They're thirteen and six in the Big East. They've got wins over the two teams ahead of them, UConn and Marquette. And this Creighton Blue Jay squad has a lot of potential trying to better their Elite Eight performance from a year ago.
3: I mean, Kevin, we saw them overcome a one and one for ten stretch from three in the second half, and then they caught fire and won this game going away. So that's just a, a really good example of what this Creighton ball club can do potentially on the offensive end.
17: 26 points, 16 rebounds to lead the way for Baylor Shireman. 19 points, 6 rebounds for Ryan Kolkbrenner, 18 points and 11 assists for Trey Alexander. And Trey Alexander, the first Creighton player to have back-to-back points, assists, double-doubles since Maurice Watson Jr. in 2016. So it's been a minute. And Trey Alexander's had back-to-back points, assist double-doubles. Francisco Farabello on his senior day with 12 points in 18 minutes. Marquette on the day shoots 47% from the floor, 23 from Cam Jones. He's continuing the heater he's on. David Joplin with 21. Excellent performance for Joplin. Stevie Mitchell with 15 points and 9 rebounds to pace Marquette today but Marquette just saw too much too late from Creighton those three started to fall after the one for ten start in the second half Creighton would end up going four for six the rest of the way from three and they'd, cru- they'd cruise to an 89-75 win. Stephen it's time to select the O'Reilly Auto Parts coaching move of
1: the game.
3: You know I thought Greg McDermott did a great job of putting Francisco Farabello in when Creighton was struggling offensively. He ends up Didn't miss a shot, five or five from the field, 12 points, and only second double figure game this season. So, Farabello brought his A game when uh, Creighton needed it the most. That's the coaching move of the game
17: sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Francisco Farabello being honored right now. The senior night festivities occur after the game at Creighton. Some do them before, some do them after. Creighton chooses to do it after the game, and Francisco Farabello being applauded with a standing ovation from the crowd remaining here in Omaha.
3: I like that decision by Creighton because I remember doing it before our last home game, and too much emotion. I like doing it afterwards. Westwood One is once again your home for the Big East Conference
17: championships on Monday, March 11th. It's the women's basketball title game beginning at 6.45 p.m. Eastern. Later that week, the men's semis and finals from Madison Square Garden in New York City. Doubleheader coverage on Friday, March 15th tips off at 5.15 p.m. Eastern, followed by the championship game Saturday night at 6.15 p.m. Eastern. Right here on many of these same Westwood One stations, for more details or to listen online for free, visit BigEast.com or Westwood One Sports. .com. With the loss today for Marquette, they fall, as I mentioned, to 13-5. and Creighton elevates to 13-6 and in the Big East, but UConn is in the Catbird seat, and they are in control 15-2 and down the stretch. They've got a chance to put this thing away and really salt it away before that final week of the season. And
3: I tell you what, Kevin, I think they're better this year than they were last year with Cam Spencer coming into his zone and uh, clinging, doing his thing. So you've got a, a UConn team that... It's right in the ship at the right time, and they're going to be dangerous. Well, Stephen Bardo,
17: I, you and I spend an inordinate amount of time together in the winter months, but it's a pleasure to do it on this side of the broadcasting world. And I, I have a feeling that we're going to do this again in a couple weeks, maybe in the same spot. I don't know. I don't want to speculate on anything, but I feel pretty good about those chances.
3: Yeah, it would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? That would be very cool. Great job, Kevin. Always always.
17: always a pleasure, my friend. Eighty-nine seventy-five 75 Creighton. With the win over fifth-ranked Marquette, there's still more to come as we wrap up this one right now. Let's go back to John stashour in our Westwood One studios.
7: All right, Kevin, thanks very much. Yeah, we got the college hoops scoreboard coming up, so stay with us. This is Westwood One's coverage of NCAA basketball.
16: Now, in our last session, you said you were hearing noises. Terrible noises. Tell me more.
22: Same time every morning. Mm-hmm.
16: Can you describe them? Well, it starts like, yee, and then turns into woo-woo-woo. Mm, indeed. And does it also come with a thump
22: That's exactly what it is. How did you know, Doctor? This
16: is a symptom of not having an Apex Pro's water heater.
22: Doctor, I know my husband, and he would never... And the sound then goes, yip yeep woo woo-woo-woo. Mm-hmm. I'm writing you a prescription
16: for an Apex Pros water heater.
22: You really think this will help?
16: Apex Pros? The pros who knows? First you doubt me, then you doubt the pros who knows?
22: I'm not doubting. I just didn't think my husband would make such the a... The unnecessary
16: suffering of surprise cold water. I've seen it a thousand times. Apex Pros even has tankless solutions that provide never-ending warm water. Wow. The crazy sounds will go away by
15: tomorrow. Now here's my bill.
22: <coughs>
16: now about that sound.
15: It's Alex the Apex Bear. We are the pros who knows. The official plumber of... The Columbus Blue Jackets
7: ApexPros.com People can't say enough amazing
21: things about Vanskoi Hair Clinics. Men and women struggle with hair loss every day, and they completely change their lives. Vanskoi Hair Clinics is the only company in Ohio that has PRP, platelet-rich plasma, and the multi-unit hair grafting hair transplant procedure. Go to VanskoyHair.com for more info, or call 614-432-8042. Here's what some of their hair transplant clients have said. Around 26, 27, I lost almost all of my hair on top. It changed my life in ways that I cannot imagine. My hair is going to continue growing for the rest of my life. There is hope that you can do something about your hair loss. Multi-unit hair grafting gives you three times more hair per procedure, saving you time and money. Hair transplants are more affordable than ever, and PRP is a fast, easy, and effective 45-minute treatment for thinning or damaged hair. Call Vanskoy for a free consultation, 614-432-8042, or visit VanskoyHair.com. That's 614-432-8042. Find out what procedure will restore your hair. The Fan.
7: I'm John Stashauer. So Creighton beats Marquette 89-75. Marquette came in ranked fifth in the country. Meanwhile, Arizona is ranked number six. Wildcats looking to make it nine of the last ten and go to 15-1 and one at home. It was an easy win for them over the Oregon Ducks. Ball slapped away. Loose picked up by Boswell. Gets on the run. Numbers again. Ahead to Love. Love quickly down to the right
3: baseline. Out to Boswell for three. Why not? He can't miss. 51-28 Arizona. 19 points for Boswell in the first half.
7: That is a new career high, and he's done it in one half. Brian Jeffries on Learfield. Yeah, the damage was done first half catch up by 21 they shot 61 percent 56 percent from three had three guys scored 21 or more arizona wins going away 103 to 81 in the big 12 kansas coming off a rare home loss then against byu they got kevin mcculler back from injury he's their leading scorer but for the fourth year in a row they had their troubles at baylor
1: bc to the bench oh, john wuna is on bears ball none three left side yes what a run by the bears Jake Nunn has 17
7: on the day. Baylor leads Kansas by 8. John Morris, Baylor Sports Media Network. 82-74, Baylor knocking off Kansas. Kentucky Wildcats had a tough one the other night at Mississippi State. Pulled that game out of that Reed Shepard shot. Another tough one today at home against Arkansas, who's having a rough season. Razorbacks had the lead in the second half. Kentucky pulled this one out.
3: Shepard weaves through the defense, comes into front court down the left side, goes back to the top, throws it over to Edwards. He'll shoot a long three.
1: Yes! My goodness! What a shot! That was like, what are you doing? Great shot! 107-98!
7: Tom Leach, UK Sports Network, Kentucky. They have no trouble scoring points. 111-102 over Arkansas. Got 34 points from Kaleef Battle. Also in the SEC, South Carolina got 25 from Michi Johnson beat florida 82 76 and in the big 10 illinois won at wisconsin 91 83 badgers are in a slump they've lost seven of the last nine let's get you updated on games going on iowa state ranked eight six minutes left first half leading central florida 27 21 north carolina ranked ninth they got that big game from rj davis last time out when he scored 42 but right now tar heels down a point nc state up 37 36 auburn is rolling over Mississippi State 31 to 12, South Florida leading Charlotte 25 to 24. We should tell you that I'm coming to you from the Progressive Insurance Studios. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits. Go to progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Our final score in the Big East. Marquette was short-handed, playing without two starters, and Creighton took advantage, winning. By a final of eighty-nine to seventy-five. We thank our crew today. First, let's tell you that the that the broadcast on college basketball western one sponsored by Granger, by Indeed.com, by O'Reilly Auto Parts, by Progressive Insurance, and by NCA.com. Now we thank the crew. Studio producer Nick Pope. Studio Coordinator Laura Romo. Production assistant provided by Curtis Poindexter. Our producer engineer is Howie Sylvester. Production Supervisor, Darren Cummings, and Brian Fickles. and the Coordinating Producer Mike Eve executive producer, Westwood One Sports, Howard Denaroff. We're not done. None of game coming up today. Tonight for the SEC, it's fourth-ranked Tennessee, 14th-ranked Alabama. Starting at 745 Eastern to listen to any and every college basketball game we broadcast this season for free. Just visit our website, westwoodonesports.com, where you can also listen on all Alexa-enabled devices. Simply saying, open Westwood One Sports. Let's get the final score, Creighton 89. Marquette 75 for Kevin Cougar, Stephen Bardo. I'm John Stashauer. Thanks for joining us. In association with Learfield, you're listening to NCAA Basketball on Westwood Market.
1: from the Lindsay honda studios
9: honda makes the cars Lindsay makes the difference visit lindsayhonda.com honda.com
1: wbnsfm hd1 columbus the fan we return you to our regularly scheduled programming already in progress please enjoy not knowing what they're talking about the fan ohio sports destination
7: Two of the last three MVPs. And the favorite again this season, Nikola Jokic. Joker for the lead. Got it. He leads the Denver Nuggets into Los Angeles to go head-to-head with LeBron James and the Lakers. Coverage begins today at 8 Eastern with tip-off at 8.30 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ABC. Presented by Indeed.
12: Tune into NBA Action tomorrow as the Mavs host the Sixers presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 12:30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. You're listening to Game Day on ESPN Radio. I'm Jonathan Zaslow alongside Emmett Golden tonight in the Association. All eyes will be on the Los Angeles Lakers as they host the Denver Nuggets tonight at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. It is on our air here on ESPN Radio. It is on ABC on television. And LeBron James is nine points away from founding the 40,000-point mark. Here's LeBron on what that number will mean to him.
15: No one has ever done it for me to be in in this position at this point in time in my career. I think it's, I think it's pretty cool. Does it sit like at the one of the top of my things I've done in my career? No, but does it mean something? Of course, absolutely. Why wouldn't it? To be able to accomplish things in this league, the greatest players to ever play in this league, the NBA, and this has been a dream of mine. And to uh, hit feats and and have milestones throughout my career, they all mean something to me. Absolutely. Obviously, there's a, a pecking order of you know which comes, which ones is higher than others. But yeah, absolutely. I would I would be lying to you if I said no, it doesn't mean anything, because it absolutely does.
12: It's hard to believe, Emmett, that anyone is not only going to reach 40,000 points after LeBron, but that would come anywhere near chasing his record, because not just the longevity of his career, which is almost unmatched, but from the moment he stepped foot in the league, and still right now, and likely however long he's going to wind up playing, He's always been a big-time scorer. And, oh, by the way, add to it, emmett he's a total freak of a human being. It's really difficult to believe we're going to see someone with his physical ability again.
2: Yeah, to be at the top of the mountain when it comes to scoring and then being fourth all-time in assists, that is mind-blowing. Because think about where he would be. If those assists were cut in half and he took shots instead, mm-hmm. right he might be fifty thousand right now if he was one of those guys that strictly thought about scoring the ball, and that was his only uh,
12: objective
2: well remember and, it was
12: always a thing where he you know he always claims he makes the right play, and right. people want him to be, wanted him to be a little bit more selfish. Yeah, yeah, they, it was, the narrative was LeBron is scared to take
2: the game winning shot because he might miss. Now, LeBron, throughout his career, has made an abundance of game winning shots. Um, you know, just, uh, I guess with each team, honestly. I know there's a ton of them that happened, especially the second time around, um, in Cleveland. So he kind of shook off that narrative after a while. But at the start of his career, it was, yeah, LeBron's great. He doesn't have that killer instinct. I don't know. Handful of championships later, 40,000 points. That sounds like a killer instinct to me.
12: When we think of unbreakable records, are there, and I think this is going to be one of those unbreakable records. Mm-hmm. Do you have, like, all across our sports landscape here, the four major North American sports, do you have a favorite? unbreakable or multiple favorite unbreakable records Yeah, a couple of them i know the the biggest one that i truly believe no
2: one will ever break this is kyle rifkin's uh consecutive game streak at 2632 straight games and the, the world we live in now with the amount of money that athletes make days off are given you know, they're like, we got to manage your body. We got to take care of you. We got to make sure you're okay. Um, so I think that will never be breaking.
12: The anyway, hardest part to understand, too, with that Ripken streak was there was never a day that, I don't know, hamstring was a little sore? Yeah. Never? Right. <laughs> never.
2: Never. Like, you talk about long staying healthy more than anything. Like, that is mind-blowing. The other one? Wayne Gretzky's uh, 2,857 career points. I don't know if there's ever going to be anybody to touch that because that is an insane record. So those are probably the two that I think nobody's ever going to touch.
12: So I got two that I always think about when it comes to – I don't think anyone's going to touch it, and they're just my favorite when it comes Mm -hmm. to unbreakable records. Number one, the NBA career assists mark. John Stockton – now, 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 not that the number you know anyone knows. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fifteen thousand eight hundred six. But he is so far ahead of number two. Number two, it was is Jason Kidd, mm-hmm. who was over three, who was thirty eight hundred assists fewer, almost four thousand yeah. assists fewer. And then for active players, Chris Paul is number three. Chris Paul is over four thousand assists fewer than John Stockton it's it's such an untouchable record no one's gonna even threaten Stockton's career assist mark but my my favorite though is an extension of one that you just brought up and that's Wayne Gretzky my Mm -hmm. favorite most unbreakable stat and this is why Gretzky you know we could have the LeBron James Michael Jordan debate there's no debate when it comes to hockey. Wayne Gretzky's the greatest ever. Yes. Full stop. End of story. But my favorite unbreakable record, you mentioned Gretzky, total points.
8: Mm-hmm.
12: Gretzky has more assists than anyone else has points. Yes. That is my favorite <laughs> unbreakable record. Gretzky has 1,963 assists. The next most points. That's goals and assists is Yager, who is forty-two behind that number. Wow, Gretzky has more assists than anyone else has combined goals and assists. That is my favorite unbreakable record.
2: That is amazing, and you know, like I know Ove- like think about how great Ovechkin is being mm-hmm. nowhere near. You know, <laughs> like- he's like fifty some odd goals away, so yeah. potentially he can get that in a couple of years.